WZBD Radio presents Exciting High School Wrestling Brought to you in part by the many community-minded sponsors you'll hear And now to the gym for the exciting action Well, good morning wrestling fans and welcome to Jay County High School where the WZBD Radio YouTube will be the next two weeks in a row for the first round. Rexboro along with AJ Calvary. And AJ, looks to be a fine tournament today. There's uh, multiple teams coming in here that have a true shot to win this thing. Uh, lots of individuals that are really going to mess things up. And then you understand that next week, the Delta Regional comes in and things really get sticky. Yeah, good morning, everyone. A lot of rematches from last Saturday. The ACAC was on a Friday night, and a lot of those same kids are here. All those same kids are here. And for Belmont, they will wrestle Norwell young men again like last week. And how well did you do and how, how much can you improve? Belmont and AC wrestled earlier in the year, but that's been quite a while ago. Uh, Belmont has not seen Jay County all year. So the Jay County-Belmont matches would be first time, but not for everybody else. They've, they've wrestled one another. They know each other. They've got film on each other. And uh, let's see who improved the most. I think Belmont, with their five number one seeds, should be the odds-on favor here today, Rex, although they are forfeiting at 138. They only have 13 weight classes. Jay County has three number ones. South Adams Central has three. Bluffton with two. South Adams with one. The, we've seen this uh, Adams Central team and the South Adams team uh, over the past couple weeks for us in the AC. This Adams Central team is very strong. They cruise through the uh, ACAC tournament. Uh, had a little bit of resistance from Jay County that has been being a, a little bit beat up. Their number one seed at 150 pounds has been injured all year and has not made it into the lineup today And Cameron Clark. And it's a shame as uh, that young man was ranked number one in the Fort Wayne semi-state all season long. And uh, I just saw him walk by, and, uh, you know, it's, it's a bad thing his senior year, but uh, he's got a bad shoulder, and you and I both know with shoulders, it's really tough to wrestle when they're tore up. Had a chance to talk to Cameron a little bit. He was on the bench talking with Coach Tim Myers of Belmont. He wrestled for Tim in the Mad Men Wrestling Club for several years. So he's one of Tim's guys, um, and they're both very disappointed that he can't wrestle here today. He is going to wrestle in college. He's going to have surgery at the end of this year, and uh, he doesn't know exactly where he's going to go yet, but he will be wrestling after high school. Well, I know, AJ, I tore mine up uh, 45 years ago, and I said it still hurts today. <laughs> And it, uh, I never had mine fixed properly, but uh, shoulders are one of those things that uh, they just kind of ache and hurt, and everything you do in wrestling really involves that shoulder, so it makes a big difference. Belmont has two wrestlers wearing a brace today on that shoulder. Gavin Davis, who is a number one seed at 157, and, of course, Sammy Wolpert at 144. Both those guys are wearing a shoulder brace. They both have shoulders that are probably going to require surgery after the season's over. But they've been nursing Gavin's shoulder the whole year. He didn't wrestle at Mishawaka, and uh, they've been taking it easy. And so far, so good. He's undefeated and hasn't had any problems with that shoulder. The, this Adam Central team comes in here with a fine group of young wrestlers down low. They've got three or four freshmen. They're very solid. Uh, we saw them in the Adam Central Belmont match, and uh, they put Adam, they put Belmont to the test. And uh, they had a young man with a shoulder injury, Keegan Bloom, who was not in that night. And I think if uh, Keegan Bloom and Zach Worm wrestled that night, that could have been a, a different outcome in that dual meet. That's very possible. Yeah, they've got uh, a couple of ninth graders who are number one seeds here today, the Shorjan. And uh, I just found out today that you know who's Shorjan is a cousin to? 
the Teamies, Bruce Teamy. Oh, that's, that's, that's a Teamy cousin. So they've got wrestling in their genes. That's uh, Brandon Shorgen, and uh, he wrestles for Tim Myers Club as well. So, you know, <laughs> Adams County is the only place in the world left where you don't go to the to the coach to their school in high school after you wrestle in his club for four years. <laughs> you go to the you know the school that's six miles down the road. Let's take this opportunity to get some uh, commercials in on our WZBD YouTube radio broadcast. We're back with uh, more pre-match right after this on WZBD YouTube channel. Quality dentistry for people of all ages. That's what you'll find at Decatur Dental Services. This is Dr. Taylor Trevere at Decatur Dental Services. We provide a wide range of dental treatment, including preventative, cosmetic, restorative, and reconstructive dentistry. Located at the corner of 224 East and Pickway Road in Decatur, we offer convenient office hours, Monday through Thursday from 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. and Friday, 8 a.m. to 3 p.m. For more information about our practice, please find us on Facebook or visit our website at DecaturDentalIN.com. Injured in an accident, need representation in civil, criminal, or family law matters? Call DeVos, Baker, Ainsworth, and Razzo for assistance. Our office has experienced trial lawyers who can guide you through the litigation process and provide you with quality legal service at competitive rates. Call 724-2129 to schedule an appointment with one of our attorneys or visit our website at devoslaw.com for more information. Rising costs of gas and food putting a strain on your budget? Is your paycheck stretched a little thin? Home and auto insurance rates are on the rise. Maybe it's time to shop around for a lower rate. Give Nick Rumschwag State Farm a call at 260-724-6010 and see if we can save you a few bucks. Don't have time to call? That's okay. You can get a quote 24 hours a day at nickrumschlag.com. You can even stop in our office on North 13th Street in Decatur. When you need building materials, you need Arnold Lumber, 425 Winchester Street in Decatur, featuring lumber in a wide choice of sizes, plus doors, windows, roofing, and more. Whether it's a complete new home or remodeling, a new deck or deck repair, a new kitchen or a kitchen update, whether it's an erected or materials-only garage or pull barn package featuring quality metal, free professional designs and estimates. Arnold Lumber provides it all. Open 7 to 5 Monday through Thursday till 4.30 on Friday and 11.30 on Saturday. Most of us take clean water for granted, but the plain truth is cities work hard to keep our waterways and stormwater sewers as clean as possible. In the field and around the neighborhood, you are the city's eyes. What you casually observe can make a difference. So if you see signs of trouble, including odd odors, unnatural water color, or signs of dumping or spills, please notify the city immediately. Be proactive. Choose to make a difference. Get more ideas on the web at decaturin.org. At Three Rivers Federal Credit Union, we're focused on empowering you to achieve financial wellness by offering the resources and support you need every step of the way. We're equally committed to bettering lives in our region through volunteerism, community funding and partnerships, college scholarships, and more. We give back to the people, places, and ideas that matter most to you. Learn more at threeriversfcu.org. Three Rivers is federally insured by the NCUA. Welcome back to Jay County High School. Rex Burr along with A.J. Calver as the uh, teams are on the floor warming up a little bit here. And A.J., um, South Adams has some quality wrestlers coming in here too. Uh, uh, number two seed in uh, Isaiah Meyer at 157. Uh, gave Gavin David 
uh, Gavin Davis, a pretty good match when they wrestled the dual meet. Uh, they also have a couple of young guys down low and Dakota Sprunger and uh, have some, uh, some other guys that are, are good, solid wrestlers are going to kind of make a, make a little bit of a statement here in this sectional day as well. Well, that match at 157, the dual meet with Gavin Davis, it was a decision win for Gavin. I think that's the only match all year that he hasn't either majored or tech fall or pinned his opponent. So that's a, that's a good young man they've got at 57. They've got uh, one number one seed. Bluffton has two number ones. Jay County has three. Adams Central has three with Belmont with five. So a lot will depend on if those kids can win or not. Uh, Belmont's going to see a couple Norwell kids in the finals if they both wrestle up to their capabilities at 165 and 175 as well. Pelosios of Belmont, who was the conference champion last week, a 4-3 decision win over the Norwell wrestler Benning. And that was a match where Pelosios did not score a takedown. And, yeah. he, and he won the match. And uh, he said, that's the same way I did it when I was a freshman. I, I didn't get a takedown and won the match. So... Um, also, uh, you're looking at those Bluffton wrestlers. Levi John's coming in here undefeated today, and he is the number one seed, and uh, he, he looks to have another trip to state to be on a podium down at, the, at Evansville this year. 33-0, and and again, Mad Men Wrestling Club, wrestling for Tim Myers. With that, let's take another round of commercials back with more wrestling pre-match conversation right here on WZBD YouTube channel. Don Myers Plumbing and Heating and Burn is your American Standard Home Comfort Dealer. American Standard has been in business for more than 100 years and welcomes Don Myers Plumbing and Heating of Bern as one of their independent dealers. Don Myers Plumbing and Heating and American Standard will provide your home or business with energy-efficient heating and cooling equipment, saving you money. Don Myers Plumbing, Heating and Cooling at the east edge of Bern on Adams County Road, triple zero. Your American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning dealer. Hey, do you know when and where we can recycle in Adams County? Well, I know you can recycle from 8 to 4 weekdays and Saturday 8 to noon at the transfer station next to Golden Meadows. Okay, where else? In Decatur, behind D&D Marathon on the east side of town on Thursdays, Mondays at Simon Manufacturing 27 South in Bern, and in Monroe on the third Tuesday at the fairgrounds. Plus, you can always get the latest info at AdamsCountySWMD.com. Thanks. When faced with the difficult task of making arrangements for your loved one, many emotions and questions arise. What would they want me to do if they were here? Where is the money coming from? How much should I spend? Do they want burial or cremation? The staff at Haggard, Hershey, and Zelt Funeral Home can help you navigate these tough questions. Make your wishes known and allow us to make sure that your wishes are carried out. Call Ryan Hershey or Eric Zelt at 260-724-7167 to schedule an appointment today. For the past 90 years, Smith Brothers has built a solid reputation by providing quality furniture that lasts for generations. They continue to employ the best construction techniques and components available in the industry and offer frame and fabric styles to satisfy every taste from transitional to traditional and all stops between. Sitting is believing. Test one of their recliners to see how quality engineering makes them stand out from other leading manufacturers. Smith Brothers of Bern. Feel the difference quality makes. Tis the season to give and share at Best One of Monroe. Hi, it's Matt Brown, manager of Best One of Monroe with our December offer. Bring in a canned food donation for the Monroe United Methodist Food Pantry Drive to Best One and get up to $80 off your purchase of four new select Mastercraft Corsair Trail and Quest line of tires. This offer ends December 31st and is available only at Best One of Monroe. 
Restrictions apply. See store or bestwonemonroe.com for complete details. And have a safe and blessed holiday season from all of us at Best One of Monroe. No matter your age, health and life insurance can be confusing and overwhelming. This is Derek Bailey with Bixler Insurance. Whether you are currently on Medicare or will soon be qualifying for Medicare, we have the products and expertise to meet your needs. Under age 65 and looking for health coverage? Interested in protecting your family from an unexpected loss with a life insurance policy? We can discuss options to assure your peace of mind. Call Bixler Insurance today to schedule your free appointment. Welcome back to Jay County High School. The officials are on the mat in the center. Most of the mats have cleared. AJ and I are talking about a couple of officials on the mat there. One of the gentlemen we know is uh, Josh Howard, who has been through We've probably had Josh Howard 70% of the time this year. and He does a nice job. He's a good guy. He don't always agree with everybody's calls, but he's, he's very competent. The other three officials talking with the Belmont coaches, they didn't know any of them, and neither do I. I don't know where these guys came from, but uh, Rex, you want to – Leonard Westerfield, Keith Skeel, and Richard Height. And we haven't seen them, heard them. They have not been around in this part of the world all season long. Well, this is my 21st year of doing radio, so I haven't seen a referee either. Worked with a referee for 21 years, and these guys were not working when I was still working, AJ. <laughs> we were talking about the number one seeds, and uh, Colt Bullenbacher of South Adams is their number one seed at 144. He's a senior, 20-3 and three on the year. Earlier in the year, he wrestled Sam Wolpert and caught him early and put him to his back and stuck him. So... Wolpert needs to get to the finals to have another crack at Mr. Bullenbacher, and maybe he doesn't want to crack at Mr. Bullenbacher. I don't know. Bullenbacher was the ACAC champion, yeah. and uh, he's wrestling very well right now. So it's going to be interesting. Uh, Belmont should win this thing, but uh, they've got to wrestle it. They're only wrestling 13 wrestlers against the 14 from everyone else, although Jay County had a young man not make weight today at 165. He had been sick earlier in the year, had been down at Riley with a virus, and he came back and uh, has been fighting the scales a little bit, and he missed weight by three-tenths of a pound. Dane sent me a text late last night down at the Delta, uh, Delta sectional. Mr. Tuttle for Delta uh, wrestled one match this year, and he was defeated by a fall by uh, Chandler Thomas, and uh, now they entered him last night. He was entered into the tournament last night, and he was not seated because his record is 0-1. But he is into the tournament. Uh, it adds a little bit of a factor to that Delta sectional strength. At 138. 38. Yeah, Delta coming in with another couple of teams from there. Cowan and uh, uh, who else is coming in from that? Yorktown's got some really some good guys. Yeah, they, they've got two in a row there at 144, 150. Or I think they're 138 and 44. Yeah. yeah. So it's... Um, yeah, today's event, you need to get to the final four. There are no wrestlebacks here today. If you understand what wrestlebacks are, that's when you get beat early in the tournament and you can come back and get as far back as a third-place finish. But that doesn't work in sectionals in Indiana. If you make the final four, you're guaranteed the final four. If you get beat in the semis, you'll wrestle for third and fourth. If you uh, don't get to the final four, it's a, it's a problem. You're not going on to regionals. Well, they have not started staging wrestlers yet, so I'm going to take the opportunity to squeak in another group of commercials back with more wrestling here on WZBD YouTube channel. 
Nine miles from Monmouth and nine miles from Fort Wayne, situated on 27, just south of 469, sits Nine Mile Restaurant, your home for great meals since 1837. Providing home-cooked meals to travelers between Decatur and Fort Wayne for over 180 years, Nine Mile has stood the test of time as an institution on the southern edge of Allen County. With seating on the family side, the bar side, and outdoors, there's always a reason to stop and have a meal. Nine Mile also has a full-service bar and a professional service that can cater your next event or party. The next time you're on your way to or from Fort Wayne, stop in. You've gone the distance. Welcome to Nine Mile. Every child has the right to the financial support from both parents, regardless of whether the parents are married, live together, or live separately. Please call the Adams County Prosecutor's Office if you need help with establishing paternity, obtaining a child support order, or enforcing of a child support order. In some cases, failure to pay child support can result in criminal charges. The Adams County Prosecutor's Office will diligently and aggressively pursue the collection of support from those who try to avoid this responsibility. There is no cost to get the help of the Prosecutor's Office. If you need help, give the office a call today at 724-5362 or visit Adams County prosecutor.com. When it comes to your home, there are things the handyman in you wants to do. And then there's things that should be left to the experts. When it comes to seamless gutters, there's only one choice in our area, and that's SureFlow Seamless Gutters indicator. Tired of gutters that leak at every seam and every downspout? Call the guys at SureFlow. Putting on a new metal roof and want your gutters to do the job they're meant to do? Call SureFlow. Find them online at seamlessgutters.net or give them a call. SureFlow Gutters. 260-888-5062. Hey athletes, are you looking to take your game to the next level? Look no further than Indiana Physical Therapy. Our expert team of sports performance specialists and personalized training programs will have you running circles around the competition. Injured or hurt on the field? Come see us. Our team of physical therapists are dedicated to helping you get back up to speed. With over 19 locations across Indiana, we can get you better, faster. Visit indianapt.com to schedule your appointment today. Indiana Physical Adams Sports Medicine provides certified athletic trainers at many high school athletic events. These trainers specialize in injury prevention. Dr. Robert Kinney is board certified in physical medicine and rehabilitation as well as sports medicine, while Dr. David Coates is board certified in orthopedic surgery. Both Adams Medical Group physicians will be there to provide non-surgical and surgical care. Visit adamshospital.org or call 1-833-724-DOCS to schedule an appointment. Turn your man cave into a stadium with a Samsung 98-inch television featuring super precise LED, straight fire contrast with direct full array, neutral quantum processor, 4K resolution, quantum HDR plus technology and audio that move you with Dolby Atmos and object tracking sound light. Hi, this is Tina. Make your tax refund mean over-the-top entertainment at Innovative Concepts Audio Video. Celebrating 30 years, we bring technology to you. Welcome back to WZB YouTube channel here in this first round. And after this first round is over, we'll switch over and back to the traditional 92.7 FM WZBD radio channel. Rex, we're along with AJ Calver as they've uh, started making announcements here, getting ready to call people to mats, and uh, we're just about ready to go here. Rex, our head coach is here today for Adams Central is Tony Curry. and His father just walked by me and said hello. Played a lot of softball with, uh, with, his, with Roger. Belmont's head coach is Tim Myers. Blackford is Rich Uggen. Bluffton is Ben Sprunger. Former state champion Ben Sprunger. Jay County is Eric Myers. Norwell is John Johnson. South Adams is Robert Loshi. Southern Wells is Jacob Duncan. And Union City is Kevin Lawrence. So our first match is over. We had a forfeit there. 
uh, as uh, Bluffton, Grant Nunley received a forfeit. That's the only match that adds up. We'll probably run through a bunch of forfeits here. but uh, You know, Rex, I don't believe these forfeits in this rat tail round count for your team score. They changed that a few years ago. I think you're right. I think they go the first round of, of actual wrestling. Yep. Now, if, if you receive a forfeit in the regular round, not the rat tail, that's going to count. But uh, going back many years, and when you were a senior at sectional, uh, our friends from Adams Central had about seven rat tail forfeits or pins, matches in the rat tail, and they all counted for extra points, and they scored enough points that when it was all said and done, they were the sectional champions that year. It's almost uh, over before it starts. Well, they had a, a pretty good lead, and we didn't, we couldn't catch them, but uh, they did a good job. We just, uh, we came up a few points short, and came up two points short of being state champions that year, <laughs> and didn't win sectional. Can't win your sectional, but you almost win uh, state. State, uh, if you. Um, if you can find Steve Carter, we've chased Steve Carter down, and you could tell him one more thing, AJ, what would you tell him? Run. <laughs> Ten seconds to go in the match, run. You haven't been warned for stalling. Get back to the middle and circle. Run. He wins that match. It's worth three points. We win by a half point. I know. And that mat <laughs> as long as it, the results stayed the same in the finals, which yeah. Malin was the winner that day. Yeah. Oh, I haven't relived that more than once, Rex. You know that. In 44 years. It's... Um, it's things you learn along the way as a coach. Sometimes it's uh, better not to engage but to uh, retreat. <laughs> <laughs> and you see it at the state level. Big time, really good kids are undefeated. They sometimes, they, uh, they run. Yeah. They, they, they're not going to engage and get thrown or lose it, a takedown. It's like, called strategy. It's not, it's not stalling, it's strategy. It's stalling if you're on the other side of it. Well, AJ, they're burning through some uh, these uh, forfeits, and I think I'm going to take an opportunity to sneak a couple commercials in while we're working those forfeits. We'll be back with the first match uh, of an Adams County wrestler right after this on WZBD. Does your heating system need a good end-of-the-season tune-up from Masters Heating and Cooling? Now is the time to tune up your heating and cooling system. At Masters, we have technicians that can service most makes and models of furnaces and heat pumps at low-cost seasonal special pricing. Contact Masters Heating and Cooling at 1045 South 11th Street Indicator on the web at mastersheatcool.com to schedule your preventative maintenance checkup now. We select our insurance companies the same way you do, very carefully. When you work with us, you can count on receiving fast, courteous, and professional service and quality protection through Auto Owners Insurance. For a no-problem approach for your life, home, car, and business insurance needs, ask us about the no-problem company, Auto Owners Insurance. See Toby, Mark, Kyle, or Barb at Graber Insurance with offices on Highway 27 North and Burn and 623 West Monroe Street in Decatur. You may not know it, but Hitzer Patio and Fireplace is the perfect place for all your patio, fireplace, and grill needs. Big green egg grills, gift certificates, tabletop pellet grills, Pelican premium coolers, cast iron kettles, Dutch ovens, and a wide variety of famous Hitzer stoves. Hitzer, 269 East Main Street in Bern, is the perfect place to shop for all these fine products, accessories, and more. 
Dave Nathan from the Z Team here for the All American gas stations in Monroe, Hoagland, Monroeville, Ossian, and throughout Z Land, and it's happening again. The All American stores not only give to countless charities, but they're also supporters of local high school athletics here on ZBD. The next time you need gas or a quick snack, stop in for a cold fountain pop, an energy drink, or a hot meal. From Monster Energy drinks to Snickers bars, from smoothies to a hot meal on the go, it's all at your local All American stores. Check out the All American stores official Facebook page for more details and sales. The All American stores, hometown owners, hometown staff, your home. Hometown team. Welcome back to WZBD YouTube channel's coverage of the Jay County Wrestling Sectional. I'd like to give a shout out. I see her down on the floor, uh, Chris Everett, uh, our crack WZBD photographer, along with Kristen Carr. Uh, those two young ladies have been putting out some phenomenal work, uh, giving Dane and Dave Nathan plenty of uh, photos to put on the WZB website. When you looked at the uh, preview uh, for this tournament today that Dane put out there, I think there was 18 or 20 pictures on there just top quality of pictures that came from the uh, uh, conference meets last week. Yeah, the technology today is so much better and it's it's so much easier to to print a picture and get it ready to go and put it on the on the line and send it off and it's uh, it sure makes it a lot easier. And uh, the ability to uh, just take and insert a clip of an interview or the total wrestling match in there just makes it so easy and uh, we've had a uh, Lots of people decide that they want to jump on as sponsors, and if you want to sponsor something and put it on the on the uh, WZBD uh, website, uh, talk to one of your salespeople, and uh, I'm talking to one of them right now, and also along with Dane or uh, Al Conversay. And, uh, AJ, those um, ads out there are getting a lot of hits. I think Dane showed me the numbers one day, and here it took us uh, six months to reach 250,000 and it took us 87 days to hit a half million. So... I mean, the traffic to our website is really increasing. It really is. That's because we're doing such a good job covering everything, just not high school sports, but uh, court news and uh, police news, uh, council meetings, uh, everything you can imagine that's happening in Adams County, we're trying to be there and have some representation and put it on our website. You know, looking at those Southern Wells coaches down there, you recognize those guys, Rex? Yeah, Jacob Duncan's one that uh, was part of that team that almost won a Fort Wayne Semi State with four wrestlers for right. Southern and, Wells. And you know who's beside him? Is, isn't that, is that a feature? That uh, could be. That one of the feature boys. Uh, that's, he's an assistant coach for, for uh, Jacob. Yeah, that was a, the, a great class they had. That's, we, that's we, when uh, they, that their coach, who, who is now an assistant coach at Adams Central. Yeah, a hireling. So it's going to be an entertaining day here. Right now, these are the rat tail matches. Or the, uh, and uh, none of these kids, I don't think, were seated in the top four. And I made that comment, Rex. I talked about you make it to the top four, you're going to be automatically in. Well, I'm wrong. That's next week. At the regional level, there's eight wrestlers, and you make the top four, you're automatically going to semi-state. Today, you're not. You've got to earn your way to at least top four position. Yes, this is a nine-team sectional today, and right now on a mat, uh, two wrestlers wrestling are uh, Hunter Newport from Union City and Caden Burcott of Southern Wells. Has a 215-pound match, and they have queued up uh, Griffin Byron from Jay County. Has a forfeit first round, and then first match wrestled uh, in round number one is Titus Loshi from South Adams wrestling against Will Frettinger from Bluffton. Those are 106-pound matches, and will be underway here shortly but uh as Rex, ben mills at 106 will be wrestling against jose perez contreras a young man we know nothing about union city 
He is a ninth grader and uh, 14 and uh, six, I believe, on the year. Well, until we get to this first round, let's play another round of commercials. Back with uh, more wrestling here from Jay County High School on WZBD YouTube channel. For 71 years, the Kelly Automotive Group has serviced your automotive needs in Northeast Indiana and in Ohio. Kelly offers 14 brands of new vehicles and has over 500 used vehicles in stock. Kelly values your business and works hard for bank approval for all credit types. Visit drivekelly.com and stop at any friendly Kelly dealership. In Decatur, visit 1313 South 13th Street on U.S. Highways 27 and 33. Drive Kelly and drive with confidence. Timmy Takedown Tree Service on US 224, three miles east of Decatur, has firewood for sale. $30 a scoop, $75 for a six-foot bed, $85 for an eight-foot bed. Timmy Takedown Tree Service can give you a free estimate on removing storm-damaged trees, grinding stumps, or trimming trees. Call 728-9120 and talk with Jake to set up an appointment. Timmy Takedown Tree Service has been in the area's best and most trusted tree service for 50 years. Stop out or call today. Expert Transmission on US 224 in Decatur and on US 124 in Bluffton is the place to go for not only transmission help, but also full service general auto and truck repair. Matt, Corey, and Tyler at Expert Transmission are experienced and ASC certified mechanics who can diagnose and fix your family or work vehicle. Call Steve or Dustin soon to set up an appointment. Expert Transmission has the best warranty in the business. Five years and 100,000 miles on a new transmission and can give you a free estimate. Call today at 724-2434 or like Expert Transmission on Facebook. Bowers Paint Studio on West Monroe Street in Decatur is hands down the best auto body repair shop in the Midwest. That's why your friends and neighbors give Bowers Paint Studio a five-star rating on Facebook. Your family ride get dinged in an accident? Take it to Bowers for a free estimate. Need a custom paint job for your collectible car or motorcycle? Bowers Paint Studio is the place to go. Nate works with all the insurance companies and can help you get a loaner. That's Bowers Paint Studio on West Monroe Street in Decatur. Welcome back to WZBD YouTube channel. As uh, Rex Burlong with A.J. Calver. And uh, A.J., that uh, commercial there for Mr. Bowers, his young son, Cruz, is uh, making some noise in the junior high circuit. He's a... Another fine young wrestler from Central will be coming up, a quality wrestler. He will be. He he took Cruz to Indianapolis to wrestle a, 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 a broader range of competition. And uh, I think Cruz won about five matches but lost a couple. Yeah. So, but that's what you have to do that. You've got to, you've got to get out there and see who is the best in you know in your weight class. That was a qualifier for the state finals, and he did not qualify. So there's another round that you can sneak into to try and get qualified for the uh, ISWA state finals. Ben Mills is getting stretched out, getting ready to go here at 106 pounds as he'd be wrestling Jose Perez Contreras of Union City. And here he comes out on the mat. He'll be wearing the green leg band, wearing the blue uniform with the candy stripes, red and white on the sides. Contreras from Union City. Still is now making his way to the mat wearing the, they're wearing a lighter blue uniform with a red and white vertical stripe on the side. On mat number three down here, just right below us, is going to be Titus Loshi from South Adams, and he's taking on Will Frettinger from Bluffton. Loshi 19 and 7, Frettinger 19 and 16, uh, freshman and a 10th grader there. Griffin Byram receives a forfeit for Jay County at 106, and he will advance the next round. Here we go with. Mills and Contreras. 
as Mills had a faint fake shot, looking for some reaction out of Contreras. Collar tie, Mills pushing forward. Contreras backing up. Couple of ninth graders. Mills tries a little snap. Doesn't move his opponent very much. Shot by Mills on the leg attack. Double leg, takes him down with it. That, he's really improved on that double leg. He got away from the high crotch, which he wasn't very good at. Went to a straight double, and he is dynamite with that thing. So the opening takedown goes to Mills of Belmont. Now Mills looking to lock up a cradle. Had good, good cross face. He's got the hands locked. He's going to try to roll through with it. He does roll through with it. He's got his opponent on his back. He's got the hands locked. He's in good shape there. If he gets the inside shoulder down, he's going to have a pin. Puts the knee in the side. The other leg drapes over the body. The official is looking. And this is the elderly gentleman out there that Rex thought might be a little slow. Well, he's pretty <laughs> slow about calling this pin here. I can't, we can't see if the inside shoulder is down. But it sure looks like it from, from our vantage point. Titus Loshi has got the first takedown on Frederick and has him on his back in a side cradle. Getting near fall right now. And Josh Howard has that match. And he is a very quality official. And he'll call the pin at time. Tim Myers walking over to see if he can see any light underneath there. And there's finally the call. Nothing changed in about the last 30 seconds, but Mills finally gets the pin call. Nothing changed was his opinion. <laughs> Good call, Rex. So young Mr. Mills will be wrestling the number one seed, most likely, and that's going to be Griffin Byram of Jay County here in the semifinals. Loshi is still running at side cradle. It has not earned any near fall points as he can't get Fredinger over to his shoulder. And on the far mat down there, it's Eli Thomas and Noro wrestling against Miles Carr. Carr has a 4-0 lead right now, and he has uh, Thomas on his back and a side cradle, and there's a fall. That official doesn't waste any time. That's a quick fall for him down there. So that is uh, Miles Carr advances to the finals. Uh, not to the finals, it's to the next round. As uh, Mr. Loshi down here cannot get Fredinger turned on that side cradle and just still has a 2-0 lead right now. At 113, we've got another Belmont wrestler on the mat, Rex, and that's Ethan Curtis. He will be wrestling against Carroll of Southern Wells, a junior who is 13 and 18. And they are underway. Curtis made a an attack on the legs did not penetrate came back out you want to call this one rex i'm i'm gonna wa i'll watch this low she went down here okay now he's curtis, at 5-0 right now curtis goes around behind scores the opening takedown ethan was a third place finisher last week in the any eight conference tournament now he's running a chicken wing and an arm bar turning his opponent over attempting to no near fall points scored as of yet. But the opening takedown for Curtis of Belmont. Now he's working a pinning combination on top, and he has turned his opponent now. He will be getting back points. In high school, you get two points for a takedown, and there's the pin call. So Ethan Curtis wins by fall. So both Belmont wrestlers win by fall, getting extra points for the Braves. As Titus Loshi has been able to turn Mr. Fredinger, and he has now extended his lead to 10-0. There's Curtis. Takes a bit of time for AJ and I to find these uh, names here with .03 point font on this bracket here. Coming up at 120, Belmont's Henry Ferrote is the number one seed in this bracket. But there are a lot of young men who are capable of winning 
when one of those quick, quick pin down here. One of those men is Dakota Sprunger from South Adams, who just was a winner by fall over Jed Logan from Bluffton. That is a 120-pound match. So that is Sprunger, your winner by fall, and then Titus Loshi for you South Adams. You wins. know what? Froat's going to win by forfeit. In his side of the bracket, there were two forfeits, so he will advance into the semifinals without rustling, and he'll score extra points with the forfeit win. So Belmont with the first three weight classes, two pins and a forfeit win, scoring all the points possible. Let's see. 113, Levi Johns advances. He's got a forfeit on his side. He's the number one seed at 113. And he will take on a winner of Silas Wink or Daniel Rupp from South Adams. At 113, Cale Beer advances out, and he will be the opponent of Curtis next round. Beer defeated Curtis in the dual match way back in December. Now in the center mat, it's Southern Wells, Kelton Barr, wrestling against Hunter Douglas. Douglas with a takedown and near fall here as he is working on. Douglas is a tough guy. He's, he's the one that uh, Henry Fruit defeated for third place last week, wasn't it? I believe he defeated for third place. And wrestling on mat number one down there, it's Cooper Glassford from Jay County, the freshman. He's wrestling against Jackson Bingham from Adams Central. And Bingham had a two-point takedown, but uh, Glassford has reversed him and put him to his back. And he's got a 4-0 lead right now, working on a fall. And Bingham's going to try and come up out of there. Bingham's up off his back, but uh, in good position now out front. Just gave up three near fall. Bingham had a chance there to elevate, get his hips up, and put his opponent right back to his back and didn't do it. But Rex, you're correct. That was the opponent for for, for the third place match last week, the Norwell wrestler. And he's a winner by fall. And uh, down here, Daniel Rupp of South Rasmus wrestling against Silas Wank. No score there. Winner in the center match was Hunter Douglas from Norwell at 120 pounds, so he advances. So that is Douglas, and he is in the bottom half of the bracket. And he will take on the winner of Dakota, well, Dakota Sprunger won that, so it'll be Sprunger and Douglas on the bottom half of the bracket. And Bingham and Glassford, uh, the winner of that match, will be the opponent of Henry Ferrot on the top half of the bracket. Now wrestling in the center mat at 126 it is uh, Cody Rowles of Jay County versus Grant Nunley of Bluffton. That 26-pound match, Cody Rowles is the number one seed in the top half of the bracket. Next wrestler up for Belmont will be Will Franzi as he'll be wrestling against Dylan Og of Adams Central. Og's another one of those... Uh, Solid freshman for Adam Central this year. Og comes in. Let's see, where's he at? Og is uh, 27 and 8. Franzi is 17 and 16. Rawls with a quick takedown in that center mat against uh, Nunley from Bluffton. And uh, Bingham from AC has. Uh, his opponent on his back. Let's see if he's going to earn some near fall. He did not. That's a 6-5 match right now. 
as Bingham has a 6-5 lead over Glassford of Jay County. Glassford a freshman, Bingham a 10th grader. In the Jay County Gymnasium, they have room for three mats. So that's what we have going. It's a three-ring circus, so to speak, Rex. And uh, fortunately for us, we have got a good sight line on all, all three mats. We can see the scoreboards and uh, no excuses for getting it wrong. This is the same setup they have for next week. We are here two weeks in a row from Jay County High School for the regional next week. Regional runs a little bit faster. There's one last round there. And Cody Rowles is your winner by fall at 126 in the center mat. So he advances over Nunley. Well, this was going to be Jay County's year. And then they were hit with a lot of misfortune. The injury bug got them. Some of their wrestlers moved away. Um, it just it disintegrated. And I feel so bad for Coach Myers because he had worked so hard to be ready for this was going to be the year. And uh, they've got about four or five starters not in the lineup today. He does have a stud in Tony Wood at 138 that is the, definitely the class of the field here today at 138. Everybody's been going to be chasing for second place because he has dominated everyone in this field. Probably the closest one to him is Maverick Dubaw of Adam Central, and he tech fought him 15-0 at the conference tournament. Wood is 34-0 and a senior this year. Belmont does not have a 138-pounder in the lineup as uh, they had no one, no JV, nada that they could throw in there. So, Tony Wood is one of those uh, four freshmen that uh, Eric Myers took to the state finals their freshman year, and uh, they've just been solid for the past three years and a great team leadership for all those four guys. Can you believe it's been four years, <laughs> Brewer, that those four kids went, went to state? Time flies when you're having fun, Coach. Uh, I guess so. And can you believe that here we are at the sectional tournament? I can remember going to Wall with C for the first duel of the year on YouTube. And now it's sectional time. And you blink your eyes and bam, you're, a couple months have passed us by. Right now it's a 10-5 lead for Bingham over um, Glassford from Jay County. There's about a minute 25 left to go in that third period as Bingham is in the top position as uh, Glassford's trying to work on leg control now Bingham works on a side cradle trying to lock up that hands get that side cradle he's got the head in the, in the side he's adjust his hands a little bit to change that uh, position now he has his opponent over on his back not quite a near fall situation yet referee says that he has not broke 90 yet wrestling down here on mat number three Daniel Rupp Trail Silas Wink of Jay County by the score of 3-2. And uh, Bingham has put his opponent to his back and Glassford trying to bridge out. So with like 48 seconds left to go here. Bingham looks like he's going to cruise to that win. And that is a match at 120 pounds. And there's the fall. So Bingham advances over Glassford and will be the opponent of Henry Ferrote next round. Ferrote won that dual match in December. That's why Henry is the number one seed in this tournament at 120 pounds. Hogg and Franzi will be coming up at 126. Um, and we got that in up there, but Henry Froot will accept his forfeit on mat number three right here after this Daniel Rupp match. And Rupp has uh, gained a reversal, so he goes, goes up 4-3 on Wank here. And that match is uh, in the third period with 10 seconds left to go. So Rupp just needs to ride out 
Wink here for the last 10 seconds, and he advances to the next round. We're up another one of those solid freshmen from Jay County, uh, from South Adams. There's a warning for stalling for, oh, there it was. Rupp had been warned for stalling, and he forced his opponent out of bounds, and Josh Howard hit him with a stalling. I don't think he forced him. I think his opponent ran out. Well, either way, Josh made the call. It's stalling. So let's see if he's got three, two seconds. He's going to hang on, and Rupp's going to hang on and not give up any more points, but they're going to go into OT now. It's sudden victory here. As uh, Robert Loshi comes out and tells Rupp, hey, you need to get a takedown here. It's a sudden victory. First point scored wins this here. Regardless of what type of point it is, whether it's stalling or a technical violation, point to point. So they got one minute here to go sudden victory to see who's going to get this takedown between Wink and Rupp. In the center mat, it's Connor Fordick from Norwell, and he's wrestling against uh, Parker Nash of Bluffton. And quickly, the Norwell wrestler has to take down, and he's getting some back points there. Hit a nice tilt. Will Patterson wrestling against Jason Prowl down there. Prowl's a Another quality kid at 126. Uh, he come through and I think he, did he defeat Franzi at any eight? I know Prowl, yes. they placed higher than he did. So Prowl is working on a tilt as he has a 2-0 lead. And there's Daniel Rupp, gets the takedown. That is at 113 pounds. So Rupp will advance to take on Levi Johns next round. Congratulations, you won a match in overtime now after you wrestle an undefeated wrestler <laughs> next round. A win is a win. All you can <laughs> deal with is what you've got in front of you, but uh, he's a pretty happy young man. And I think that was uh, justified. He, he gave up that stalling point in the last four seconds when his opponent just basically stood up and started running. So Henry just received his forfeit, so that uh, gets that match out of the way. So Belmont now is four for four with T points right now. It's a little tight, but uh, Adam Central, South Adams, and Belmont all at 14 with the current standings. Do a refresh here and see if anything has changed there. At this point in the tournament, it's good to know the score, but it's really fairly irrelevant as so much is going to change it. It's getting kids into the finals. That's where you're going to score the big points. Adam Central has jumped out with a 21-14 lead now over Belmont and Jay County. South Adams also with 14. Those will probably be your three front runners for this tournament standings here today. Our next matchup uh, on mat number one, the far mat down there, will be Og versus Franzi. Uh, in the uh, center mat, it's going to be Heskett versus uh, Peterson for the uh, that middle mat. Right now, we have uh, Chance Benning of Norwell at 138. We'll be wrestling against Wyatt Mann from South Adams, and that's on mat three. They're waiting for those two wrestlers to show up. Benning fared very well last week in the NE8. In the center match, the Norwell wrestle, Mr. Fordick was, uh, has a 6-0 lead over Parker Nash of Bluffton right now. And that match is in the second period with a minute to go. Once again, welcome to the WZBD YouTube channel. And we are on YouTube this morning so that uh, we don't have to 
chase the coaches show off of the 92.7 airways. We'll do this the next three weeks in a row. Belmont wrestlers up to this point undefeated, winning by pin at 1-6, by pin at 113, by forefoot at 120. Time up there, a nice uh, standing Peterson by Will Patterson against Pro. Did not get any points out of it, and Pro has a 5-2 lead over Patterson right now. And they start that second period. Jason Pro from Norwell takes it down. See if he can improve that lead over Patterson from South Adams. That is a 126-pound match. Down here on mat number three, there's no score yet between Wyatt Mann and Benning. Benning Pro, from Norwell. Pro was the runner-up at 126 in the NE8. He was defeated by Butcher, Nolan Butcher of Leo, a freshman who was unseated in that tournament. Yeah, he had a great tournament. <laughs> Come he through sure and knocked did. off all the top guys and ended up winning it. Must have been his day. That was always the advice that the old coaches gave me. Make it your day. Yeah. Just make it your day. And you know, have the mindset. This is going to be my day. Pro leads uh, Patterson 5-2 right now still on mat number one. The center mat, it's Nora Wrestler up 8-0 over the Bluffton Wrestler. And on mat number three down here, Wyatt Mann has a 2-0 lead over Benning of Norwell. Pro just got reversed down there on three. Uh, I think he started down. Yeah. Okay, then. It looked like he was going to get a reversal. <laughs> yeah. Still down here, uh, no change in the uh, Mann versus Benning match. But... Uh, on mat number one, down there on the far end, that is where Aug and Franzi will wrestle. And then Heskett from Jay County being a center mat. And then uh, Frauerger at 138 will wrestle Elmore is in the hole on mat number three down here. Coach Johnson's son, a few years back, was a fine wrestler for them. Uh, is in the corner right now. He's one of his assistant coaches. That match in the center is uh, Nora Russell, Connor Fordick. Um, nine, it's 10-2 lead now. And Nash hits a headlock on him. Nash trying to even things up here with 33 seconds left to go. He's got a takedown. He's going to get three near fall. And the Nora Russell reverses him. And give up a reversal. <laughs> His last ditch effort to try and change thing as Parker Nash just about had it done. Hit a headlock, got fiver out of it. He trails 12-7 right now. I think the Nora wrestler with 12 seconds left to go is going to ride this out and advance, and that is a match at 132 pounds. Watching some wrestling on Facebook, and um, I saw a collegiate wrestler. Looked like he was set up for a right-handed throw of some kind, and then he flipped it and went left-handed and hit a headlock and just threw his opponent right to his back. And I, I, you know who I thought of? Mr. Fiesel, left-handed headlock <laughs> back in the day. So that will bring up in the center mat now. Jay County versus Southern Wells. We're still waiting as uh, 
The farmat down there, Will Patterson and Pro. That match is still at 5 2. And uh, Pro has uh, Patterson on his back getting near fall. He's earned three. That's going to make it 8 to 2. About a minute 30 left to go in that third period. Jay County with a quick takedown in the center mat there. And that matches at 132. That is A.J. Heskett. I think he's the younger brother of R.J. Heskett that wrestled for him a few years ago. Maybe last year, I think. Heskett's a junior. He's 19 and 13. And then Clayton Peterson of Southern Wells. He's a 10th grader, and he is 9 and 16. Pro with about a minute left to go in his match. Has an 8-2 lead. Mat number three here, Benning trails Wyatt Mann of South Adams, 3-0. And that match has uh, 15 seconds left to go in the second period. On deck, uh, Kevin Loshi from Belmont at 132, and it will be on the center mat. Pro cuts uh, Patterson loose, giving the escape. 8-3 is the score now. About 33 seconds left to go in that third period. As uh, Heskett looking to turn Peterson. He's got a double trouble looked, locked up, and he's uh, getting some near fall there. Heskett's going to get two out of that. Now he's uh, changed, and there's the fall. So at 132, A.J. Heskett advances with a fall. That'll bring him up, and he will wrestle against the winner of Kevin Loshi of Belmont and at Brendan Sprunger of South Adams. Loshi was the number two seed in this weight class, 19 and 13, the senior. His opponent, Sprunger, is, has yet to win one this year. He's a freshman, Ofer. And that will be in the middle mat here. Once again, Mann with a 3-0 lead, 3-1 lead over Chance Benning down here on mat number three. And now we have another wrestler, another Belmont wrestler up. That's uh, Franzi. Franzi up down there at 126 on mat number one. Loshi's going to start first here, so that's the one I'll take. Rex will follow the Franzi match. That's the AC Belmont matchup. That's a good one, Rex. That means a lot as far as team points. Adam Central on top, 28-21 in the team score right now. It's early. Loshi tried a front headlock and worked to spin and go behind, but his opponent went out of bounds. He couldn't, couldn't stop him in the field of action. And that's what Franzi's doing down there, a little front headlock. And, and you know, the Belmont kids are pretty good at that. I, I think it's something they could continue to work on, to use. We learned that series from Lawrence North when they did it so well against us in the past down at state finals. No score in the Aug Franzi match down there on mat one. No score with Loshu's match. Aug <laughs> tried to hit a nice throw by, counter by Loshi, uh, by Franzi. Get my matches straight here. In final match down here, Benning is defeated 5-2 by Mann, and that match is at 138. So Mann advances. Franzi just got the opening takedown, Rex, and he's got the legs in. So Will Franzi has scored first here in his match at 130 at 126. 
Mann will take on Tony Wood next round as Wood advances with a forfeit. Moshi unable to get around his opponent. Sprunger is just hanging on to a leg and won't let go, and Loshi needs to pancake cut him. the corner. <laughs> or Yeah, that would be a good thing. We don't see many pancakes. As Eugene Grody always yells, not enough pancakes in this gym. Dylan Ogg gets a reversal on Franzi and ties that thing up 2-2. With the 13 seconds left to go in the first period. Wrestling on mat three, it's Frauerger of Southern Wells and Elmore of Union City. No score here in this match at 120, at 132. Loshi blocking off a double leg shot under five seconds. There'll be no further scoring. It'll be 0-0 going into the second period, which I think is a win for Brendan Sprunger, the sophomore who's yet to win a match. So the toss goes to Franzi, and Franzi defers. Og takes down. Og's made his way to a stand-up. Franzi's trying to trip him down, gets him back down to the mat. Took two tries, but to Og back up to his feet again. Franzi may just have to cut him, wrestle him on his feet here as Og's been to his feet three times pretty quick. Loshi starts the second period in the down position, stands up, turns in, and has an escape. So Loshi takes a 1-0 lead over Sprunger. If nothing else, AJ, teach your kids good hand fighting. He got on a just hand fighting. Franzi's still riding Aug down there with about a minute 20 left to go. As Aug comes to his feet, Franzi's going to try and get him tripped back down to the mat. He does, and Og gets a leg. Og's trying to spin around out of this here and get a reversal. Franzi does not want to give up to. Loshi has put Sprunger to his back, and he's pinned him. So Loshi wins by fall at 132 pounds. There he is. So he advances, and he will take on RJ, uh, AJ Heskett next round. Franzi... About to give up a reversal here. He's hanging on for dear life with 50 seconds left to go. And he's going to get caught in a reverse cradle here. The old farmer cradle, AJ. Got a head and an arm. Franzi's uh, fighting off his back. He gave up three near fall there. So Og's going to take a 7-2 uh, lead now. Rex, all he had to do was just cut him, get to his feet. He's trailing by one. He scored the first takedown. Now he's down by five. Underneath. Og running uh, some double wrist roll here, putting some pressure on. 20 seconds left to go. Franzi comes up to his base. In the center mat, it's Colton Bolenbacher wrestling against Caden Simpson from Bluffton and Bolenbacher with a quick takedown to lead that thing. And that is a match at 144 pounds. Franzi's going to trail by five going into period at number three here. It's going to be his choice position. He just got rode out for two minutes, and he takes neutral. Good call, coaching staff. Jaron Frauger from Southern Wells has a 4-1 lead over Elmore for Union City down here on mat number three, and that matches at 138. So Franzi starts third period on his feet with Aug. Both guys not going from a collar tie, reaching, trying to get something set up, a little wrist control here. There's a nice duck under by Aug. Franzi steps over, and Aug gets the takedown. 
Ogg's in good position to turn him here too. He's got his arm up under the throat, trying to lift that leg up to run a Turk on him, get him to his back. That's a 9-2 lead right now. As Ogg is getting some near fall right now as he has Franz on his back with a reverse half sunk pretty deep. These be big pinpoints for the Jets. Here's the fall. Your winner at 126 is Aug over Franzi. Winner by fall down here, Southern Wells wrestler. Frauerger gets the fall over Elmore. That is at 138 as well. So that first takedown didn't mean much, did it, Rex? <laughs> no. Let's see. 38, Frauerger. Frauger's a long word to write, AJ. Maverick Dubal from Adam Central is now up against, uh, oh, uh, I've pronounced this name before, Anna Manicato from Bluffton. No, Rex, I had Frogers in my class, and it was real simple. Just It was Frog. <laughs> frog, yeah. That's, uh, all the Frogers were Frogs. What a great family. Boltenbacher. Boltenbacher has a 5-2 lead over Simpson. And uh, now looks like Simpson has some uh, blood time. He's uh, trying to clean something up there. Coming up next for Belmont at 144 will be Jake Gruss of Norwell wrestling against Sam Warpert. Warpert's the number two seed in this weight class. He's 31 and four. A sophomore, and uh, Gross is a junior at six and fourteen. If you're just joining the broadcast here on YouTube, it's been a successful start to the morning for Belmont as they won all their matches with the exception of one at 126. Will Franz, he was defeated by an Adam Central wrestler. Everyone else has won their bout either by pin or by forfeit. Bollenbacher has a 5-2 lead over Simpson in the center mat here as uh, Ben Sprunger, or Benji as his father calls him, cleans up a little blood in the center mat there. Sprunger looks like he could still go and he's, wrestle in the senior division. You know that? He's he's rough and tough and ready. He's fit. You know, you can be a state champion, be a head coach, and your dad can still call you Benji, AJ. I know. <laughs> well, I don't know about being a state champion, Rex. Sam Wolpert up down here on mat number three as he's wrestling against Norwell's Jake Gruss, who has a 6-14 and 14 record. Wolpert, 31-4, and four favored in that match as Wolpert's in Wolpert. quick on a double. Yep, Wolpert's in on a nice double leg on the edge, and he's got the takedown on the edge of the mat. They go out of bounds. We'll go back to the center. Bullenbacher just got a reversal and put Simpson to his back, looking to get a fall here. Wolpert gives up the escape, puts the hands on the back, the optional start. The official has to tell the bottom wrestler he's going to start optional, which means he's not going to really get in a referee's position. Duck under by Wolpert, and they're on the edge of the mat, and he should have another takedown. Oh, Should. Should have. He did Keyword. have it, but the official didn't give it. Keyword, should. Shoulda, woulda, coulda. Yeah, Norwell wrestler was prepared to go back down. He knew he was taken down. 
Nathan Platner from South Adams wrestling against Max Byerly at 150 down on mat number one. You, know, you worry about that. When you see a call like that, it's pretty obvious. And one wrestler was in inbounds, the other one was out of bounds, and they don't give the takedown. AJ, interesting at 150 is uh, Cameron Clark could not come in. They inserted Jacob Robinson in, and Jacob Robinson, with his better record, gets the number one seed as the backup. I think uh, Belmont's 150-pounder has a real good opportunity to win that weight class. Yeah, Lugie pulled a uh, number two seed, so he's at the bottom half of the bracket. Bullenbacher working on a fall here on Sperger and there's uh, on Simpson, and there's the fall. So at 144, Bullenbacher advances as the number one seed. Sam Warford defends against a double-leg shot. Spins, goes behind, scores the takedown, and quickly gives up the escape. The score is 4-2 in favor of the Belmont wrestler, Sam Warford. They wrestle with 35 seconds remaining, period number one here. Wolpert now looks to front headlock, spins, goes behind, and has the takedown on the edge of the mat to make it 6-2. to two. So clearly superior on his feet, Wolpert wrestling against Jake Gross of Norwell. Small print, AJ. No kid. That's Gruss. Is it Gruss? Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> It is I, Jake, though. I, I called him gross numerous times, and Dane says it's Gruss. He said my dad works with a bunch of them up at Dana. So, Jake Gruss. Center mat, it's Tristan Cameron from Blackford wrestling against Jacob uh, Jason Landers from Jay County. That's a 144-pound match. First period will end. Gruss is trailing. Walpert, 6-2. The other half of that bracket across from Gruss and Walpert is Xander Schwartz from Adam Central. And he's wrestling against uh, Wilson from Union City. That'll be the opponent of the winner of this match. Start the second period on their feet. Walpert makes a leg attack, high crotch, head in their feet here. Eight to three is the score. Walpert of Belmont leading in this match of Gruss of Norwell. Walpert. Working forward, then spinning and going behind, and should have another takedown and does. 10 to 3. They're out of bounds, will go back to the center. At this point in time, if you've gotten five takedowns and you're clearly superior, I think it's time to start working for a fall. That's my opinion. Another double leg takedown. Wolper scores it. Now it's up 12 to 4. Now he's going to start working a cross-face series from top. Minute three to go, period number two. Cross of Norwell hanging on to Sammy's wrist, not letting go. Sam not unable to work any kind of cross-face series. Now Sam has got a wrist control of his own. Now he says, all right, we'll just go to our feet. If you're not going to wrestle me on the mat, we'll go to our feet. I'll give you an escape, and we'll, I'll score a takedown, which he does. That Byerly match is 4-3 uh, now with Platner trailing Byerly 4-3 at 150. There's an escape on the edge of the mat. We'll go back to the center. 20 seconds to go. The score is 14-6 in favor of Wolpert of Belmont. I'd like to thank the 65 people that are listening to us on WZBD Radio YouTube channel right now. Tuned in for the action this morning. Appreciate your listenership. 
Wolpert working around behind, spins, goes behind, has the takedown. 16 to six as we go into the final two minutes here at 144. This is the first round, the opening round of the Jay County sectional. Glad you could join us this morning. And remember, we're going to go to 92.7 <laughs> FM after this round is completed. And AJ, if you're out of town, uh, David Nathans did some good work and it's very easy to listen to 92.7 off your phone or your computer now as uh, fixed it. Nice little clip at the top says, listen now live, and it works just fine. Walpert gives up one more escape. That's number seven. Now he spins, goes behind. Nice little duck under, and he takes his opponent down to the mat. Has two, point, two more takedown points, 18 to seven. The number one seed at 50, Jacob Robinson, is wrestling a center mat. He has a 2-0 lead over Pearson Morgan of Bluffton. Scores 18 to eight now. Walpert hits a little arm drag, spins, goes behind, 20 to eight. Porter Nelson would be good there, or he's try to cowboy him over. 20 to eight, a minute 15 to go. Gruss is doing everything he can just not to get pinned. They're out of bounds, they'll go back to the center. Byerly's match versus Plattner down here starts the third period. Byerly has choice took down and Plattner cut him loose, put him up, so 5-3 is the score on mat number one down there. As uh, Plattner's in a nice single leg, got a low single leg, attacking that leg. He's trying to work his way around. Byerly's trying to counter out by reaching over the top, picking an ankle up on that inside. Not much there. Wolpert, another takedown. Now he's trapped an arm, looking for a near fall here. If he can get it, that would finish this match off. It's 22 to 9 right now. Gruss did a nice job of spinning through and not getting caught on his back. Yeah, make that 25 to 9. That'd be 16 points, so that should do it. I don't think they've got it right. I think it should be 23 to nine. Well, let's see. The score has a 25 to nine, and that is a tech fall. Rex math was better than the scorekeepers. <laughs> so Wolpert advances, and he'll take on a winner of Schwartz and Wilson. That bracket above him. And let's see where that match is at. It is not in the queue yet. Well, Plattner has uh, now trails seven to three over Byerly down there on mat number one as uh, Byerly just got warned for stalling for riding in top position with 35 seconds left to go. So Byerly at 150, working on a chance to advance to the next round. Mat number three down here, it's a Norwell wrestler versus a Union City wrestler, that's Luke Dryband from Norwell, the junior. Jacob Robinson in the center mat, scores a two point near fall. Now he has a four lead, four two lead, four O oh lead over Morgan from Bluffton. Byerly down there riding double legs, trying to get a stalemate there. Platinum reaches up, grabs the head. Five seconds left to go. That's going to do it. Byerly is going to advance for AC. He's going to go into the next round. That is at 150 pounds. Byerly is in the top half of the bracket right underneath Robinson, and he will take on a winner of Robinson and Pearson Morgan. The 
brings up Luganville on mat number one down there. He's going to wrestle against Sorg of Blackford, I believe. Yep. Robinson still has a 4-0 lead in the center match for Jay County. Luganville works for a collar tie, snaps his opponent down. Keeps a good pr head pressure on. Snap, hits a little fireman's carry, throws him right to his back. Threw him so hard he went right through that near fall situation. Luganville gets the takedown, hits a leg on the inside, takes him right over to that Wilson. Has him on his back working on a fall. Referee's down looking. Got a minute 36 to finish you off here. And there it is, Luganville with a win by fall. 28 seconds. So Lugie will advance to wrestle the winner of Dryband and Roth. And that match is right here under us here. Yeah. Dryband did not wrestle Luganville at the conference. He did not advance as far as Blake. That was a real nice fireman's carry. He hit off of a single leg. Dryband uh, in the dual meet against South Adams was uh, given a, uh, in a flagrant. He won by a flagrant misconduct when his opponent apparently bid him, and that match went on uh, to be very critical as Norwell comes storming back on South Adams, beats him 34-31 in that match. So a tech fall win by Wolpert at 144, a pin win by Blake Luganville at 150. Next up for Belmont will be number one seed Gavin Davis, the junior who is undefeated on the year at 19 and 0. He will be wrestling against Hayden Eisen of Jay County, a freshman. Belmont has dropped one match here so far this morning. Strength of Belmont's lineup obviously starts at about 144 and then all the way up through heavy. Their sophomore heavyweight, they being Belmont, much improved this year, but he's going to have a very tough weight class if he's going to finish in the top four here today. And I'm talking about Grady Baker. He's 18 and 14 in the sophomore. His first match is going to be senior Connors uh, Speck of Jay County. Who is it? Nine and nine. There are some really good heavyweights in this area, AJ. We saw that in the NE8 conference and the ACAC conference. The two of the best eight, uh, wrestlers in the uh, Fort Wayne Semi-State, ranked number one uh, and three, I think, are from on the NE8. And then other, like, two, three, and four are on the ACAC, and Johnny Cruz and, and Worm. And then the, um, the young man uh, from uh, DeKalb is really tough. New Haven's got a good guy in there. Uh, Leo's got a really strong man in there. I think Leo guy was the, was the uh, NE8 champion, I think. Well, I'll tell you in a second here, Rex. I got it. Coleman, I think. The Coleman brothers. You know what, Rex? Uh, I didn't get the final result between Coleman and Hartle Road of DeKalb. I think uh, Coleman beat him. Now, Coleman, they're both sophomores. Coleman's got one loss on the year, had one loss. Harder Road had three, 22 and three. We'll look that up. And You know, the times of these little small uh, heavyweights is kind of over, AJ. All of these guys that we're talking about are full-size, 180, 
275, big, strong, athletic kids in very, very good shape. Uh, Johnny Cruz is one of the one of those biggest heavyweights we've seen in a long time, and uh, he uh, manhandled uh, Zach Worm for a 3-0 win for the AC, AC title. Haven't had a chance to see Cruz wrestled yet this year. I'm anxious to see him as uh, as well as the 113-pounder for Bluffton. He's another tear on the map. That's uh, Levi Johns. 157, Brody Lewis of Bluffton has Aiden McJury of Norwell on his back. Got to take down and just turn him. Lewis at 157. I think Lewis is the two seed in that 157. Let me see here. Nope. Isaiah Myers is. is the two seed. Yeah, Lewis is the three seed. Gavin Davis on the top. He'll be wrestling against uh, Hayden Ionson of Jay County at 157. Is it Ison? I think it's Ison. I-S-O-N, yeah. Aiden Ison. And I did not see, let me go back and check on that Robinson match. Yeah, Robinson at 150 was your winner, so that is who Byerly will wrestle at 150 from Jay County. Go back and update the 144-pound uh, bracket here. I don't have that one updated yet. West Somerset is wrestling down there on mat number one. So at 144, it's uh, Bullenbacher versus Landers. And Xander Schwartz, who missed his match, he pinned uh, Wilson from Union City in a minute 31. So it's Xander Schwartz versus Wolpert in the bottom half of the bracket. How are we doing for team scores right now? Have they got anything updated? Uh, it was 20, 28-21. I'm central on top last time I looked. I will check that as soon as I update this 138-pound bracket. So at 138, it's Tony Wood versus Mann. It's uh, Frauger versus Mav Dubaugh as Dubaugh defeated um, young wrestler from Bluffton in a minute 30. So Dubaugh advances. Dubaugh is the number two seed. Gavin Davis down here below us on mat number one, getting ready to go. <clears throat> Davis is a junior, undefeated on the air, 19-0. And Davis in on a double leg, takes his opponent right to his back, puts in a half Nelson, trying to finish this thing quick. He scores a near fall, now gives up an escape. So Davis up 4-1, and another takedown, and now a tilt for Davis. Davis has a 6-1 and a pin off that tilt. That's hard to pin on, but he pinned him with a tilt. So Davis, a quick pin, first period pin. Gavin Davis is in the semis. So, A.J., every second that you don't wrestle is an opportunity not to injure that shoulder, correct? I, that, he, that's exactly <laughs> what he's doing. Yeah. I mean, he doesn't want to mess around. He, he wants to get him over with as quick as he can. You see... Sammy Wolpert, you know, taking guys down 12 times to get 24 points, and that's not how Davis operates. Takes you down once, maybe twice, and let's finish this thing. Duke Myers wrestling as a Southern Wells wrestler quickly in on a takedown. He gets a takedown, scores at 2-0, runs a cross-face cradle. He's wrestling against Chase Boxel from Southern Wells, and he runs a uh, bundle, just takes him right to his back. He's getting near fall points here. Fox is doing a good job going side to side, and Duke's starting to tighten it up here, and there's the fall. 
So Mr. Davis, Mr. Myers. 20, 22 not, seconds. Not much time on the mat here. As Duke is number one seed at 165 as uh, Cody Cox from Norwell, the number two seed on the bottom half of the bracket. And they wrestled in the finals of the NE8, and Duke came within a takedown of Tech falling. Duke doesn't have a lot of competition today, but that changes next week as uh, a young man from York, a Delta, who beat him in the dual match, will be there along with a pretty good wrestler from, what, Daleville? Uh, I'm not sure about that, but um, Matt Heiser with a fall down there. Heiser, the three seed, gets a fall over Chris Kramer of Bluffton, so, Bluffton, so Heiser advances, and he'll take on the winner of Cody Cox and uh, on the bottom bracket down there. Get that name here in a second. Somerset, I believe, was a winner in his match. We look at that bracket at 165. That weight class really went through quickly, AJ. Well, they separated the wheat from the chaff, so to speak, as uh, in wrestling, the seeds are determined by the best record or how you've done against common opponents, and they're split up into both sides of the bracket. And then the rest of the wrestlers are, get a blind draw, but they're going to wrestle someone who is seated, <coughs> so someone who has a better record than they have or someone who has beaten them earlier. So normally in the first round, your seated wrestlers do advance. They, they're, they're wrestling in competition that is not quite as good as they are. Good-looking freshman for South Adams at 165 West Somerset uh, advances with a fall in 314 over Isaiah Chamley from... Uh, Blackford, and uh, that will be the opponent of Duke Myers for the next match. I believe uh, Duke Tech falled Mr. Somerset in the dual meet. And in the center mat now, that brings up the talented young uh, wrestler from South Adams at 157 in Isaiah Meyer. Let's see what other matches we have going here. Max Carr is wrestling on mat number three down here. At 175, and he's wrestling against Felix Cruz of Union City. Caden Roth of Union City is the opponent for Myers here at 157. On mat number one down there, it's Cody Cox wrestling against Plessinger from Union City. And Cox will be the uh, opponent of Matt Heiser if he can advance through Plessinger here. Plessinger had to win his first round match over uh, Chase Boxel from Southern Wells to advance to this round. Nice little duck under to a uh, knee pull by Mr. Meyer. As a uh, normal wrestler down there, Cody Cox is your winner. He advances by a fall over Plessinger. So he's going to be the opponent of Matt Heiser next round at 165. 157, let's see if we have those brackets updated. Mr. Davis advanced on the top of that bracket. Meyer having no trouble at all here at 157 in his match. He's just about ready to finish it with a pin, and he does. So Isaiah Meyer, the sophomore, now with 20 nine wins on his record against only two losses as he is anticipating a, a return matchup with Gavin Davis of Belmont in the finals. Let's see. 
Xavier's coming up. Rex on the middle mat. Palacios of Belmont wrestling at 175, the number one seed. And I can tell you that Mr. Palacios enjoys Taco Bell after his matches because I run into him there about three times in a row now. <laughs> He's underway. You got it. All right, here we go. And who is Palacios' opponent there? Rex, don't recognize. Blackford, I believe. Don't recognize the uniforms. That is Carter Klaus of Blackford. It's a 13 and 9 junior. Xavier stops him out front with a front headlock. Working to go out to the side. Goes around behind. Has the opening takedown. So Xavier scores the first takedown. Leads it 2-0 and locks up a cradle. Surprise, surprise. And it's a tight cradle. And he's got him pinned in a lapse time of 21 seconds. You know, I, I talked to... Now, we, make that 31 seconds. We talked about Xavier's strength. I talked to Henry uh, Kukohan the other day after uh, this tournament and uh, he said Xavier has crazy strength he said he, he doesn't look strong but he said he's like just grabbing a tree he's just so incredibly strong you know he doesn't look overly strong I mean he's not all bulked up or anything but they said he just has crazy mad strength and you know what he's proud of his work with his poultry in the 4-H. I talked to him about poultry in the 4-H after the tournament on last Saturday. He was a grand champion and reserve grand champion both. He said his father and his grandfather both help him out, but uh, that's where he shines when it comes to 4-H gold ribbons. I'd like to Blue get ribbons. close to him and get some of those fresh farm-raised chicken eggs. Those are the best. Those uh, nice, hard, high-protein yolks, unlike the ones you get at the supermarket. We got another Belmont wrestler, Cole Mendez, coming up. And he will be facing a South Adams wrestler, Thompson. Joaquin Flores at 175 from Jay County was just a winner by fall over Luke Ballman in a quick match. That's at 175. So Joaquin Flores of Jay County, your winner. Adam Central 61, Belmont 55 and a half, Jay County 40, South Adams 38 is the current team score. Little lateral drop by Mendez. Hangs on to that arm. Trying to get some near fall points off of that. If he, can jump, if he jumps off to the side and put a half Nelson in. Jump out. Get off the legs. So Mendez scores the opening takedown. And now reaches up for the head. If he can straighten that arm out. Yeah, he's got that nice tight half Nelson now. It took his time. Got his chest down, and it's only a matter of time now. This is A.J. Thompson from South Adams that he's wrestling. 3 and 10 senior. Cole Mendez. He said, uh, I, I'm going to start just as fast as I did in the conference tournament last week. I said, no, Cole, don't do that. He, he knows he was kind of a slow starter last week. but Max Carr with a 5-0 lead over Felix Cruz of Union City down here, and that matches at 175. Mendez. Did not score any near fall points, and his opponent got off his back nicely. And now with an escape, the score is two to one. So this is still a match. I thought Mendez would have that tight enough he could finish it, but he did not. Keep in mind, folks, when this round ends, we're going to flip the switch and send it back for some commercials. And then uh, Steve Gagel running aboard for us this morning will go to 92.7, and you'll be on the FM airwaves for the rest of the day then, but uh, we thank you for tuning in here on our YouTube channel. And this just gives us, AJ, another platform to uh, bring every possible sport to you that we can here on WZBD. End of the first period, scores two to one. Mendez over Thompson. 
Thompson hung in there tough there in that period. He was looked like he was going to get put to his back after losing the opening takedown, but A.J. fought it off, and now it's uh, Thompson chooses in the down position to start this second period. Mendez reaches across for the far arm, the near leg. They're on the edge of the mat. Mendez continues to pull that arm up. It's a tilt, basically a corkscrew is what it is. And Mendez has put him to his back this time. Cole stayed right with it. Now he works his chest down, chest to chest. It looks like he's pretty well stuck from here, right there. Official, come on, right there. Waiting for the call, and there it is. Nothing changed, but uh, finally our official decided, yep, Josh Howard said that's good enough. So Cole Mendez wins by fall, and he's in the semifinals where he's going to have a difficult match against a very good Bryce Wink, who's got one loss on this season. That was a good match between Wink and Curry. Everybody look forward to that match at DACAC, and Curry with a late takedown on the edge of the mat. Uh, Gains a 4-3 victory over Wink, giving him his first loss of the season. Uh, Curry with a few losses because they wrestled against Avon and some other schools. Had some pretty top-notch wrestlers, so Curry comes in with the number one seed as the head-to-head uh, -head win over Wink. As we look across the uh, old board here, it's uh, Traven Freeze of Bluffton trails Zach Wilson to Norwell at 190, and that is a 6-1 match. And I think that that's the top half of the bracket. Keegan uh, Martin's up, Rex, wrestling a Blackford wrestler, Caden Mills. Martin with a quick snap down and go behind, and he scores the opening takedown. Keegan is ranked third in the state and second in our semi-state, so go figure. Martin <laughs> looking for a quick fall here as he's working an arm bar series and a facelift. He's got his opponent turned to his back. Josh Howard has counted off three near fall. That's five uninter uninterrupted seconds, easy for me to say, and there's a pin call in a lapse time of 31 seconds. So Belmont doing a lot of pinning here in this round. Martin... Runs his record now to 36 and one. Eli Benning wrestling against Chris Castaneda from Bluffton down here at 175. That will be the um, bottom half of the bracket to take on Flores. And I need to check and see, I think Max Carr won his match. Let me double check that. Yeah, Carr was a winner over Cruz, so Palacios will wrestle against Carr in that, that second round match. Castaneda trails Benning four to zero right now, and Castaneda has some blood they need to fix here. We've made our way to, uh, we're still at 215 in the center mat. It's Jay County's Alan Ortiz. He's a 10th grader, 18 and six, and he's wrestling against senior Lucas Garrett from Bluffton. <clears throat> Stay tuned here as we're, we'll be flipping the switch here shortly. 
to uh, go to WZBD um, uh, 92.7 FM. <clears throat> Traven Fries of Bluffton trails Wilson from Norwell 10-2 on map number one. Ortiz and Garrett just started here. Castaneda once again trails Benning at 175 on the bottom mat down here on mat number 3-4-0. That match has just ended the first period. And AJ with this opportunity is uh, no local wrestlers up right now. I want to see if I make sure I get this right here. I'll play a couple commercials here. We're back with uh, more wrestling on WZBD YouTube channel. When you're doing new construction or remodeling and you need drywall, the name to call is Paul Baker Drywall. Paul Baker Drywall does championship caliber work and gives you free estimates. Paul uses all the latest styles for your approval and his work is always guaranteed. Give Paul a call today at 701-4388. That's 701-4388. When it's time for drywall, use the best Paul Baker Drywall. Hey, it's me. Well, you from the future. Let's talk budget. Gas prices are going up. You blew your budget buying groceries, and here comes your bill for car insurance. Now, that's one bill you can control when you choose Erie Insurance. Do your future self a favor and ask about rate lock from Erie. The only thing going down is the waistline on our jeans. Yep, low rise are back in again. Ugh. Your Erie agent in Adams County is John Kintz Insurance. Go to ERIEinsurance.com for company licensure and product details. When you need building materials, you need Arnold Lumber, 425 Winchester Street Indicator, featuring lumber in a wide choice of sizes, plus doors, windows, roofing, and more. Whether it's a complete new home or remodeling, a new deck or deck repair, a new kitchen or a kitchen update, whether it's an erected or materials-only garage or pull barn package featuring quality metal, free professional designs and estimates, Arnold Lumber provides it all. Open 7 to 5, Monday through Thursday, till 4.30 on Friday and 11.30 on Saturday. Welcome back to our WZBD YouTube channel. Expert along with AJ Calvert. As we look across the uh, boards here, and see who all is wrestling. I uh, apologize for that. I had a wrong one in there. I want to make sure that Dr. Carla Grody at 312 2nd Street, uh, Monroe Street Indicator, one of our fine sponsors. I go in there and get my back adjusted on a regular basis. Stop in to see Dr. Carla Grody for all your chiropractic needs. I remember when Dr. Carla was working for our family at the at the drive-in movie theater, and she was told me that she was going to go to chiropractic school, and uh, she's made a, a terrific career out of that. She's the, one of the best in the area. I was fortunate to live next to her and our buddy Roger Boldemeyer on uh, Madison Street, and I'd be out mowing the yard, and she goes, you're out of alignment, and she'd throw me down in the front yard and <laughs> readjust me. She's like, I could see her hips are out, and so it was always nice to have a chiropractor in her pocket. Other people we'd like to thank today are Rebecca Cochran, CPA at 165 North 2nd Street. My tax papers are starting to come in. I'm gathering up to get those off to uh, Rebecca Cochran. And uh, Johnson Auto Sales at uh, corner of Adams and 13th Street Decatur, where you can drive a quality vehicle for less. And then also head of the Curb Driving Academy, where you can get your young drivers on the road and driving safely. They are located in the business mall on 11th Street. Belmont has won 11 of 12 matches here this morning. 
as their only loss was at 126 pounds. Mr. Will Franzi was defeated by a young man from Adams Central that decisioned him when they wrestled in a dual match this year. And today, Franzi was defeated by fall. Belmont with a lot of quick pins. They weren't on the mat very long. Rex between Davis and Palacios and Myers um, and uh, Keegan Martin. They didn't wrestle any of the four of them more than 30 seconds. AJ, right now it looks like it's turned into a two-horse race here with Adam Central on top, 75 to Belmont's uh, 69 and a half. Jay County back at 47. So I think those top two, Adam Central, Belmont, are gonna going to start to sprint for the finish line here and uh, pull away from the pack. Yeah, there's no surprise there. The more quality kids, and AC has got maybe a little bit better depth in all the weight classes, but Belmont's best kids, I think, are going to be champions here today, and that will make the difference. But we'll see. They have to wrestle it out. AC could be have a championship at 190. They could have a championship at heavyweight. They could have a championship down low with some of their light lightweights. Uh, Georgian has an opportunity, as does Dubal. So it'll be fun. Glad we could be here for you and uh, stay with us. As, again, it won't be long. We'll be going over to 92.7 FM if you're now listening on the YouTube channel. A couple of matchups here in the semifinals involving Belmont and Adam Central wrestlers. At 150, Blake Luganbill has a rematch with Max Byerly. He defeated Byerly 13-3 in the duel in December. And at 175, Xavier Palacios will be wrestling Max Carr. And Xavier pinned Carr in four minutes in the duel match. So the advantage to Belmont in those two. But a lot of wrestling to be contested here. Trying to get it all set up for our uh, transition here over to 92.7. Make sure we have everything all lined up with Steve Gagel, who's going to take over and run the board for us. To recap some of the earlier matches for the Belmont squad. Trevor Curry with a quick fall. I blinked and missed it. Yeah, I, missed, <laughs> I missed it, too. Ben Mills won by fall in his match with Contreras of Union City. That brings up uh, Keegan Bloom at 215 here for AC on that number three at Lewis. Alan Ortiz uh, is uh, ahead of Lucas Garrett, 7-3 now in that match. Caden Burcott of uh, Southern Wells, the opponent of Keegan Bloom, as Bloom quickly gets a takedown on Burcott. And uh, in that center mat, it's uh, Ortiz has Garrett on his back working for a fall. Ethan Michaels of Norwell has a 4-1 lead over Brian, Rock, Brian Roll from South Adams down there. That's a 215-pound match. 215, I think Michaels on the bottom half of the bracket from Norwell. Yeah, he, he's number three seed. He'll wrestle the winner of Bloom. And that is Bloom as Bloom wins by fall. Bloom advances over Burcott.
as uh, Martin as the top half, and he will take on the winner of Ortiz and Garrett, and that was Ortiz, so Martin will wrestle Ortiz next round. And Ethan Michael of uh, Norwell just defeated Brian Roll. So Michael advances. Now the big guys. You know, Southern Wells has got a good heavyweight, Rex. He, uh, I think he's probably their best wrestler. He just scored an opening takedown here. That's Peyton Long. And Peyton is the number three seed. Oh, that's a, you don't want to shoot a double leg on Cruz. Cruz just snapped him down and scored the opening takedown. That's the Bluffton heavyweight who has no losses on the year. And Cruz has got him buried. There's nothing up, Mr. Official. He's buried. I'm laughing because the situation did not change one iota from the time Cruz turned him into his back and stuffed him on his back. <laughs> and an official took 30 seconds looking at it to decide to call the pin. Down there on mat number one, as this rounds out, is uh, Mr. Zach Worm as uh, Juan Cruz advances. Connor Specht. And Grady Baker now wrestling here in mat number two. Speck is a senior, Baker a sophomore. We've talked about the improvement Baker's made over the course of the season. Had a chance to talk to him a little bit this morning and he's anxious to see what he can do against some of these big lads. As they pummel in the middle of the mat. Grady's made a living pummeling and trying to snap his opponents down, wearing them out a bit. Really doesn't have much of a leg attack. Now, off an underhook, he could work a single leg snatch without going to the mat. Zach Worm, a winner by fall down there in the bottom half of the bracket. So they are doing the heavyweight dance here. Speck and Worm. See Peyton Long advanced over Boxel down there. Did uh, Long beat Boxel? I did not see it. Okay. As soon as this match with Grady and Mr. Speck is done, we will turn off YouTube, and it'll take us a few minutes to get back to 92.7, so stay with us there. We'll transition through. No score. 50 seconds to go in this first period. Speck has been a little bit more of the aggressor, trying to work some underhooks, and neither wrestler has made any kind of leg attack at all. Baker trying to snap Speck down, get his level down, get him to the mat, and then spin and go behind. But Connor Speck doing a nice job of staying in balance and on his feet, hips up underneath him, and continuing to pummel. 15 seconds, no score here, period one. Time will run out. 
And let's see who's going to win. Whoever wins the toss should take down immediately and score first. There's the flip. And it comes up to Baker. And Speck. Now it must have been Speck that won the toss because he's taken down. I didn't see him defer. Baker sets up on the opposite side. Connor Speck being ridden with a deep waist, near arm. Baker has stopped the first move. Grady is, has a leg hooked. Keeping good pressure on the hips. Connor Speck not doing much underneath there to, to move to score to try to even get up off his, off his belly. Baker works a half Nelson. Jumps out to the side. Now comes back around. Still riding the right side. 40 seconds elapsed here in this two-minute second period. Baker now working a, a deep waist and a near arm. Now Baker tries it a side cradle. Puts his head in the side. Looking to turn Connor over, but can't do it. Speck flattens out on his stomach on the mat. Now Baker with a power half Nelson. Jumping side to side. Now a good cross face. Now Grady going to try to work a corkscrew off of that, but he can't, can't turn him with it. So now Baker continuing to keep pressure on. 45 seconds left. Period number two. Speck of Jay County started in the down position. Has been unable to basically get off his stomach. Baker keeping him flat. Baker continuing to, to ride on top and try to turn. Can't get called for stalling when you're putting half Nelsons in and looking to cradle. Could call the bottom man for stalling. He's not doing much at all. This official, I've not seen him make a stall call all day. 15 seconds left. Baker will have choice in the third period. So right now, he just needs to ride this thing out into the sunset, make sure Connor doesn't score in this, in this period. Baker hits him in, in the mouth with another good cross face, and time's out. Now it's Baker's choice. That had to be stalled. Did you see any of that, Rex? I, I didn't see any activity. No, yes, I, I did not see any activity. I mean, that had to be a stall warning on the bottom man. Baker now a tripod quick stand-up. He's to his feet, and he's got his escape. So Baker has a 1-0 lead. So Baker can just pummel, continue to force the action here, snap his opponent down, force Connor Speck to have to shoot a takedown. Baker fakes the shot. And they're going to do a heavyweight dance here, but Connor Speck of Jay County needs to make an attack or counter an attack by Grady Baker. And I don't think Grady's going to get himself out of position here. He's improved so much this year, AJ. It sounds like a broken record, but we've talked about that all year long. You know, he's, he's got the most improved here for the Braves team. Down to a minute 10 to go in the match. Baker has a 1-0 lead. Now Baker reaches up for the head. I don't know what he's got there. I don't know what. Front headlock. Now he snaps Speck down, spins, goes behind, and has a takedown. A 3-0 lead for Grady Baker. 
So Baker with 45 seconds left in this bout has a 3-0 lead. Counterspect of Jay County from the bottom position has not been able to get back to his feet. Baker continues to pummel on top. He's uh, keeping pressure on, tr trying to work that near arm and pull it back. Now a side cradle attempted by Grady. Speck flattens out. About the only thing Speck could do is roll him through if, if Baker puts a half Nelson and turns him. But I don't think Grady's going to go for that. Under 10 seconds now. This is going to go to Grady Baker of Belmont. He's going to win this. The sophomore defeats the senior. Final score in this one is 3-0. I'd like to thank you for staying tuned here for WZBD YouTube channel. And we're going to take this right to the uh, 92.7 during our transition here on WZBD YouTube channel. High crotch to a double by Mills, and he's in tough on the takedown. He should have it, and he does. Curtis wrestling at Silas Wink. These are one-minute first periods. One of the few times this year that Ben Mills has got a physical advantage on his opponent. Curtis with a nice little duck under for the takedown on Wink. He leads 2-0 with 20 seconds left to go. Mills has worked a cross-face cradle. He has his opponent counting lights here with 15 seconds in this first period. See if he can get that inside shoulder down. Official's taking a good look. Now we're looking at it from the backside. Three seconds. And doesn't get the call. So it goes to the second period with Mills leading 5-0. Curtis leads after one period at 2-0. And they're going to start the 106-pound match on their feet here. A switch attempted by Curtis. Doesn't convert it starting down. Curtis starts from the down position of his match. No real first move. Snap down, go behind for Mills, and he has a takedown to go up 7-0. Curtis being ridden, the tight waist and a wrist roll here. He's trying to fight his way up. Minute 26 left to go in that second period. Another cradle locked up by Mills of Belmont. Getting 7-0 here. He's got a minute and 12 seconds in the second period. And I don't see what's up, official. Do you see what's up? What's up? What's up, brother? Make a call here. Inside shoulder, maybe. Well, the official can't see it. Curtis just got turned to his back and got a one count against him, but did not give up a near fall. Well, a three-point near fall for Ben. Makes it 10-0. Curtis has the lead, but he's getting pummeled on top here. Kid's running a real tough arm bar and a half Nelson. Curtis needs to come up and get out of there. Get your head up and out. Come out behind. 15 seconds left in that second period. Curtis still with a 2-0 <coughs> lead. Mills has taken his opponent to his back one more time. With 10 seconds to go in the second period. 
Now the official can see that half Nelson a little bit better. And both matches ended approximately within a second of one another. So Curtis is going to be in a top position as uh, Wink takes down. Wink's got a 2-0 lead, right? No, Curtis with a 2-0 lead. Mills with a 13-0 lead. So what's Curtis going to do? Going to let him go maybe and just work for another takedown? I don't know. Nope, he doesn't let him go. Trying to run a spiral ride. Now he's trying to hit that Wilson. Right back, and he oh catches him on his shoulder. Just about got a near fall. Mm -hmm. He's going to run it again. Lift that near leg and pull him through. And if nothing else, you just take that bundle, taking his back. Should have him bundled up right there. Mills is your winner by tech fall. You got to lift hard now. Come on, Curtis. Runs him out of bounds. No change. So Mills will wrestle wrestlers down on mat number one down there. That's uh, Adam Central wrestler on Carr, Miles Carr. Oh, false start on whistle. Nobody's fault. Don't let them start over again in the Curtis match with a minute 24 left to go here. Curtis tries to break, break Wink down. Nice run at Wilson. He caught him on his back. Oh, look like his side. Man, he, he flipped over, had him on his back, and he flipped back just that quick. Official could not get a count. As Curtis trying to run a far side half here. He's doing a good job of controlling him. He's got a minute to go here. He's got a 2-0 lead. Keep active. He's going to get Don't rolled get roll. here. And he comes up on a leg and gives up nothing. Just about give up the uh, reversal. Give him escape if nothing else. Try to get him out of bounds. He's going to give up one here. He's going to give up nothing. Comes back in Palmer Cradle, maybe. Got a front headlock here. The official has not changed control here. Curtis is going to hang on and hit a little monkey roll and catch him on his side and catch a half. So Curtis almost gave up the reversal, and he comes up on top. And he's getting near fall here. He's got a two for sure. He's got a three for sure. He's got three earned. Lock it up. Pinpoints would be good here. Referee's got three in the pocket here. He's got 22 seconds left to finish him off and get the extra pinpoints. And there it is. Ooh, nice job, Ethan Curtis. A couple extra points for Belmont here in the consolation round. Same thing for Ben Mills as he gets a point and a half, I believe, for tech fall. Jean-Paul's up in the middle. And he is wrestling. He is wrestling a Parker Nash of Bluffton. Loshi versus Nash. And that's just getting started here. Loshi with an underhook. Now they break apart. So the Belmont wrestlers that have been put into the consolation round into the wrestlebacks have been winning. And they need to continue that. Adam Central's having a great tournament themselves. And Jay County not doing too bad either. Oh, nice heel pick by Nash, and Loshi's taken down. So Loshi gives up the opening escapes, or takedown, I should say. Tries to sit out on his hip, gets caught. Back in pretty good referee's position now. We're down under 10 seconds to go. You can't switch if, they, if you don't clear that near arm. 
Though she stands up, broken back down. And this period will end 2-0 in favor of the bluffing wrestler, Nash. You can squidge, AJ, just not successfully. Yeah, well, you can try it. <laughs> I just hate to see those kids that switch over the back or switch and don't take their arm with them. And it's like, man, just the little things to, to do it right. Parker Nash is a freshman with a losing record coming in here today. Ethan Kurt, I mean, I mean, Loshi, Kevin is a senior. He needs to show some of that man strength here. A Gramby roll, and he's out. Pretty good Gramby there the back, Kevin. He didn't spend a week at Gramby camp like <laughs> you did, Rex. He should have. You're right. Everybody should. High crotch. Loshi driving through it. He's got the takedown. So after losing the opening takedown with a heel pick, Loshi has scored an escape and a takedown and leads 3-2 to two here, and he's looking to lock up a cradle, trying to figure out how to turn him so he can keep him in bounds. Now his opponent's got his arm through. You want to force him out of bounds here, Loshi. Gosh, dang it, you're going to give up a reversal. Or give him a reversal. He did. 4-3, to three, Loshi trails Nash of Bluffton. That's frustrating. You're on the edge of the mat like that. You just take him out. No, nothing's going to change. We'll get away from giving ones to the two. Loshi working to get to a base now. Trailing by a point. 55 seconds to go. Second period. Loshi to his feet. Trip back down. Kind of keep your feet moving, Rex. You know, you get to your feet, spread your feet apart, keep them moving. Don't let that guy just trip you right to the mat. And they call it potentially dangerous. And long seasoning, them, hip, them feet get heavy this time of year, AJ. Rex, looks like we got another Belmont wrestler down here on mat number one. Is that? That's Franzi. Franzi? <clears throat> I will tell you who he's wrestling here in a second. Norwell wrestler at 126, and he did not see him at the conference tournament. It's either pro or I think it's pro. I believe you're right. Quick stand up by Loshi. Now he sits out, turns. Went about, just about got caught on his back. Did not grab the head. And now Frazzi's been lost the opening takedown and trails 2-0. Loshi trails 4-3 here with 18 seconds left in this second period. Also wrestling Jackson Bingham from Adams Central has a 10-4 lead over Jed Logan of Bluffton down here, and that matches at 132. Loshi hurt. Uh, taking some, some injury time there. Might have uh, got hit in the netherworld. He's holding on to the bottom of his, bottom of his uh, hamstring. I got popped in the hammy. We'll see what uh, cure technique they use here to resolve it. But uh, Franzi. Has gained an escape, so he trails pro two to one. As they start the second period down there, Franzi's in the top position. Pro tries to stand up, hits a little roll over the top. Franzi's gonna hang on to him. Crack uh, training staff and uh, Deanna Myers down there to make sure she takes care of him. Pro stands up, tries to turn in. Franzi's gonna take that Wilson, try and put him down, and gives up an reversal. Goes from almost turning him to giving up the. Reversal as he gets a little bit too high, so 4-1's the score. His pro leads over uh, Franzi down there. 
Bingham has an 11 to 4 lead now down here. Loshi's ready to go here. Loshi trails 4-3. Two minutes to go in the match. Nash will take the bottom position. Loshi's going to start. Optional start and probably cutting. And he does. Hadn't had much success on his feet with this kid, but he's going to wrestle him on his feet. Final two minutes, trailing five to three. Headlock attempted by Nash. Loshi stops it, and they're out of bounds. <clears throat> Pro just slammed Franzi down there on his shoulder. Starting injury time. Didn't get the slam call. Franzi's trying to shake it off, talking to the senior referee here today. Oh, front headlock series now by Loshi. He's good with this. But Nash gets the arm out, so they remain neutral. They're back to their feet. Nash, the Bluffton wrestler, has a two-point lead, 5-3 with a minute 20 to go in the match. Only a ninth grader. They're out of bounds. They go back to the center. Franzi continues to wrestle and has a takedown. Loshi trails by a takedown, makes a bad leg attack, doesn't penetrate. Nash blocks him off. Nash has a front headlock of his own. <clears throat> and there's that throw that Loshi knows how to do, that counter move, that Russian move off a front headlock. I saw him do it once this year. He just did it again, and he's going to score a takedown and a near fall with it. Some crazy Russian move that when a guy puts a front headlock on you, you throw him with it. It's a, it's a, it's a lat drop. Yep. You take the arm, reach up, grab the lat. Well, Loshi now has an 8-5 to five lead. If he doesn't get reversed to his back, he's going to be in pretty good shape here. Down to the final 15 seconds. They stand up. Loshi comes up with him. And there's the escape. There's eight seconds left. The Bluffton wrestler tries a headlock, doesn't get it. And a takedown for Loshi. That should clinch it. Loshi's going to win this thing on that lap drop. Final score, 10 to 6. Wow. A buddy of mine from Goshen was a year older than me, Paul Bryan. Wrestled at Southwestern Michigan. They showed that to me. And he was a, a little guy, like a 105-pounder. He was real big, strong in chest. And he'd just take that arm when a guy has an underneath. You just reach up, cross, drop the lap, and you take your leg, and you throw your leg to your side and hit like a little set-out with it. And there's so much leverage in it. It feels so uncomfortable to get on top. You don't know you're getting thrown in it. No. Nash did not know he was getting thrown. And, <laughs> oh, she made it work. He stays alive. Now, winning this match, Rex, does that guarantee you anything? I mean, do you now have a he's chance to wrestle for third and fourth? He'll wrestle for third and fourth? Yeah, he'll wrestle the uh, winner of Peterson and Fotick. And right now, down on mat number three down here, it's Grant Nunley trails Dylan Aug of Adams Central 2-0. And uh, Franzi is trailing Pro 10-3, but Franzi gets a takedown or reversal. And uh, now he trails 10-5 with about 44 seconds left to go. 
He's going to run, try and run a cradle, take that Wilson, and Pro takes, tries to roll, and Franz is going to catch him in a bundle. Almost took him to his back with it. Got to keep going. Got to keep trying that again. So, uh, as uh, Pro stands up, and uh, Franz takes him out of bounds. So the loser of this match will wrestle for fifth and sixth. I believe so. And the winner will wrestle for third and fourth. Yep. And uh, Coach uh, Ferrote thinks that uh, the official and the table weren't talking, and uh, somebody missed some points here. He thinks he may have an extra two. <clears throat> now it's 24 seconds left on the clock. He's running out of time, his old Will. Franzi is a junior, and uh, so is Pro. These guys trying to battle back, see if they can advance to the regionals next week. Stand-up turn-in by Pro. Franzi's got to scramble out of this, and uh, Pro's got a standing reversal here. Now, Pro's got a splatal locked up. He's just going to hang on to that and ride this thing out. So with seven seconds left to go, Pro of Norwell is going to defeat Franzi and send Franzi down into the wrestle back for fifth and six. I didn't have that written out right. So we've got Mills wrestling for third place. We got Curtis wrestling for third place. And we've got Ferrote wrestling for first place. Franzi would be wrestling for fifth. Loshi will be wrestling for third place. Nobody at 138. Wolpert wrestling for first. Lugabill wrestling for first. Davis wrestling for first. Myers wrestling for first. Pelosios wrestling for first. Mendez still will be in the wrestlebacks. He'll have to win another match to get into that third and fourth place bout. Martin will be wrestling for first. And at heavyweight, Baker will have to win another match to wrestle for third and fourth. Let's see who else is wrestling here. We got South Adams wrestling Southern Wells down here. We've got M Central wrestler winning down here. That on this mat number three down here is Dylan Aug. He's gonna take a nine, gonna take a 10-0 lead in the third period as he's defeating Nunley of Bluffton. On mat number one down there is Wyatt Mann of South Adams as a takedown against Gavin Elmore. And he has a 2-0 lead in that match. Aug comes to his feet, works for escape. Turn in and get a reversal out of this here. Close to getting a two-point reversal. Just about have my Consolation bracket updated here, AJ. We're going to take a break here after this round for lunch. Come back and wrestle the finals and the consolations. Uh, They'll wrestle that. everything at one time, yep. first and second, third, fourth, fifth, and sixth. Got to give these officials a chance to catch their breath and get something to eat. Not to mention the broadcasters. 
And uh, our buddy Nat Wood, a sometimes WZBD reporter, uh, usually has a good friend of his that caters. And for the ace, for the uh, tournament they had here, AJ they had chicken wings and baked beans and pulled pork last time we were here. Yeah, it was delicious. Those chicken wings were great. <laughs> so he is on that bracket. So pros up here. Aug is winning his match. Uh, Aug did win his match. So Aug will advance up to wrestle pro for third and fourth. And that will put Franzi versus Nunley for fifth place. Let's see. I don't see... Adam Central wrestler is uh, wrestling right now. That is uh, Byerly, I think. Let me see where that is. That's Xander Schwartz. Xander Schwartz is wrestling against Caden Simpson down here at 144. Jake Gruss. Um, I'm going to take this opportunity to send it back to studio for a round of commercials to uh, Kenya Hobbaker, who's probably on a board right now. Send it back for a round of commercials. Back with more wrestling here from Jay County High School on WZBD. When you walk out of the cold winter weather, you expect your home to be as warm as it was when you left in the morning. If you're worried about the heat in your home, call Kevin McIntyre. Don't get called for stalling, because once your furnace has gone out, you're already too late. McIntyre Heating and Air Conditioning can install a new furnace to meet your needs, or Kevin can service your existing furnace. A proud member of the Decatur community for decades, Kevin is a trusted repairman and installer of new furnaces. Call McIntyre Heating and Air Conditioning. Town & Country Auctioneers has teamed up with Shaw Real Estate to offer you the most comprehensive auction and real estate services in the area. Whatever real estate or personal property you're buying or selling, we have you covered. We provide our customers with the utmost care in handling you or your loved one's property. You can contact Mitzi Gardner or myself, Corbin Boltzmeyer, at 260-724-8899 to walk with you every step of the way throughout the process. Town & Country is at 211 North 13th Street, Decatur, Indiana. Hi everybody, this is Steve Fiesel in beautiful Bluffton, Indiana, the home of Velocity Motors. Winter doldrums getting you down? Tired of going out and seeing if old Betsy was going to start for you this morning? Velocity Motors has your answer. Stop in and see us for your next ride. Since 2009, Velocity Motors has been helping folks with their next car. Credit your issue? Velocity Motors has financing options for almost everyone. Come to Velocity Motors where you're always greeted with a smile and treated with respect. When you walk out of the cold winter weather, you expect your home to be as warm as it was when you left in the morning. If you're worried about the heat in your home, call Kevin McIntyre. Don't get called for stalling, because once your furnace has gone out, you're already too late. McIntyre Heating and Air Conditioning can install a new furnace to meet your needs, or Kevin can service your existing furnace. A proud member of the Decatur community for decades, Kevin is a trusted repairman and installer of new furnaces. Call McIntyre Heating and Air Conditioning. Town & Country Auctioneers has teamed up with Shaw Real Estate to offer you the most comprehensive auction and real estate services in the area. Whatever real estate or personal property you're buying or selling, we have you covered. We provide our customers with the utmost care in handling you or your loved one's property. You can contact Mitzi Gardner or myself, Corbin Boltzmeyer, at 260-724-8899 to walk with you every step of the way throughout the process. Town & Country is at 211 North 13th Street, Decatur, Indiana. 
Constellation round, and this round will run to about 12.20 or so, 12.30, and they're going to take a little bit of a break, and they plan to start the finals at 1 o'clock. We'll take a little bit of a break in there, but back to give you some updates here right now on the mat. It's Norwell's Jake Gruss trails Jason Landers from Jay County 8-3. Norwell's Chance Benning at 138 trails Jaron Frauger from Southern Wells, and that is a 2-0 score. And in 150 on mat number three, it's Nathan Plattner of South Adams and Austin Roth of Union City. And right now, Plattner has a 1-0 lead. Team score, Belmont has sneaked into the lead by three mere points with Adams Central trailing 195-192. And Schwartz of uh, Adams Central with a fall in that wrestleback. AJ, you think he got three for that? Probably did. One I, th I think he got two for the pin and one for the advancement in the consolation. So. so I don't think that one has made it into the to the tally board yet, but uh, I think that would tie things up at 195. But uh, both Adams Central and Belmont have so many kids in the uh, championship bracket that I don't think they have a lot more wrestlers here in this round. I think Adams Central may have a couple. Belmont has 190 and heavyweight left in the in the consolation side of the bracket. Adam Central has nobody at heavy, nobody at 190, nobody at 215. And um, let me do some checking on this 75 and 85. Well, there's uh, still some uh, Wells County wrestlers on the mat right now, along with uh, South Adams with Nathan Plattner. But I'm going to take this opportunity, send it back for another round of commercials, back with more wrestling here from Jay County High School on WZBD. Hi everybody, this is Steve Fiesel in beautiful Bluffton, Indiana, the home of Velocity Motors. Winter doldrums getting you down? Tired of going out and seeing if old Betsy was going to start for you this morning? Velocity Motors has your answer. Stop in and see us for your next ride. Since 2009, Velocity Motors has been helping folks with their next car. Credit your issue? Velocity Motors has financing options for almost everyone. Come to Velocity Motors where you're always greeted with a smile and treated with respect. Throwing a party? Call Adams County Tent and Party Rental to make it a very special occasion. Adams County Tent and Party Rental has delivery on tents, tables, chairs, linens, and bounce houses for weddings, birthday parties, graduations, retirement luncheons, and business meetings. No event is too big or too small for Adams County Tent and Party Rental. Call Landon at 223-2040 or like them on Facebook. Wrestlers looking for summer work? Give Adams County Tent and Party Rental a call today. At Bohmbach & Associates, we strive to provide services that make our clients' lives easier and their businesses more profitable by providing bookkeeping, payroll, and payroll tax preparation services. Our team of knowledgeable professionals has the expertise to handle your bookkeeping and payroll requirements so you can focus on what you do best, running your business. This is Scott Bohmbacher of Bohmbacher & Associates of Portland, Indiana, reminding everyone of the importance of supporting our local businesses. Our community depends on it. Why let stains keep you from showing off your smile? This is Dr. Pamela Johnson from Bluffton Dental Clinic. Our office is proud to offer professional-grade whitening technologies to remove years of staining quickly and effectively. From in-office whitening to take-home kits, we can help you decide which system works best for your smile. We'll be happy to schedule a consultation at any of our convenient office locations in Decatur, Bern, Geneva, Bluffton, or Warren. At DeVos, Baker, Ainsworth, and 
At DeVos, Baker, Ainsworth, and Razzo, Tim Baker, Scott Ainsworth, and Ann Razzo combined for more than 75 years of experience in assisting individuals and families with planning and administration of end-of-life circumstances. Let our attorneys help give you the peace of mind in knowing your wishes will be carried out and your family and loved ones are protected. Contact one of these dedicated attorneys to discuss our comprehensive estate planning options or to learn more about our estate administration services. Jay County High School, Rex Burr along with A.J. Calvin as we're trying to keep our brackets up to date here as we uh, make our way into this final here. We are at 165 pounds on mat number one with Isaiah Chamley wrestling against Matt Heiser from Adam Central. And no score in that first period there is until Heiser gets that takedown there. Frauger match just ended. It uh, is Nathan Plattner at South Adams wrestling here and he trails Austin Roth of Union City at 11 to 3 that is on mat number 3 down here right now Belmont has 10 wrestlers advancing to next week's regional right back here at Jay County the seven young men who made it into the finals and at this point in time 106 113 and 132 Loshi at 32, Mills at 06, and Curtis at 113. With an opportunity, if they can win their next match, Mendez and Baker could follow as a top four placement. Belmont did not have a 138 pounder here today. And Will Franzi will be wrestling for fifth and sixth. Team scores very close between Adam Central and Belmont, as expected. Adam Central's got a great team this year. They were number two in the team state in, in the A class. Belmont number two in the two A class. Both of them went into their team state ranked number one and end up two. Right. And uh, the dual match was very close with Belmont and AC back in December. Adam Central didn't wrestle a couple of their starters who are in the lineup right now, which may or may not have made the difference, but uh, they got a good team, no question about it. Adam Central has crawled back into the lead over Belmont by a score of 205 and a half to Belmont's 95, Jay County with 161, South Adams in fourth with 117. And they went from three behind to ten ahead. I'd say they more than crawled. They, <laughs> they jumped. They leapfrogged. Yep. Jarrett Smith down here working on a fall. Is he, uh, he, no, that's Heiser down there. That's Matt Heiser. I'm Matt, one Heiser with a fall over Chamley. Smith down here at 157 who uh, forfeited or medically forfeited to um, Gavin Davis at 57 is wrestling against uh, Aiden McJury and has a 3-0 lead right now over McJury. He figured he wasn't going to win anyway, and maybe I can wrestle back and stay healthy and be fresh and get third place, huh? Yep. As McJury is in, trying to get... <laughs> McJury tried to work into a single leg, and Smith just put a cross face on him, threw him right to his back. And uh, McJury comes back to his base, but uh, 
Wrestling's a tough sport, AJ. Sometimes you just get punched in the mouth. Sometimes. And Adam Central right now, a chance to score some, some more points as they've got two wrestlers on the mat at the same time here in the Constellations. <laughs> Belmont with two more coming up. And it won't be easy. Uh, let's see if we can figure out who Belmont's going to be wrestling here at 190 and at heavyweight. I imagine Grady Baker's going to have the toughest match at heavyweight. Uh, hopefully he doesn't have to wrestle long with Southern Wells. So Chris Castaneda from Bluffton is now wrestling against Max Carr from Adams Central on mat number one down there. As uh, Jarrett Smith has McJury locked up in a cradle down here getting some near fall points. And Norwell with another wrestler in the center mat. It's Luke Draban and he's wrestling against Jacob Robinson of Jay County. Robinson uh, trails, uh, Robinson leads Draban seven to one. Robinson came in and ranked as number one here in the 150s and was upset, sent down into the consos. I'm not sure if that was an upset or not, Rex. They, they didn't know, his record was pretty good, but they didn't know his competition level, how good he was. And uh, I'll tell you what, he just hit a blast double that was textbook for a takedown on Draban. And, uh, you know, he's, they thought he had a better shot at 50 than he did uh, at 44. And, uh, you know, Clark leaves the, the tournament, doesn't get entered in, and took his choice, and he's going to advance here. Well, he's got to win this match. He's up 10-1. Rex, if you can get on your, your board there and let me know who we're going to be wrestling at 190 and who we're going to be wrestling at heavyweight. One ninety. It will be Freeze of Bluffton versus Mendez of Belmont, Thompson of South Adams, and Wilson of Norwell. And heavyweight, it will be Speck of Jay County versus Long of Southern Wells, and Baker of Belmont versus Powell of Norwell. Okay, I didn't want long, so we got Powell, huh? And uh, Mendez has Freeze. Let's see, uh, check him out here. Tavin Freeze, a, a junior. Here. Pretty good record, 20 and 4. Good kid. And Powell of Norwell, a freshman, 10 and 18. I like our chances there. As uh, Jarrett Smith working on a tech fall here in the third period with 20 seconds left to go for AC. He has uh, right in a top position and has made his choice to injury default into the uh, consolation bracket. And he's going to advance to the third and fourth place match at 157 with an 11 to 0 win over McJury of Norwell and that is at 157. I'm not sure I've seen that in many years Rex having a wrestler who is healthy not go wrestle. Uh, I think Smith has had some injuries. I think Smith also has been out with some injuries. Okay. So I don't want to say anything badly about his character or about the <laughs> coaching staff. I, I know I'll get lots of letters and <laughs> <laughs> and a lot of criticism, so I, I'm just, but I have not seen it. Not Valentine's? They won't be Valentine's. They won't they? be Valentine's. <laughs> so Smith advances over McJury. 
Hey, our radio station does a fantastic job of covering everybody in the county, including South Adams and Adams Central. And come state time, I'll be rooting hard for all the county wrestlers. Up to that point, Rex, it's still Belmont against the world. Well, I'll tell you what, next week, uh, everyone's going to need help taking on that uh, Delta contingent that comes up here out of the Delta sectional because they they seem to be the guy, the teams to beat. They will come in and just dominate here next I week. I don't think they're going to dominate. I really in the low don't. weight classes, they will. Yeah, in the low weight classes. So there's a win by Benning over Felix Cruz of Union City at 175. So Benning advances. Let's see. There was a pin win down here in the middle, Matt, too. Robinson was your winner over Drayband at 150. Let's see. Wrestle on Matt number one. It's uh, Max Carr at 175 for Adam Central. He is... Uh, Winning four to one over Chris Castaneda from Bluffton. AJ Thompson is now wrestling against Zach Wilson from Norwell. Ethan Michaels of Norwell is wrestling against Lucas Garrett of Bluffton on mat number three. Let's see if we can go back and maybe let's do real time update these brackets to see who's wrestling who for third, fourth, fifth, sixth. We'll just do this real time as we go to track wrestling. At 106 pounds, it's going to be Ben Mills wrestling for third against Miles Carr. And for fifth place, it's going to be Perez Contreras versus Fredinger from Bluffton. So it's Contreras versus Fredinger for fifth and sixth at 113 pounds. Come on, come on. It is going to be Ethan Curtis of Belmont wrestling against Rupp from South Adams for third and fourth. And fifth place is going to be Wink versus Carroll. At 120 pounds, well, on a championship bracket, it's Johns versus Kale Beer. At 120 pounds, in the finals is Henry Froat and Hunter Douglas. In the bottom half of the bracket here, it's uh, Dakota Sprunger wrestling for third place. And he is wrestling against Jackson Bingham from AC. And for fifth and sixth place, it's Logan versus Glassford. I believe the difference between first and second is four team points and a pin is worth two more. So if you pin in the finals, you get an extra six points for your team. So at 126 pounds, it's uh, Rawls and Daniels from Union City in the finals. For third and fourth place, it's Dylan Aug of Adams Central versus Prell of Norwell. And it's Nunley versus Fronley for 5-6, Fronzi. At 132, it will be uh, Sorgen and Heskett in the finals. For fifth, uh, third, fourth place, it's going to be um, Loshi versus Fotik. 
I'm sorry, that's, yeah, Losi versus Fotick for third place, and it's uh, Nash versus Peterson for fifth, sixth. At 138, it will be the bottom half of the bracket. It's Frauger versus Wyatt Mann for third, fourth. At 138, four, fifth, six, it's going to be Benning versus Elmore. Rex Baker's up. Get him. All right, here we go. Grady Baker wrestling. And Mendez is up too. Yes, he is, and that just started. So here we go. Both Belmont wrestlers are on the mat, wrestling for a chance to wrestle for third and fourth place and advance to the regional next week. You lose, you're going to wrestle for fifth and sixth, not score any more team points right at this juncture and uh, not make the trip. No points in the first two minutes for Mendez's match. And no points for the first minute of... Baker's match. In the center mat, it's A.J. Thompson working on a fall here, trying to get Wilson pinned from Norwell. That's a 190 class. <clears throat> Baker will start on the top position in this second period in his heavyweight match. No score. Thompson with a fall from Southampton. Baker gives up an escape. Mendez trying to fight off a single leg. He's trying to get, keep him getting high top down here, a treetop. His freeze has his foot up. That's, who's in control there? It was, they were neutral. Uh, I, I think, I think neutral. the... They, that should have been stalling, shouldn't it, on the... Uh... They were neutral. They started period neutral, I believe. Okay. Second period. They didn't, <laughs> didn't give him the takedown. <laughs> Freeze went over and said, I was in top. And he's like, I had to take takedown. He said, no, he didn't get another still new... Mendez started got taken down, too. Well, he did get taken down. The official's the one that missed it. Well, they're out of bounds. <laughs> so it's... No, uh, the score is 1-0 here at heavyweight. Baker trails by a point. In his match, as he's given up an escape in the second period, they're all confused because Mendez was in the down position, got no, got no escape, no nothing. That's so. why I thought that should have been a stalling on top because he didn't take him, return him to the mat. Freezes out driving a spiral ride. Aaron Mendez, Mendez scores an escape. So the Belmont guys are up one-one, one-zero in both matches. Now, Belmont trails at heavyweight one zero. Oh, Rex. Oh, Brady doesn't have an ankle band on. Mendez from his feet. Takes a nice double. Takes it in. Takedown. Mendez throws a cross face in. And a takedown for Baker. And he gives up the escape in the final seconds of this second period to make the score tied at 2-all. Mendez just had a cradle locked up, and he's going to get three near fall off of it. Turn that cradle into a tilt. Got 20 seconds left to go. Don't let him turn into you and pin you. No kidding. That'd, that'd be an ugly thing. <clears throat> so 
Mendez is going to have a he has a 6-0 lead right now. It's going to have more. He's going to turn his opponent, get some near fall here for the buzzer. Picks up two. Baker's tied at two all. Worked his way to his feet. He has the escape. And now Baker has a 3-2 lead as they wrestle in the final minute and 40 seconds of the third period. His Norwell opponent tried to throw there. Baker lost his balance but came right back up and avoided being thrown to his back. Circle in, that away. Now watch the throw. Wizard, come up, come up. And no change. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Peyton Long with a fall over Specht in the finals in a center mat there. Baker leads it 3-2, to two, but his normal opponent now is uh, Powell is giving him all he wants, and Powell wants to hook up upper body and make a throw if he can. He's not going to attack the legs. <laughs> Mendez leads 8-0 in his match. Minute 24 left to go in the match. Oh, Baker tries the shot, comes back up, does not get countered. Doesn't lose anything. Don't stand up, you'll get yelled at. <laughs> I will. Remember we always yell at people? Oh, yeah. well, no, I can't. They you're can short, you're okay. They can see you're okay. Them. Brewer, you're not exactly <laughs> That's vertically challenged yourself. <laughs> 35 seconds left. Baker's hanging on to that one-point lead. He snaps him down, tries to spin and go behind, but they're out of bounds with 31 seconds left. Let's see some more of that. That's all you need. Baker leads by a point, three to two. This will guarantee him fourth place points if he can hang on. What do we got? Blood time? Yep. Mendez got 46 seconds to fight off the attacks of his opponent. That's Freeze down here. He's up 8-0 with 42 seconds left to go in the third period. Well, I knew Mendez was had two real big studs in front of him at, at 190, and I was hoping he could come back and have a match for third place, and he's going to have it. Headlock thrown by Alan Ortiz for Jay County. He has uh, Brian Roll on his back. Mendez with a side cradle locked up. Get some pin points. Could finish this. Got some near fall points. It's up 10-0. He's got a major. Got some extra points there. Going to pick up 13. 10 seconds left to go. That's about all I can do, I think. Mendez going to be your winner here, 13-0. 13 to 1. Here we go, final 30 seconds at heavyweight. Grady Baker with a one-point lead. As they pummel upper body, his opponent trying to throw. Baker trying to stay in position and not get thrown as they're on the edge of the mat. 10 seconds. Now sprawl him out. There you go, Baker sprawls him out, goes around behind. Doesn't get the takedown, but time's going to run out, and Baker's going to win this thing. Finals three to two. Grady Baker is going to regional. Go, go figure. Show some pretty good quicks there for that spin go behind, didn't he? He sure did. And he will take on Peyton Long of Southern Wells. Rut row, and that's a that's a big task for him, as this was a big uh, heavyweight loaded uh, tournament here. But. Mendez does his job, and Baker does his job, and now uh, Belmont is drawing closer to Adam Central, but Adam Central is going to have the lead going into the final round. Yeah, they jumped way up. They're at uh, 223.5 to Belmont's 195. Belmont will get 
guaranteed fourth place points and advancement points in those two matches that haven't been put on the board yet. So right now, South Island Brian Roll trails Ortiz 5-1 to one with about two minutes left to go in their period. And he tries an inside trip, and Ortiz throws him to his back. Has Roll on his back. Ortiz has turned that into a headlock. It's the final match of this round here. As we're getting ready to send it back to the studio for some commercials and some song singers and bands as these uh, officials get a break as we'll take a break with them. And Ortiz looking to tighten up that headlock. I think that's going to do it as Josh Howard moves in for the fall call. Roll just about took him over. Ortiz looking to get this last fall here. Tightens it up. 25 seconds left for Roll here. Jay County working on some pinpoints of their own here. There's the fall. Let's send it back to the studio for a quick round of commercials. Back with a wrap-up right of this on WZBD. Rising costs of gas and food putting a strain on your budget? Is your paycheck stretched a little thin? Home and auto insurance rates are on the rise. Maybe it's time to shop around for a lower rate. Give Nick Rumschlag State Farm a call at 260-724-6010 and see if we can save you a few bucks. Don't have time to call? That's okay. You can get a quote 24 hours a day at nickrumschlag.com. You can even stop in our office on North 13th Street in Decatur. Welcome back to Jay County High School. Rex Burrell and AJ Calvert. We just finished the rounds to see who wrestles for first, second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth. They're getting ready to take a break. I was hoping that they'd have the team score updated. They did not. So when we come back from the break, we will see who is in, on top of this. I think Adam Central is going to have the lead, but we'll see who wrestles who during the finals to make up those points. Well, I know Belmont has seven in the finals with five wrestling for third and fourth and one wrestling for fifth and sixth. They did not have a 138-pounder. And Adam Central, I believe, has eight in the finals. And they've got... I don't know how many, four or five wrestling for third and fourth. They're having themselves quite the day, but uh, they will face Belmont twice in the finals, and Belmont should be favored in both of those matches. So we'll see who's going to score the points here the rest of the way. So with that, we're going to send it back to studio at Kenya Hobbaker to play some commercials and some fine song singers and bands back with the finals here about 1 o'clock on WZBD. Wrestling Club has fed us beautifully, and now the... Uh, Championship wrestlers are in the center of the ring with Mr. Millspaw getting instructions on how they're going to line up for the face-offs. As right now we come back, final scores after that round is uh, Adam Silto 223.5, Belmont 206, Jake County 174, South Adams 131, Nora 116, and those are the top five teams in this race. Rex, I believe that uh, this <coughs> tournament will be won or lost by Adam Central. Uh, not in the final round, but in, in, the, in the matches for third, fourth, fifth, and sixth. They, they've got a lot of wrestlers in there, and if they can win a, a good majority of those, it won't matter too much how, uh, how they do in the finals. And I think they're going to be favored in a couple of those weight classes for sure because they had number one seeds at 190 and 138, I believe. As we know that uh, some of those guys in those uh, wrestleback consolations can score some good pin wins and uh, <clears throat> gain more points than their counterparts that beat defeated them to, for the championship bracket. If you are in the <clears throat> finals right now you've, and you don't win, you've scored all the points you're going to score. So that's uh, Belmont is going to need to win at least six of the seven kids they have in the finals to have any chance at all to win this thing. 
As we go to the bracket at 106, I'll give you a quick update. In the finals, it's going to be Griffin Byram of Jay County versus Titus Loshi of South Adams. Wrestling, uh, there's a head-to-head -head down for third and fourth with uh, Miles Carr of AC versus Ben Mills for third and fourth. So there's some points to be gained or lost in that match. And uh, <coughs> Mills hasn't had a whole lot of success with Carr over the year, so that Carr's got to be favored for sure. At 113 pounds in the finals, it's Levi Johns still undefeated wrestling Kale Beer from AC. As uh, Curtis of Belmont will wrestle against Daniel Rupp of South Adams for third, fourth, and at Silas Wink and Aiden Carroll for fifth, sixth. Ought to be a good match with Curtis and Rupp. Um, John's obviously favored over Beer, and Byram favored over Loshi in the championship at 106. Uh, in the finals at 120, it's Henry Ferrot of Belmont over Hunter with Hunter Douglas of Norwell. In the bottom bracket, it's uh, Jackson Bingham from AC versus Sprunger. And with that, we're going to play the national anthem, so send it back to the studio for a round of commercials. Back with more wrestling here on WZBD. No matter your age, health and life insurance can be confusing and overwhelming. This is Derek Bailey with Bixler Insurance. Whether you are currently on Medicare or will soon be qualifying for Medicare, we have the products and expertise to meet your needs. Under age 65 and looking for health coverage? Interested in protecting your family from an unexpected loss with a life insurance policy? We can discuss options to assure your peace of mind. Call Bixler Insurance today to schedule your free appointment. Nine miles from Monmouth and nine miles from Fort Wayne, situated on 27 just south of 469, sits Nine Mile Restaurant, your home for great meals since 1837. Providing home-cooked meals to travelers between Decatur and Fort Wayne for over 180 years, Nine Mile has stood the test of time as an institution on the southern edge of Allen County. With seating on the family side, the bar side, and outdoors, there's always a reason to stop and have a meal. Nine Mile also has a full-service bar and a professional service that can cater your next event or party. The next time you're on your way to or from Fort Wayne, stop in. You've gone the distance. Welcome to Nine Mile. Every child has the right to the financial support from both parents, regardless of whether the parents are married, live together, or live separately. Please call the Adams County Prosecutor's Office if you need help with establishing paternity, obtaining a child support order, or enforcing of a child support order. In some cases, failure to pay child support can result in criminal charges. The Adams County Prosecutor's Office will diligently and aggressively pursue the collection of support from those who try to avoid this responsibility. There is no cost to get the help of the Prosecutor's Office. If you need help, give the office a call today at 724-5362 or visit Adams County prosecutor.com. When it comes to your home, there are things the handyman in you wants to do. And then there's things that should be left to the experts. When it comes to seamless gutters, there's only one choice in our area, and that's SureFlow Seamless Gutters Indicator. Tired of gutters that leak at every seam and every downspout? Call the guys at SureFlow. Putting on a new metal roof and want your gutters to do the job they're meant to do? Call SureFlow. Find them online at seamlessgutters.net or give them a call. Sure Flow Gutters, 260-888-5062. Indiana Physical Therapy is your trusted choice in northern Indiana. For over 30 years, we've treated all walks of life, from peewees to professionals and Olympians, and everyone in between. Schedule at any of our 21 convenient locations, even without a doctor's order. Indiana Physical Therapy is cost-effective, accepting all insurance plans and networks. We're open from 7 to 7 and can get you in the same day you call. Go to indianapt.com. Adams Sports Medicine provides certified athletic trainers at many high school athletic events. These trainers specialize in injury prevention. 
Dr. Robert Kinney is board certified in physical medicine and rehabilitation as well as sports medicine, while Dr. David Coates is board certified in orthopedic surgery. Both Adams Medical Group physicians will be there to provide non-surgical and surgical care. Visit adamshospital.org or call 1-833-724-DOCS to schedule an appointment. Welcome back to Jay County High School as the national anthem has been played and the uh, they have lined up to uh, do the face-off as they made their way up to about 130 pounds, 32 pounds now. Giving the qualifications and what these young men have done in their career and what their record is right now. And uh, as good as some of these lightweights are, we're going to see better lightweights next week as <coughs> Delta's got young men at 106 and 113 that are not only ranked in the state of Indiana, but in the nation. I got a text from our good friend Dane, and he said that Delta put 10 into the finals and advanced 12 to the regional next week. So that is more than either Adam Central or Belmont have done today in this sectional. This sectional overall may be a little bit stronger than that sectional. <clears throat> I think Jay County is the third best team here is better than any of the third best team at, at the yeah. Delta sectional. And then you throw it South Adams. It's got a couple of uh, spoilers in there as well. As we started doing updates, we got up to about 113 pounds. So we're going to catch up. Uh, we did 120. Let's go to 126 pounds to give you updates on who's wrestling on all three matches. <clears throat> In the finals, it's Cody Rawls of Jay County and Braden Daniels of Union City. Uh, then it's uh, Nunley of Bluffton versus Franz for 5-6 and Aug of Adam Central and Pro of Norwell 4-3-4. So, <clears throat> at 132 pounds, it will be Grayson Sorgen in the finals versus A.J. Heskett. For 3-4, it's Kevin Lowsheet and Connor Fordick. And then Nash and Peterson for 5-6. You know, Rex, uh, Lowsheet had Heskett pinned in that side cradle. And the Belmont coaches were crying the blues that they didn't get that call. Uh, that, that would have given Belmont another five, six, I think, points. And, and, and they're, you know, trying to catch AC here. And every point is valuable. Not having a 38-pounder in the lineup and not getting the call um, has put them behind the eight ball. And it's, uh, I would say it's probably about a 30% chance of Belmont being able to catch AC and win this thing. At 138, speaking of 138, it's Tony Woods, the uh, undefeated class of this tournament at 138, wrestling against Maverick Dubois in the finals, and uh, Benning, uh, Chase Benning versus Elmore for 5-6, and Frowerger versus White Man for third-fourth. That is at 138 pounds. Rex at 38. Dubal has four losses on the year. How many of those are to Wood, you think? I think three, mm -hmm. if not two. I think two. <clears throat> at 144, it's Colton Bullenbacher in the finals, and he's wrestling against Sam Wolpert, Belmont. At, uh, Xander Schwartz will be wrestling for third-fourth with uh, Jason Landers from Jay County and uh, Caden Simpson of Bluffton wrestling against Jake Gruss of Norwell for 5-6. At 150 pounds in the finals, <clears throat> it will be Max Byerly of AC wrestling against Blake Luganbill of Belmont. For the third, fourth base match, it's Austin Roth of Union City versus uh, Jacob Robinson of Jay County. 
and Nathan Plattner versus Luke Dryban four five six. One of the two matches where AC and Belmont face off in the finals. At 157 pounds, it's Gavin Davis versus Isaiah Meyer from South Adams. Uh, Brody Lewis from Bluffton is wrestling Jarrett Smith, AC for third, fourth, and uh, Hayden Eisen is wrestling Aiden McJury for five six. At 150, 65 pounds, it will be Duke Myers in the finals, <clears throat> and Duke is wrestling against Cody Cox from Norwell. And in the 3-4 match, it's Matt Heiser versus Wesley Somerset, third, fourth, and uh, Isaiah Chamley from Bluff, uh, Blackford versus Chris Kramer for 5-6 at 65. At 175 in the finals, it will be Xavier Palosios, and Xavier will be wrestling against Joaquin Flores from Jay County. 3-4 match is Max Carr of AC versus Benning from Norwell. And Cruz and Castaneda wrestling for 5'6". 190-pounders, <clears throat> it will be Trevor Curry versus Bryce Wink, rematch of last week's conference. And the third-fourth match will be Cole Mendez of Belmont versus A.J. Thompson of South Adams. And uh, Traven Tavin Freeze versus Zach Wilson from Norwell for 5'6". At 2.15, it will be Keegan Martin wrestling in the finals. And he wrestled against Keegan Bloom. Battle of the Keegans, and it's uh, Ethan Michaels from Norwell wrestling Alan Ortiz from Jay County for 3-4, and Lucas Garrett from Bluffton versus Roll from South Adams for the 5-6 uh, match. Bloom was injured <clears throat> the first time Belmont wrestled AC, so Martin and Bloom have not wrestled this year. Ought to be an interesting final match. We're uh, underway here in the championship match. Quickly, the Jay County wrestler has his opponent on his back, working for a fall. That is Griffin Byram of Titus Loshi, and Byram with a fall. 23, 23 seconds, yeah. 23 seconds of fall time for Byram, as Byram is your sectional champion today. Taking out Loshi and wrestling for... Um, Mills Third, is fourth wrestling. Is Mills down there. Yep, Mills is wrestling Carr of Adams Central. And Mills hitting a lateral, a little fireman's carry. Wasn't able to finish it. Now he's going to try to change off and go to a double or a crackdown with his head to the outside. Still working for the takedown is Mills. He has Loshi sitting on his haunches now. Under 10 seconds to go in that first period. Mills trying to finish this thing off and get this opening score, which would be big in this match. But time runs out on him, and <laughs> no takedown. This is Mills, a freshman, and 10th grader Miles Carr from AC. Wrestling down here for third, fourth, is uh, fifth, sixth is Jose Perez Contreras and Will Fredinger. That match is tied 2-2 after a period. They'll start to second period with Carr of Adam Central in the down position. Mills of Belmont stopped his first move, broke him down, maintains control on top, no score after the one minute first period. Now Mills is getting out too far in front. He's gonna lose control here. You wanna lose one and not two. Give him the one. Make yourself long now, young man, and force yourself back. Don't, don't bring your hips up. You bring your hips up, you're gonna get taken down. You're going to lose a reversal. Carr doing a nice job of reeling him in. 
And Miles Carr hasn't gained control yet, but he's about to, and he does. That's a situation where Ben Mills hung on too long, Rex. Don't know when to give it up. And he finds himself on his back, does Ben Mills. Carr trying to score an extra couple of points for the Jets here as it's a Belmont AC match for third place here from the sectional. Two-point near fall, make the score 6-0 in favor of Carr. Gonna have to text Dane if he's listening to us and ask him when the last time Adam Suncher won the sectional. Well, I don't think our streaming's working right now, so I don't think he can pick it up from <clears throat> Illinois. Okay. The boss was unable to get us back online. He was chewing on somebody. 15 seconds remain, period two. Car of Adam Suncher with a 6-0 lead over Mills of Belmont. All happened because Mills wasn't willing to give up a one-point escape. Timeout. Go to the final two minutes. And they will finish off the matches for third and fourth and fifth and sixth before they start the next weight class. The 106 championship bout lasted 23 seconds. Jay County's Byron won by fall. Tim, is that Tim down there talking to the official about a... Yep. Not quite sure what he's concerned about. He didn't like what he was just told. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> here we go. Final two minutes. They'll start on their feet. Ben Mills has had a fine freshman start to his career here for Belmont. And he'll be advancing on to the regional level next week, where if he doesn't win this match, he's going to have himself a, a real tough cookie to wrestle the champion of the Delta sectional, which will be the Delta wrestler. We talked about uh, Mr. Teller getting in the lineup last night, wins his two matches and makes the finals. Mills has made a couple of leg attacks, hasn't been able to penetrate. Carr of Adam Central has been just willing to defend. and Carr with a 6-0 lead. Now, Mills in pretty tough on a leg attack, but with the head to the outside, he doesn't finish it as a double. Can't tilt him over and can't cut the corner, so Carr's are now in good position to score. And that tilt, you can't stop there. You can't stop on that tilt. Nope. And the official stops it with a stalemate. If you go in, you hit that thing right away, and if you don't get your back out, you don't sit. Well, he'll learn. Ninth grader. 45 seconds remaining in the match. Carr looking to extend Adam Central's lead here over Belmont. They started this round with a 223 and a half to 206 lead over the Braves of Belmont. And if they continue to win matches for third and fourth, fifth and sixth, 
Belmont won't catch him. Big group AC guys grab him out there. What do you think, Brew? And I said, it's going to be close. He said, we know it's going to be close. Who's going to win us? I'm not making any predictions. I ain't wrestling. Mills dropped in, trying to get a leg again. Now he's gotten stopped out front, and Carr's in pretty good position to score another takedown here. Will give him a major, although I think they call a stalling on Carr. So now the final score is going to be 8-1 to one is your final. Good job, Miles Carr. He gets third place for Adams Central. Ben Mills is the fourth place finisher for Belmont. Have to check and see who won that 5-6 match. We'll go back and check on that. But at 113 pounds, it's going to be Levi Johns, the undefeated junior at 35-0. Going to take, ready to take on Kale Beer, the freshman, 29-8. Johns is a standout for the Bluffton Tigers here. As, uh, he was a state place winner last year. Ethan Curtis up on mat number three down there. As we'll watch both of them here as uh, as Carr is wrestling. I'm sorry, um, Mr. Curtis is wrestling Rupp from South Adams. John's in on a single leg, gets dumped over to his belly. Nothing happened in the Curtis match still. They're tied up on their feet. John's gets the takedown in the opening 30 seconds against Kale Beer. Ben Sprunger said, well, we're only going to take three out of this sectional, but two of them could get to state. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he's also correct. 30 seconds remaining in the consolation match for third. Nothing changing in no the, score. the uh, Johns match as he's working on a tilt on Kale Beer here, <clears throat> trying to turn him. 17 seconds left to go in Curtis's match. As, uh, Johns is trying to tilt Beer over. Didn't get any points yet. Curtis and Rupp in the finals here, or in the uh, first mat down there. Curtis in on a single leg. Rupp trying to dump him out with a hook. Curtis back in, gets the single leg. Guy changes off, tries to get two hands on that single leg and pull it in. Time expires, no score in that first period. Johns with a 4-0 lead over Beer in the finals here as he's trying to run a Wilson and tip him over. He's going to bring him back in the center mat. A little bit better angle on him. It's Curtis's choice. He takes the down position. Johns has turned into his back, and Curtis hits a switch. Doesn't finish. Couldn't get his other hand around. Got reversed. How did he get him reversal? He started down. Curtis, he, he scored he, two he points, did. but nobody, he didn't score. No. <laughs> Referee was more confused than the wrestlers. <clears throat> the table help knew what they meant. As uh, Levi Johns takes a 9-0 lead into the second period. Curtis is being ridden with a tight waist. It's a fall down here on mat three as uh, Silas Wink is your winner by fall over Carroll of Southern Wells. Curtis being ridden with double legs here as he's flattened out on his belly. Trying to come up to his base. Now he's got one leg out. Back to his uh, base position. He's on the edge of the mat. Any move he does will probably go out of bounds as a uh, Rupp Jackson ankle runs him out of bounds. And Curtis turns to go back in bounds. I'd have went out of bounds and got a fresh start. Curtis tries to hit a switch. Doesn't take that arm with him. Rex on that switch, if, if you're clear out, can't you just drop on the elbow and hip heist and get one? Like a long set out. And you're out. <clears throat> yeah, take that arm with you. 
Just dive out there, throw it out there. Looks easy from here. I just know what I used to do, and it was more than that. As uh, Johns works at uh, Wilson again, goes right to a Turk, and he's getting near fall points. He's working on Tech at 11-0 right now. He's going to pick up three more, make the score 14. As Rupp's running a nice chicken wing on Curtis. Curtis tried to hip heist over. He gets his arm back, so it's not a chicken wing anymore. <clears throat> There's the fall. Levi Johns, your winner, 16-0 for the Tech fall. No score in the matchup for third place. Curtis and Rupp. Rupp of South Adams. Rupp will have his choice in the third period as Curtis has not been able to score from down. He had his opportunities. Coming up in the finals at 120 pounds, it's going to be Henry Farrote. And I think what they do, AJ, here is they save all the awards until last. Okay. But they won't start this 120-pound match until the Curtis-Rupp match is finished. Curtis and Rupp is the last match up here. Curtis uh, gets a caution because he didn't take the right stance starting out. Changes off, goes to the left side now. Curtis uh, jumped the gun. Is that two cautions? That's two cautions. I don't blame Curtis for that. The referee held too long. Once you're in set, blow the whistle. He waited too long. I'll blame the referee on that one because I can. <clears throat> whistle blows. Curtis waits his allotted time. Now he's riding a chicken wing on his side, trying to hit a bar on that far side. Breaks his opponent down to the mat. Got that chicken locked up pretty tight. Putting the pressure on, trying to run Rupp over with it. Curtis is up to his base. Rupp's going to come stand up, and Curtis is able to break him back down with a far side half, Nelson. Now he's just going to keep that half, run it, jumping side to side. Still no score in this match here. As Curtis needs to turn him, or needs to cut him and take him down, and Curtis is going to try and turn him here. He's got a nice shoulder down. He's just off to the races, just sprinting around that corner, and Rupp's doing a good job of keeping him from being turned. But Curtis driving that shoulder. as Rupp on his edge, but uh, can't get it. Now he outside half. So Rupp tries to turn that shoulder up, and Curtis puts him to his back. Curtis is able to turn him. He's got the near fall, and there's a fall. Wow, wow. Ethan Curtis turns him and pins him. And Rupp is hurt. Hurt his shoulder, I think. So that squares him up even, because didn't the Adam Central wrestler get a fall in his match? That wrestling, and that wrestle back? I don't know if anybody gained anything in that round. So we're all lined up here for Henry Ferrote to wrestle Hunter Douglas in the finals. You do not want to finish in fourth place if you can help it because you're going to find yourself wrestling a champion next week out of the other sectional. They don't seat it. They don't have a meeting. It's automatic. One wrestles four, two wrestles three. And at 113 prime weight class, your fifth place winner was Silas Wank of Jay County. So Ethan Curtis coming off of a very disappointing NE8 tournament last Saturday at Huntington. Wrestles well today, earns a third place finish. Now we're underway at 120 and it's Henry Ferrote versus Hunter Douglas of Norwell. These kids wrestled last week for third place in the conference and uh, now they're wrestling for the championship. Douglas snaps Henry down. Henry. Is being single-legged. Henry's about to lose a takedown here. Henry's trying to scramble out of this, but he's 
almost going to his back in this scramble. This is not a good position for him. And he's given up the takedown. That's where he got caught in the NE8. He got pinned. He got beat last minute. So Henry Froat gives up the opening takedown here. He, he dominated in his match last week against Douglas. Froat now hits a sit-out, turn in, continuing his sit-out. Douglas an overhook on the arms. Froat, tripod stand-up. Douglas a spiral ride on top. Way out in front, a lot of pressure on the head. Now Douglas jumps to the opposite side. Throat on his side here in a scramble position, but still being controlled by Hunter Douglas of Norwell. Now Throat reaches up and grabs that near leg. Time left, 38 seconds. Throat trying to come out the back door here and score a reversal, and he's about to do it. Douglas is in trouble of losing a reversal, and there it is. Throat reverses him, they go out of bounds, so it's two to two. Mr. Rupp from South Downs was able to get up and walk off the mat on his own power. That's a good thing. Okay. That's a good thing. So Farouk needed that to tie up this match and stay in it. It's early. First period. Two to two is the score. On mat number one is Dakota Sperner versus Jackson Bingham from Adams Central. It's a scramble and Farouk loses a scramble. Douglas has the escape. So it's a three to two score. And right now, mm -hmm. Hunter Douglas is kind of the guy making the moves and the motion, and Farod is reacting to what Douglas does. Four seconds left in this first period. Timeout, three to two, Douglas of Norwell leading Belmont's Henry Farod. The uh, match between Sprunger and Bingham got started late because Rupp was still injured, so there's 20 seconds left going out. First period, no score. Farod had choice, he deferred. Douglas will take down. Douglas sits out, stands up. Froat stays with him. Froat stays on a single leg. We'll need to move up. Froat's on a single leg. Douglas trying to kick it free. Henry does move up to the body, so no stalling call, and they're out of bounds. A lot of energy wasted there, AJ. By Douglas. Froat. Whistle sounds. Stand up by Douglas. He Captures Farot's arm. Now Farot works behind for a single leg. He has not given up control. And Farot still has control here. But Henry trails three to two. Douglas of Norwell to another stand-up. Farot's going to need to take him back to the mat. Farot drops down to the legs. Doesn't have him down yet. Nice standing switch by Hunter Douglas. He's got Farot in trouble. Could get a reversal here. Froh's trying to lock on a leg and hang on, and they stop it. It's potentially dangerous. Dakota Sprunger gets a reversal down here and is riding the legs on Jackson Bingham. That could be a big help for someone here as uh, Dakota Sprunger with a 2-0 lead with a minute 15 left to go in the second period, and he just turned Bingham to his back, get some near fall points there as his blood time in the championship match. So I'll stay with that console match as Bingham tried to fight off his back. Sprunger comes out there, is running a half Nelson, trying to power him over. He gets three near fall. So now Sprunger turns Bingham to his back once again. He's going to pick up another set of three here if he doesn't get the fall. There's the fall. Josh Howard makes the call. At 120, your third place winner is Dakota Sprunger from South Adams.
Still with blood time in the match for the championship. Henry Farot trails Hunter Douglas of Norwell. The score is three to two. Douglas is in the down position. Farot's on top. Farot will have choice in period number three. In a 5-6 match, it's Cooper Glassford and Jed Logan tied up at 6-6 here. The blood's been stopped. Everything, the cleanup is done, and we'll get back to live wrestling action. The Matt Judge says, let me look at you. Turn around. No blood, you're good. No, nope, he's not good. And this man goes, go to your corner. Well, I guess go to your corner while I inspect the other wrestling. Hey, Hunter Douglas has taken it to Henry Farrell this match. Hunter only leads by a point, but he's been the aggressor and the attacker. A lot of time left in period number two, a minute and nine seconds. Whistle sounds. Throat tries to hang on with a deep waist near arm, but Douglas is out. Hunter has the escape to make it a 4-2 score. And Hunter Douglas with a front headlock on Henry Farrote. Henry breaks that apart, and now they are neutral and not within zone of one another. Farrote has a collar tie. Fireman's carry by Douglas. Farrote tries to put a leg in. He misses the leg, and he's going to be taken down. And he is taken down. He's going to be put to his back. Hunter Douglas has put Henry Farrote to his back. Henry's off his back, but I think he's, he's already lost a two-point near fall. AJ, why do you get? You got to coach these kids. If you feel something is bad, get out of there. The kids hang on too long. And you just give up back points on that takedown. Nine to two is the score. No, it's uh, excuse me. Here comes Throat trying to sit out and turn in. No change, however. Is it eight to two, Rex? Yes. Eight to two is the score here. Hunter Douglas has taken a big lead over Henry Farrot. Farrot really dominated last week in the match for third, but it's been all Hunter Douglas here today for the championship. Well, there's more on the line today, isn't there? Quite a bit more. That finals match down there, I think it ended up being Jed Logan of Bluffton as your winner over Cooper Glassford. Four, five, six, and the Jay County fans were not happy with that call. But Logan is your winner for five, six. Adam Central came into this final round leading by, I think, 16 and a half points. And uh, they defeated Belmont at 106, and uh, they have not lost any ground. Belmont has not been able to, to gain any ground in this match here at 120 with Froat being the number one seed. Belmont had hoped to gain some ground and get some extra points, but it's not happening at the moment. They have updated the points. It's 225 and a half for the Jets, the Braves with 210. <clears throat> Douglas with two seconds left to go in the match. Uh, second period, I mean. Throat trails 8-2. And referee thinks there's still too much blood there. Where? On right, the mat? Right where he's put his disc. Johnny Johnson goes over and gets the spray bottle. He says, where? I don't see nothing, sir. Well, Henry's going to have to do something he's not been known for over the course of this season, which is come from behind and, and score some back, you know, some near fall points. On mat number one, 
for the 126 uh, third place match. It's going to be Dylan Ald versus Jason Prowl of Norwell. And uh, for third, fifth, sixth, it's going to be Grant Nunley versus Will Franzi for 5-6. There were only two seconds remaining in that period. Henry didn't have a chance to score. Now Henry will go back down to start period number three. And he's going to outside leg stand up, turn in, continuing to work from his hands and knees. Douglas just staying behind on the ride. Now sit out, but now back to base position. Henry trails in this thing 8-2, to two, and Hunter Douglas comfortable in the ride with a big six-point lead, staying right behind the hips. Perot, outside leg stand-up. Now back down on the mat. Unable to improve his position down here. Now a little sit-out. Douglas continues to just ride. Deep waist ride. Now another sit-out by Farouk. Better position. Now Douglas tries a little chin drop. Doesn't get him back to his back, but maintains his control. Farouk pulling on an arm now a little. But Douglas says, you can have that arm. I'm just going to get my hips behind you and ride. AJ, these kids should have went to Granby Camp because you can hit a fiver right there and make up the difference in this match. 50 seconds to go. Hunter Douglas of Norwell leading Belmont's Henry Farouk 8-2. Douglas just maintaining control from behind the hips. Official not calling, stalling on either wrestler, and uh, Hunter's going to ride this thing right into the sunset. 24 seconds left. Now, no question who was the better wrestler out there today in this match. Hunter Douglas of Norwell is going to be your sectional champion at 120 pounds as he leads this thing eight to two and they stop it for what blood no warning stall top man warning stalling on top man with six seconds left that makes a lot of sense could have called that about a minute and a half ago so sprunger will be third and logan will be fifth douglas sets up he's on six seconds left a gramby attempted by Farod. he's out should have won he does and that's the final score is eight to three. Hunter Douglas is your champion. If Belmont was going to catch Adam Central, they had to win about six of seven. And uh, they've already lost one here in the championship round. So that's going to bring up uh, Jay County versus Union City in the finals as Cody Rowles will be wrestling against Braden Daniels. And this is going to be a pretty good match here as uh, Daniels comes in with a really good record, and it's Rowles, the number one seed at 126. He's 31-1, Rex. So we'll see if uh, a nice knee pull by Daniels and in on a double leg or single leg. Working that as Franz is working on a side cradle, and I think Franz is going to finish this thing early. Gets a takedown, goes behind, and uh, Daniels in on a takedown on Rowles and goes out of bounds. As Should Rowles have it. Bounced up, oh, nothing there. Oh, my. Apparently it wasn't beyond reaction time. Uh-huh. <laughs> Franzi riding in top position. No more change there with 30 seconds left to go in that first period of the Constellation match. And Dylan Ogg wrestling against Jason Pro, and Pro gets a takedown down there in the 3-4 match to go up 2-0. Franzi just hit a tilt, 
and uh, didn't get any near fall. He's got 17 seconds left to try and turn his opponent. He's going straight forward on that. That should be illegal, but Franz is going to get away with it, and there's a fall. So Franz, he gets some fall points there. It helps extra, the cause. A yep, couple extra points for, for Will. Finishes fifth today. He's out of the tournament, but... Uh, He's the alternate from our yep. sectional. If something were to happen to one of the top four, he would be put back in. No takedown given yet between Daniels and Rouse in the uh, center mat. And Aug is riding Pro in the top position. Pro tries to hit a headlock. He throws him out of bounds. That match has just started the second period. Prowl still in a down position as he come back to the center. These matches are at 126 pounds. Cody Rowles in on a single leg of his own, reshot by Daniels. Rowles stalks his way in. These two may have wrestled in the ECIC. Could be the one loss that Daniels had. I don't know. Rowles tries a headlock. Daniels quick on a counterattack on that leg shot. Fireman's carry off of that. Hit a little tilt, and he's up around the waist, and he's going to get the takedown here. Maybe back points too if he hangs on to it. So at 10 seconds left to go, Rouse gets taken down. We missed a headlock there. Dylan Ogg still riding Jason Pro down there with a minute 19 left to go in that second period, trying to turn him. And that runs an outside half. Tries to get him over his back. The official's not in the right position to see if there's any near fall or not. And now he has him on his back. So Ogg has him on his back. He's scoring near fall points here with a minute to go. Can Ogg get the... Uh, Seal the deal and get the fall here. Trying to get him down. He's got a minute to go. It's official. Has, there's no way you can see from there what the shoulders are doing. But Jason Pro is going to come off his back. He's going to lose three near fall. But uh, the Nora Russell is going to come out front. He's got to gain at least an escape here. As he does get the escape. So that's going to tie things up at 3-3 and a third fourth match Rouse is being ridden in the down position as Daniels is riding him pretty tough up to his feet he's making some attempt to take him down here no count there's a stall warning so Daniels has picked up a warning for that 24 seconds left to go down there in the 3-4 match it's Dylan Ogg is in on a takedown attempt he's kind of got a Granby situation locked up And, uh, oh, Hawk just about got a defensive fall on Pro as uh, Pro's hanging on over the top with three seconds left, trying to keep from giving anything up. And he would have been buried, but time expired. Saved by the bell. <laughs> so, Hawk's choice. We're tied up at three, and he said, I'm going to take neutral. So we're going on our feet to the side here for third, fourth. The championship batch is still Daniels up 2-0. As he drives Cody Riles back to the mat. Pro in on an underhook. That's Aug trapped out front. Aug's reached out, grabbed a leg. Double underhook. Aug reaches for a leg. Tries to pull that single leg in. Pro reaches over the top, trying to pick an ankle. Not real good technique. Just kind of look for a kind of look for a stalemate here, but Aug's gonna spin around and get that leg hooked. Pro's going to grab that leg and give it a splatal situation, see if he can hook something up here. Daniel still leads 2-0 as we go into the third period. Daniels rode him out there. 
Daniel's going to take down. Dylan All gets the reversal, or he actually gets a takedown there. So he goes up 5-3 now. Rawls is going to either have to ride him or cut him. As Aug picks up Pro and throws him down. Pro hits a uh, roll and reverses him, ties things up at 5. 52 seconds left to go in that third, fourth place match. That has big point uh, ramifications. ramifications. Look, I was scrolling through my thesaurus looking for a word, but uh, Augs hits a switch, hangs onto a leg. Pro's reached over the top, still got a hold of the leg. Kind of in a uh, scramble situation here. Pro is draped over the top. Augs is going to get out of that. He's got 27 seconds to do something. Cody Rowles has a cradle locked up on Daniels. Daniels gets his arm through and breaks the cradle. Daniels going to try and stab a headlock here. Rouse missed the headlock. Daniels with a reversal. All going to scramble between Pro here, and there's the two reversals. So All goes up on top of Pro with three seconds left to go, and Pro throws him to his back, and he gets a takedown. Ties it up, 7-7. <laughs> Tony's going to go over and complain, and Johnny's going to complain at the same time. They're both going to complain about different things, but uh, if... The official would have been in a good position. Probe could have picked up two near fall on that. You think there was two seconds left? Maybe. The way I refereed, there was two seconds left. You got to double count them. One, two this way. Okay. Yeah, double stroke them. Daniels still riding with a 4-0 lead over Cody Rowles in the center, and Daniels has proven that uh, that record of his is going to stand up at 31-1. and Both coaches, uh, Johnny Johnson and Tony Curry, Fight their argument, but the score remains 7 7. It's one minute to go. Sudden victory here. There's a shot by Pro. Aug counters that, just sprawls back out. Another shot by Pro. He's in on single leg tough as uh, he's behind Aug. Now he just needs to take him to the mat. Aug switches out of it. There's a two takedown. Pro is your winner for third, fourth. Didn't look like Pro was going to get it done, but that late reversal and regulation made it happen. Daniels is your winner. He goes to 32-1 and one on this season as he takes out Cody Rowles with a final score of 4-0. Close match, 126. Our next match, the championship match, is going to be Brayson Sorgen from AC. Belmont picked up a little ground there as Franzi won fifth place with a pin. So they got maybe four extra points and AC did not score. So in the finals, it's Heskett versus uh, Sorgen and Loshi versus Fortic on the third, fourth place match. Take your pick, AJ, what you want? I'll follow Loshi down there as he's in the process of losing a takedown. He's wrestling. And I can't ever pronounce this kid's I, name right. I think it's like a silent R. It's just Fotik. Fotik? I, I think is what I've heard PA announcers, but they could be mispronouncing it too. Okay. No score. Opening 30 seconds. At nice sprawl there by Loshi. Fotik on a single leg. Loshi trying to wizard his way out of that. Inside cross face on the edge of the mat, and they'll call him out. 
Sorgen gets the takedown, take a lead, 2-0 against uh, Heskett. Sorgen just two losses on the season. Good looking freshman for AC at 32. No, no kidding. As Loshi, no score in his match. Oh, nice throw by, by his opponent, Fodick from Norwell. That was pretty. And it gave him a takedown in the final seconds of that first period. Sorgen just fought off a reversal. Well, he did get reversed. It scores 2-2 there in the center. Sorgen trying to look, work his way back to get a reversal back again. That is tied at two. Sorgen with a reversal makes it 4-2. Loshi's choice to start this second period after his opponent deferred, and Loshi did not know what to do. Looked over at the bench, and the bench said, ah, try taking on your feet. So that's where they're starting, neutral here, with Loshi trailing 2-0. Loshi getting snapped. There'll be a throw of some kind happening here, and it's uh, Loshi that loses the throw. Tried to headlock and let Fodic get way around behind him, and it didn't work. So it's 4-0 now. Fodic of Norwell in the lead for third place. Heskett just tried to switch off the whistle. Just about got it, but uh, Sorge is able to counter. Now Heskett hits a bad Gramby. Reaches back, gets a hold of Sorgen's ankle. Timeout, the end of one, 4-2 to score. Sorgen in the lead for Adam Central. Our next match at 138 in the finals is a repeat of the ACAC last week between Tony Wood and Maverick Dubal. Loshi on a stand-up. <laughs> Runs to the edge, comes back to the middle. Thought there might be a locked hands there, but the official didn't see it. Now Loshi comes back up to his feet, continues to fight for hand control. And right there is where you, a bad switch by Loshi, but Loshi squares up now, gets his stomach down, and could have an escape as they go out of bounds. Is he gonna give him one? No. Oh, you have to. He didn't. He was have to, you have to give him one. Come on, sir. Coach Throat goes to the corner. I mean, when you're squared up with a guy, out, one guy's in, one guy's out of bounds. He didn't even have that hold of your legs. This crew, there's two of these guys in this crew, the, the young guys that said AJ are just really weak when they go to the bench. Sorgen with another reversal. Nice Gramby by Loshi of Belmont. He's got the escape. Pretty good with that Gramby on the whistle. Sorgen's up 7-3 now as he cuts him loose. And I believe he's the only Belmont wrestler I know that hits a Granby. Very few. I've seen Duke hit a couple standing ones on the edge of the mat. Sorgen with a set of back points here as he's uh, pulling away on Heskett. Time's going to run out in the second period with a score 4-1 to one in favor of Fodick of Norrell over Loshi of Belmont. Sorgen has 39 seconds left to go in the second period as he has a 12-3 lead and he's going to cut him loose and give him one, put him up to his feet. Nice throw by by Sorgen. Gets behind and gets a takedown. 14-4. Kind of use your opponent's momentum going forward and get under an arm and throw him by you and then get under his defenses and take him to the mat. 
Kevin Loshi of Belmont still trailing down there, four to one as he wrestles from the top position. Now he's going to give up a reversal. And hanging on too long down there. He's trying to lock between the legs or hang on to that back foot of Fodick. Sorgen running a half Nelson here, and he's uh, powering him over, getting near fall points. Time expires. He's going to take a 19 to 5 lead into the third period. Loshi got a break there. They called a uh, stalemate situation. Neither wrestler able to improve their position. So the score remains 4 to 1 with a minute 14 to go. Loshi comes out. What? They're going to. He didn't tell him he was going to start optionally. Sorgen stands up, got caught in a cradle here in the center mat. He just called him another caution. Heskett's got Sorgen in a cradle. He's got him on his back. Heskett's got the inside shoulder put down. He's trailing 18 to 5, and Sorgen breaks the lock and comes off his back. That would have been huge for the Jay County Patriots. Yeah, it would have. Loshi tried a bulldog. Fodick over, but doesn't get it done. Sorgen has a 10-point lead. And that, that, that hammerlock was not even close to 90, and he got stopped. Now, Loshi's been warned, cautioned twice for an illegal start. He better get started legally this time. Okay, he does. Loshi trying to hit some kind of bulldog out front. He needs a near fall. He's trailing four to one. So Sorgen has a 10-point lead with a minute two left to go, and Heskett's getting fired up. He knew that cradle was close. Sorgen needs to keep his head away from his knee here. Kevin Loshi trying to work a tilt. He's got 28 seconds left. His opponent, Fodick, has been warned for stalling, and now there's an escape for Fodick. It's five to one. 20 seconds left. Loshi with a high crotch, change off to your double, son. He does, and he's got the takedown to make it five to three. And they're out of bounds. Now they call the illegal hold. Heskett's running a power half in the legs on Sorgen, and Sorgen comes out around, catches the head. He's going to come out the back door, and he's going to catch Heskett on his back. Going to get a two reversal, no near fall. So at 25 seconds left to go, Brayson Sorgen. Working on another set of near fall here. He's going to go up 23-18 with 16 seconds left to go. There's the tech fall. Kevin Loshi fought to the end, but he couldn't make up the difference, and he loses that match for third and fourth. The final score was 6-3. to Sorsen with a tech fall for the championship at 23-8 is the final. What's that final of Loshi's match, AJ? Six to three. And uh, I didn't see who was wins for fifth, sixth, but we'll catch that up. It's going to be a good match here in the finals. It's going to be Tony Wood at 138 versus Maverick Dubal. How'd they do in the conference? I know Wood won, but was it close? No, I think he teched him. Working for a Ankle pick, nice knee pull for Wood as uh, Dubois has a wizard picked up. Wood steps back in, trips him back to his mat, to the mat, gets his takedown. Wood throws a cross face, drops back off, tight waist. Dubois trying to keep his base. Wood throws a leg in. 
as uh, Woods draped over the top. Takes his leg back out now as Duball tries to come up to his base. Wood throws a cross face. Comes up. Tries to run a head lever on that. As Duball tries to sit out, turn in. Wood still working from the top position. As Maverick Duball comes up to his base. With the work up. Minute six left to go here in appear number one. Championship bracket at 138. Constellation, it's... Um, third place, Jaron Frauger versus Wyatt Mann of South Adams for third. And Gavin Elmore of Union City and Chance Benning of Norwell Wrestling. 2-0 is the score for 5-6 with Benning in the lead. Wood out front. Grabs the, the elbow of Duball. He's going to try and bundle him and Duball come up. Faked a pancake. Wood changes back. Wood uh, try to hit a little tilt. Pops the leg in. Was talking to a couple of uh, fans that came to the show Sunday night, and uh, Mr. Wolpert said that uh, he was talking to a guy he works with and says that Tony was over wrestling in Italy and wrestled some Italian national world championship and, and just beat the dog snot out of him. So he's uh, wrestled around the world, Mr. Wood has, and you good can tell that's why he's him. undefeated here at 36-0 as he's running a Tough chicken wing on Duball. Duball fights that off. No score after the two takedown for Wood. Choice goes to Wood. He says, I'll take the down position, please. There's a fall down there as Norwell's Chance Benning is your winner for fifth and sixth place. Set out turn in by Wood. Stands up to his feet, gets the escape. Quick enough shot is Duball. Counter there by Wood as he jacks an ankle up, trying to break the hand of Duball off, and he does, gets around the takedown behind. So Woods is going to score one for the escape and two for the takedown. He's too fast for the fish, so they gave him a two reversal instead. Should be 5 0. They got it at 4 0. Right now it's. Uh, Frauger of Southern Wells with a 5-1 lead over Mann for third and fourth down there. Wood riding in the top position, runs a double wrist roll. Puts pressure on. Runs a cross face on Duball. Got a little closer down there. 7-4 now is the score. Eight. Duball being ridden with a tight waist. Trying to find some hand control. It's a little bit of a sit out, and Wood just breaks him to his hip. That tight waist. Trying to lock up that arm. Power half Nelson on the far on the near side. Wood's going to take an outside chicken wing and just use that as a lever and trying to pull him over in a tilt. Dubois gets that arm free, gets back to his base. He's uh, working with the leg controlled. 30 to 23 seconds left to go as Wood tries to run a bundle roll. There's a stalling warning on Dubois. And fans just don't yell stalling, please, because he's just being dominated. There's a difference between stalling and being dominated. And uh, if you're not down there getting your face rubbed in the mat, I don't want to hear you complain about stalling. So uh, that's my opinion, folks. 
Tony Wood is just dominating Mr. Dubon. He's not stalling. He's just controlling him. Dubon takes neutral. Trails 4 nothing. Mr. Dubon went a little bit too soon. He's faster than the referee. He didn't officially give him a caution either. <laughs> so Wood on a shot. He's attacking the legs of Dubon. He's got one arm held out front. He's on an underneath situation like a tilt. Try to sucker drag out. They step out of bounds. They'll come back to the center. Wood stays in the center of the mat. Dubois circles around him. Wood comes in, collar ties, snaps him down. Out front in that front headlock situation. Wood shucks him the other way. Gets Dubois off balance. Now he comes back in a counter shot of his own. Nice long knee pull by Wood, and he just spins, goes behind him, gets the takedown, makes the score 6-0. to zero. Tony Wood looking for another trip to the state finals, AJ. He's looking good today. 36-0. I don't think there's anybody coming in from the Delta no. section that can beat him. He's ranked number one in our Fort Wayne semi-state, I believe. Now, Yorktown's got a good 38-pounder. It's only got a couple of losses. He bumped up and wrestled 44 against us, I believe. I think so. And beat us. Yeah. So with a minute nine left to go, Duba trying to find some answers here, trying to come up to his base. Wood just doing a good job of keeping pressures on him. Now Wood has a overhook or a chicken wing hooked up on the right side of Dubois. Now he's going to run a half Nelson on that close side. And now Dubois is going to come out the bottom here, trying to get a little Wood, and Wood scrambles out of bounds and gives up nothing. He felt the pressure, gave up the move he had, and just scrambled out of bounds, stays on top. The difference between the good and the very good. You know, we saw a couple of the Younger Belmont guys just laying their side a tick too long and end up getting turned to their back instead of just bailing and giving out on it. So your winner on the uh, farm mat down there is Southern Wells wrestler over South Adams. So that is Frauger over Mann. For third place. 30 seconds left to go. Dubal tries to sit out. Wood just jacks that shoulder, just runs it straight forward. The AC crowd, once, uh, once that's stopped, it's potentially well, dangerous. Here's an idea. If you're going to blow the whistle, reach in and grab a hold of them. Standing up at the mat and not reaching down and grabbing hold of them to stop them is an error on the official's part. He was standing there blowing the whistle, but he wasn't. He didn't put hands on. You know, a good official jumps in, you grab that shoulder, you push the arm back, and you tell him that, just blowing the whistle, telling them, hey, you probably ought to stop is not enough. Because that whistle could be coming yeah. from anywhere. He's just going to stay with potential dangerous. And AJ, sometimes you just got to get through some of these officials you have in your sectional because you won't see them past this. But uh, they are so short officials for sectional. I mean, if you can't get new guys to officiate, all you can do is complain, and it just goes to, to deaf ears. So you just need better officials to come out and start working. Young guys, get your experience and become an official and Listen to Rex and I complain about you. <laughs> well, we don't hurt as bad as coaches in the corner because they're right up close to them. So Wood running that chicken wing again. Duba tries to keep that shoulder down, and Wood just does not quit. He, Runs it he, in. He turned it. Man, he had him pinned, but official didn't get down there. So with four seconds left to go, that's going to do it. 
Tony Wood going to be a winner. Another three points, giving a 9-0 win in dominant fashion as he remains undefeated at 37-0. Coming up at 144 pounds, it's Sam Wolpert, Belmont sophomore, and he'll be wrestling against Bolenbacher of South Adams. Bolenbacher is a senior with just a couple losses on the year. Colt Bolenbacher. Josh, Josh Howard is a senior official, and he's in there telling him, guy, you got to get in and touch him. You just can't stand there and blow your whistle. So he was just scolded by the senior official here. Not senior official in terms of age, but uh, <laughs> experience. In a, experience and ability. All right, here we go with Bolenbacher and Wolpert. It didn't last much more than about a minute the last time these two wrestled with Bolenbacher winning by fall. Let's see if Wolpert's got some answers for this one today. Xander Schwartz is wrestling against Jason Landers from Jay County down our mat one for third and fourth. Belmont has had one in the finals and he was defeated. This makes number two of seven. Wolpert being very, very cautious here. Although Bolenbacher had made a leg attack himself. They continue just to kind of hand fight a little bit. Now a shot by Bolenbacher and a nice single leg. He picks Wolpert up, delivers him to the mat, looks for a half Nelson. Can't find the half Nelson, but he's got Wolpert's leg split. Schwartz working on some fall points down there as he has Landers on his back early. So Wolpert has been taken down and in danger of giving up near fall points, but no, he fights that off. He still has his legs kind of split down there. Bolenbacher's in real good position to maintain a ride or even turn Wolpert. Schwartz couldn't finish the fall down there, so he's going to lead 5-0 over Landers of Jay County. You know, sometimes, Rex, it's not a good idea to be real cautious. I mean, you've got to throw your best move at him. Don't let them throw their best move at you first. Wolpert just worked his way up to his base and got warned for stalling for it. Did he now? Yes, he did. <laughs> you go from your stomach up to your hands and knees, work your way up. That's not stalling. Bolenbacher sets up. Deep waist near arm breakdown. Sam Wolpert has been broken down to his side, now to his stomach. As Bolenbacher tries to work a three-quarter Nelson, Wolpert puts his head up, continues to fight that three-quarter Nelson off. 2-0 is the score in favor of Bolenbacher of South Adams over Wolpert of Belmont as they wrestle here in the final seconds of period number one. And Wolpert, with his head on the mat, really hasn't done much of anything. It's been all Bolenbacher of SA. That was a dominant first period for Mr. Bolenbacher. Well, at least Mr. Wolpert made it through the first two minutes. He certainly did. Now he's going to choose neutral. He's going to take on his feet this time to start the second period. Oh, Let's Schwartz got caught on his back down there as uh, Landers has got him on his back. Schwartz fights off, though. So they're neutral. Let's see. There's a shot by Bolenbacher. Sam, Sam's in on a pretty good tough single leg. Bolenbacher has a whizzer in. Let's see if Sam can defend this wizard. Sam goes through the middle in a somersault, and they're out of bounds, no change. 
Well, that was better. Wolpert got in on a good attack, but didn't get it finished. We got a cowboy fight going down there, and a takedown has been given to Landers. So he's making it six-seven now. He trails still. Two O's to score here with Wolpert trailing Bullenbacher by just two. Shot by by Bullenbacher. He's in tough on a single leg, and there's a splato by Sam Wolpert of Belmont. He's trying to splato. Bullenbacher on that single leg. But Bullenbacher pops his head out, and he's now in much better position to not only finish this takedown, but to put Wolpert to his back. Wolpert locked hands around the body. Still hasn't let go of that lock. Looking for a stalemate if he can get it. Landers has got a cradle on Schwartz. He's got him on his back down there. He got two near fall. He goes up 8-7 now. Score remains 2-0, and... They did finally call a stalemate, and there's blood time for Wolpert. So Wolpert weathered that storm, and he just trails in this match 2-0. Schwartz is in a top position as we start the third period, as uh, he has now trailed 7-8-7. He hits a standing half Nelson as he throws uh, Landers to his back, and Landers is going to come out front and grab a leg. Landers is in a good position get a reversal here. Schwartz chin rips him right to his back from his feet, and he's got near fall and the takedown and the fall. Big points for AC on that one. You're looking at the Jay County sectional championship team down there. Comes from behind and scores a pin win. Somebody was getting pinned in that, AJ. You could tell. <laughs> it was a scramble every time. As they're still back in a neutral position with 51 seconds to go in the second period with Sam Wolpert of Belmont trailing Bullenbacher, Colt Bullenbacher of South Adams, close, 2-0's the score. And I think the longer this goes, the more confidence that Wolpert's going to have. Wolpert drops in for a leg attack, tries to hit a tilt off of that, doesn't get it. Here comes Bullenbacher with a head and an arm. Wolpert's got a whizzer in there. Bullenbacher's got that single leg picked up and has scored the takedown. So Bullenbacher better in the scrambles with that wizard situation, and Bullenbacher has a 4-0 lead with 20 seconds to go, period number two. AJ right now, they say Adam Central 231, Belmont 214. And that's about where it started at today when this final round was about 16 and a half points. And they're going to call potentially dangerous on the arm of Wolpert with Four seconds remaining in the second period. I think as a fish line, you should just call a little more, more potentially dangerous when a guy's wearing that big shoulder brace. <laughs> Maybe so. <laughs> and blood timeout. With that, let's take this opportunity to send it back to Kenya Haberger at the studio and run around and message it back with more wrestling right here on WZBD. Kenya, play two, please. Are you thinking outdoors? Yes, I am. Redesigned outdoor space, including television, stereo, and hidden speakers for starters, plus, of course, all new outdoor lighting. I want my outdoor entertainment space completely livable, a place to relax and really enjoy the outdoors. Wow, sounds great, but where are you getting all that equipment and expertise? 
Innovative Concepts, 1421 Manchester Street Indicator. We bring technology to you. We select our insurance companies the same way you do, very carefully. When you work with us, you can count on receiving fast, courteous, and professional service and quality protection through Auto Owners Insurance. For a no-problem approach for your life, home, car, and business insurance needs, ask us about the no-problem company, Auto Owners Insurance. See Toby, Mark, Kyle, or Barb at Graber Insurance with offices on Highway 27 North Sam and Burn and 623 West Monroe Street in Decatur. Four to nothing. Trying to put the cross-body ride in. Colt Bullenbacher stands up and the official does stop it. It's potentially dangerous. Bullenbacher sets up on the bottom. Wolpert on top, deep waist, looking for a near arm. Colt bringing the elbows in, now to a stand-up. Sam breaks him back down and puts the leg in. Let's see if Sam can work any pinning combinations from top. Nope, Bullenbacher's strong enough, even with the cross-body ride in, he's able to stand up, and the official will stop that all the time for potentially dangerous. Delta has Ronimus coming in, a tough guy next week, along with another guy from Yorktown as well. Right now it's 4-0 the score. Colt Bullenbacher of South Adams has the lead over Belmont's Wolpert. Wolpert with the legs in, trying to force a half Nelson here. See if he can use those good long legs of his to, to his advantage. Bullenbacher's obviously stronger, physically bigger and stronger as a senior. Sam, however, a lot of skills for the sophomore. He's under a minute to go here in this match for the championship in the sectional here at Jay County. Adam Central leading Belmont by about 20 points, and it looks like it's AC's day here, and Wolpert's going to give up the escape. Gets off the legs. It's a 5-0 score. They wrestle from their feet now. Wolpert dives in on a leg attack. Sam now is in trouble of losing a takedown as a nice counterattack by Bullenbacher, and the official gives the takedown on the edge of the mat. I don't know about that one. Now, now with a head out, he's got it. Uh, maybe not. Sam's still got locked around the body, or the, the leg. But the official has given the takedown, so the score is 7-0 with the final 15 seconds to be wrestled here in the championship bout. Wolpert wrestled him a lot tougher today than he did in the dual meet, but uh, the results are the same. Colt Bollenbacher of South Adams is your sectional champion at 144. And uh, our winner for third place, uh, fifth place down there is Simpson over Gruss. And that brings up our 150-pound championship match that will be a head-to-head uh, -head between Adam Central and Belmont between Max Byerly and Blake Luganbill. As we're ready to go here. Set to go. Shake hands. Referee blows whistle and run away. It's Union City's Austin Roth and Jacob Robinson of Jay County for third, fourth. Luganbill and Byerly in the championship bracket here. Collar tie by both wrestlers. Byerly doesn't want to tie with Luganbill. Luganbill still reaching for that tap and go by Byerly. Wrestlers kind of feeling their way through this first period here. AJ, what was the score of this match when they wrestled in the duel? 13 to 3. Luganbill? Luganbill. Luganbill in on a leg attack. Byerly counters that, pushes him back out. Byerly on a nice double leg of his own. They go out of bounds. They'll come back to center neutral. Whistle blows. 
Both wrestlers staying out. Oh, Lugabil, a nice low single. Like just reached out and picked it up. Now he's going to try and finish Iranian. He's working around. Byerly's got a hold of his leg. Lugabil's going to turn into him. Lugabil's got his own leg caught in here. This is a tough situation here. Let's see if they're going to let this go potentially dangerous or not. Give Lugabil the takedown and then call it potentially dangerous. Lugabil was dead behind him. Lugabil's leg was really about a 180 degree angle there. There's the two. He looks at Josh Howard and Josh says, yeah, he had the takedown, then the potentially dangerous. Good call. You called it first, Brewer. <laughs> Give him the two, then stop it. Lugabil climbs on. False start by Byerly. No, he, he said that uh, Lugabil jumped first. This guy swallowed their whistle, don't they? <laughs> whistle blows, stand up by Byerly. Lugabil tries to step behind. Byerly hits a little switch on the way down, catches Lugabil's leg out front. Lugabil's trying to drape over. He's got 55 seconds left to go here. Lugabil tries to come up on top. Byerly's jacking that ankle pretty high. Lugabil's going to just turn him and get some back points here if Byerly's not careful. Lugabil's watching his own back here. There's yep. a count. Lugabil's going to get a count here. Lugabil's got to be careful. He's a little bit too high. Byerly didn't realize he was on his back until uh, Nick Coons reminded the fish on a Lugabil's going to change position, come on top. He might get a fall here, AJ. Really changed his angle, and there's the fall. Ooh. Oh. I didn't hear a whistle, Rex. <laughs> That's what you always <laughs> tell me. That was a maybe, maybe, maybe. Three near fall for Luganbill. Uh, Byerly stands up. Luganbill drops down to a single leg. He's going to change off, go the opposite direction, come up. He can't catch him on his back. He does. He's going to get near fall here. Byerly can't get off his back in time, and Luganbill's going to catch him on a roll through. Pick up two at least. Now he brings him back, and he's got the count started again. Time out. So Luganbill. Going to pick up two on that one. Take a 7-0 lead into the uh, second period here. Blake Luganbill was a fourth-place finisher last week in that tough NE8 tournament where 150 was a, a very difficult class. Today, I think he's the class of the field. We start the second period on our feet. 7 is the score. Luganbill over Byerly. Luganbill, heavy hands on Byerly. Marley tries to work his way back in. Both these guys, big, tall, long, 50-pounders. Shot by Byerly. He uh, telegraphed, telegraphed that as uh, Lugabil stops him out front. Lugabil reaches down, low single leg, comes up, going to try and finish Irene in the middle as uh, Byerly drapes over, tries to grab an ankle. That's how they started this match as Lugabil ended up working his way out for that takedown the first time. Now he's getting around behind. Lugabil's in good position to finish as he's got the leg trap. Gets a two-point takedown, 9-0 to score now. Austin Roth, Roth uh, trails Jacob Robinson in the third, fourth-place match. And Luganville runs a cross-face and a bundle. Takes uh, Byerly to his back. Luganville's got him uh, counting the lights here as uh, Byerly's trying to get off his back. He's got one shoulder up that I can see. If this has got the best angle at it, Byerly's going to try and squirm through, but Luganville's got him flattened out pretty good. Luganville double bundle up on the top. Changes off to reverse half Nelson. Byerly's going to sneak out the back door. Luganville needs to change and come out, get around behind. So he goes off to a side cradle now. He's going to pick up three near fall. Lugie drops down to a leg, has a single leg picked up. Drops down, goes low ankle on it. Byerly's trapped his wrist so Luganville can't close with it. Luganville with 39 seconds left to go, still in control. He's got a 12-0 lead here on Byerly. Stalemate called, and they're going to start over with Byerly in the down position. 
wrestling for fifth and six is uh, Nathan Plattner from South Adams and Luke Draban. Draban with a 5-2 lead now. Byerly sets up in a down position. Luke Bill climbs on. Blow the whistle. Blow the whistle. Blow the whistle. Instead of eating the whistle, got to blow it. You're, you're waiting too long. You're forcing mistakes here, guys. Whistle blows. Byerly sits out. Doesn't take his arm with him. Luganville's able to overhook that. Calls this potentially dangerous as Luganville had the arm trapped. Didn't want to trip him down with it. 17 seconds left to go. Draban, we were winner by fall down here over Platner for fifth place. Stand up by Byerly. Lugabill drops down to a single leg. Got 10 seconds to hang on to it here. Ankle has been jacked up. They're going to call that for a stalemate, I believe. Potentially or stalemate or one of those things, all the same result. So five seconds left to go in the second period here as uh, Luganville's got a 12-0 lead on Byerly. Stand up by Byerly. Byerly tries a front roll. Wasn't really a Granby, just a front roll. And Luganville hangs on the leg and somehow hung on to it. He's going to get Josh Howard says, nope, got nothing. Might have given him one myself. Josh Howard doing a good job trying to help these young guys out. They've been in trouble off and on all day today. They start on their feet as uh, Byerly takes a low shot. Just missed the ankle. Luganville counters that. Now they're back up to their feet. Luganville trying to set something up. Luganville takes a shot. Catches Byerly trying to go around. Not a good one. He's just uh, setting up. Let, we're going to let uh, Byerly come into him, see if he can improve on that leg. Luganville comes up. Back to his feet. Byerly tries to step in and trip. Luganville's not there. They back up. Luganville rubs his eye a little bit like he got poked or something. Minute 24 left to go in a championship match here. Luganville doesn't have to do a thing. Byerly's the one that's got to attack. He's trailing. There he comes. Byerly takes the shot. Luganville catches him out front in front of headlock. Luganville just spins around, grabs the back ankle, steps around. It's going to hook that leg. He's in good position to score the takedown here as he drapes over, throws in a leg, has the takedown, 14-0. And Luganville pulls him back to his back. He's getting near fall points here. Ooh, just a one count. Got a one-er. Got 52 seconds left to go to finish this off with a tech fall. Once it gets you an extra half point, AJ? I maybe. Think a, maybe. I think the major's a half. I think a tech is one and a half. <laughs> Seven-eighths of a point. Luganville trying to hit that far side half, cranking it over with the leg in. There he goes. He's going to get the tech here. That's going to do it. Tech fall. Luganville does it. Gets the tech fall. 16-0. Blake Luganville is your champion here at 150 pounds. Great comeback from last week for Blake. <clears throat> Be congratulated by the Am Central coaches. Davis got a new uni on here. Meyer's not going to wrestle. Blake's Gavin Davis is going to win by injury default. Okay. 
So Davis wrestled about 30 seconds today <laughs> in total. And he's disappointed, I'm sure, because uh, the Adam Central wrestler didn't wrestle him in the semis, and uh, Meyer did not wrestle him in the finals because of a bad knee. So people running from Gavin Davis. Well, what's the downside, A.J.? Nothing. Nothing. He didn't hurt his shoulder. Yeah, he didn't hurt his shoulder, <laughs> and, his shoulder. and he's in the regionals, and uh, Belmont got an extra couple of points there. The only bad thing for you is that you missed a match, and I get Duke's match in the finals. That's a terrible shame. As it's going to be Duke Myers wrestling against. Wait a minute. We didn't have a match there. You lost it. You, I didn't lose you, it. You lost it. it <laughs> see, injury default. You lost your match. I got Duke's match in the finals. It's a sad day, AJ. It's Go a sad for day. it, Rex. That's all right. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, Laura Norrell wrestler. You were going to get Duke's match anyway, Rex. Yeah, I know. I just didn't want you to think that because you had a forfeit that you didn't get to just to skip to the next one. So McJury just wins by fall over Eisen and Brody Lewis is wrestling over Jarrett Smith down there. Smith was one of the guys that did not wrestle uh, Davis in the semis, and uh, Lewis is now winning that match 2-0. Healthy enough to wrestle in the consolations a couple times, but not healthy enough to wrestle against Gavin Davis. Mr. Smith, uh, great defensive back last year, was like leading the state in interceptions when he broke his leg in a football game and come back from a bad break, but uh, having a great season this year, put a good football season in. Now had a pretty good wrestling season as well. In the finals, it's going to be Duke Myers versus Cody Cox. Cox is a junior. He's 27-4. and four. Two of those losses are to Duke. Smith with a uh, reversal there. Gets a two-point reversal. So now he has tied this thing. In. Nope, nothing there. That was a scramble. As uh, Smith is still trailing 2-0 to Smith. You still get Palacios, and you still get Gavin De, uh, Keegan Martin. So you, you're gonna, I'm, you Rex, I'm well aware of that. <laughs> you, don't don't know, you know, I know Rex. you counted them. I know you did. <laughs> I'm well aware of that. <laughs> some of those are going to be quality matches, AJ, and some of them may go pretty quick. Smith just gets taken down. No change there. There's got to be a, a one. These officials are struggling here today, AJ. He gave him one. Whew. Had the coaching staff, Benji had to talk him into it. He's trying to say, okay, I, you gave me one, why not two? Go for two, Benji. i tell you what, Rex, I don't think they're struggling. I, I've seen worse, yeah. a lot worse. I mean, you know, we haven't seen them all year. They're, they're doing okay. They're not the best we've ever had, but we're, we're, we're spoiled. We're used to really good quality officials. And I think uh, – Sometimes you can referee okay, but I think this caliber wrestling is difficult exceeded, to call. It has exceeded their ability. That's all. Mm -hmm. Not everybody can be as good as I was, AJ. Oh, wow, Rex. <laughs> I saw you at your worst. I mean, I was best. the best. I was the best I ever knew, AJ. Yeah. And there's uh, three zeros to score here with uh, Brody Lewis in the lead over Jarrett Smith, and there's 37 seconds left to go in that second period. As they're on their feet neutral here. Brewer, I was at Woodland one day, and I very quietly told the official after a call he made, I said, you know, my, my, my only issue is I believe the quality of these kids is better than the quality of your ability to officiate them. And I didn't yell at him. I didn't swear. He tagged me a team point. <laughs> well, yeah. You just hurt his feelings, that's all. I did. I meant to. Now, 
my good old friend Stanley Hostetler one time yelled clear across the gym at me and told me, he said, Brewer, when they sent you your license, did it have the big letters G-O-D to put on your back? <laughs> and I hit him with a point, and then later on Stanley denied that he ever said that when he became a referee. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Close match down here for third and, and fourth. as uh, makes some difference going into that regional next week. And Lewis a takes huge a huge difference. Lewis takes a 3-0 lead into the third period, and Smith takes neutral. They're going to be in their feet there. It'll be Palosios and Flores in the finals at 175. And Xavier's been wrestling very well the last two weeks. So we'll see how he does against Mr. Flores, who's an upperclassman. He hasn't seen Mr. Flores yet this year. Joaquin is a Jay County senior. Still a minute 37 left to go in this match for third and fourth place at 157. AJ, we can let's go to this bracket here. I want to see how many minutes Mr. Davis actually wrestled today. I'm telling you, less than 30 seconds. <laughs> 23 seconds. Yeah, 23 seconds. That could set a record. <laughs> you win the sectional wrestling 23 seconds. He gets a bye in the first round just because of the draw. He gets a bye. He gets a 23-second fall over Hayden Ison Eisen of Jay County, and then he gets a medical forfeit from Smith, and he gets a medical. What they, they just called a straight-up forfeit. It wasn't a medical forfeit. The, the gentleman beside me said it was a bad knee. Uh, they didn't put an M forfeit. And then they made it ruling there is a difference between a forfeit and a medical forfeit in the rule What's book. What's the difference? It has to do with your advancement in a tournament. If it had been a first round, it makes a difference on how you advance. I mean, it, there's a fine line, but really same thing. You didn't wrestle, the other guy wins. That's the same result. As we look at this uh, match here with 31 seconds left to go, Smith still trails Lewis, and Lewis is in on a shot. Smith's out front. and uh, Nice tilt. Lewis hits a little monkey roll off of that and gets the takedown. So that's going to do it as your winner for third and fourth place is going to be Brody Lewis. Yeah, he's looking for a pin. He's got 10 seconds. He's got time to get it done. He wasn't ready to quit like I was. Smith fights off his back, but Lewis is double trouble there. Time expires. Final Eight, score. 8-0. Lewis, your winner from Bluffton. And that'll bring up our championship match at 165. Duke Myers, 36 and 3 on the season. Wrestling against Cody Cox from Norwell. He is 27 and 4. Cox in the uh, Navy uniforms with pinstripes. Duke in the all whites. Duke heavy hands. Fakes a shot. That long lead step out front there snaps down as Cox retreating to the sideline. Duke snaps down once again. Duke hits a little fireman's carry attempt here. He's got the legs. Now chains off from the fireman's carry to the double. Go the opposite direction with it. Picks up Cox's leg. Has him up in the air. Be very careful with him. He puts him down. Fireman carry him and doesn't have control yet because if he goes out of bounds, he won't get it. You should have walked him back to center and did that, right? <laughs> a lot of effort wasted there. <laughs> and Mr. Cody Cox has a bloody nose. So let's take a look over here, and it's Matt Heiser wrestling at Somerset. 
Adams Central versus South Adams down here in a console match. As Heiser has gained the first takedown and Somerset hits a Granby, comes up out of there. Heiser follows him. As uh, Duke has a little bit of blood on him as the official calls him over. So Coach Tim Myers is going to spray him down a little bit. A little blood wipe on him. First period ends with Heiser up 2-0 over West Somerset. Johnny Johnson out doing a little cleanup for his wrestler. Heiser's choice in the second period. He's going to take the bottom position. Coach Johnson comes out, looks around, doesn't see anything else. Heiser stands up, call it potentially dangerous. Somerset doesn't, uh, had the arm trapped, it was going to back heel tripping down, so they stopped it. Current score, AJ, Adam Central 235, Belmont 225 and a half. Hmm. And Belmont's got a chance for three more champions here. 65, 75, 215. So a forfeit in the finals, is that kind of like a fall? Yeah, it is. So two-point reversal for Matt Heiser makes it 4-0. And they have the Noel wrestlers nose fixed. No points scored here. A minute 28 left to go. Duke Myers trying to set some up. Gets a blast double. Cox catches him out front and an underhook. Myers has got the arm just trying to work out. Duke hits a little drag. Fires in. Now he fakes fireman's carry and then goes double leg. He's going to come up and finish double leg. He has Cox on his hip. Take got down. the take down and now he's going to take right to the near. He calls bloody nose. Gives him a two takedown. Does he give him a back points on that or not? Depends on when he blows when he blows the whistle. Duke is completely covered. <laughs> His whole back is completely covered. He's speckled. As Matt Heiser working on a fall over here on Somerset. This would be some big pinpoints for the Jets. That match is uh, 56 seconds left to go in the second period, and Somerset is on his back. Heiser with a nice tight cradle, and I think Heiser is going to get the fall. There it is. Heiser scores some big points for the Jets in that console match. Heiser, your winner by fall here over Somerset in the other match. It was uh, Kramer defeated by Chamley, or Char Charnley. They do the blood cleanup. Uh, Mr. Cox's nose has uh, went everywhere here. Deanna Myers has the Sandy Wipes trying to clean up Duke Myers. And when you wear an all-white uniform, AJ, the <laughs> it's like you got speckled on his back there. Score is just 2 nothing. Is that Duke had the takedown and if you're putting your opponent to his back and the they call blood, don't you get a near should, fall? Should be an automatic two. And that's what Tim's talking to the official right now. He said near fall was eminent. And that's what the rule is. If near fall is eminent, you're gonna score two or three. Right. It, either one, you, you get half of what you would have got, or the lower of the two. Coach Myers. You think this guy knows the rule book, Rex? No. No, not that one. When it comes to knowing when to start and stop, I mean, I've seen guys when you, when you, he's 
he's got uh, an ice pack on his nose to try and slow the bleeding down a little bit. Sometimes that helps. Sometimes Should it help. doesn't. Should help. They have uh, stopped the blood time. They're just uh, inserting the stoppage devices. This is certainly not good for Duke in terms of keeping his momentum and and keeping in the flow of things. This starting and stopping is just not not great for his his ability. I was never a guy that had bloody noses, so I never had that much. But I know what. It's frustrating when you do get a bloody nose and you're, you're trying to get in it, and it's just another thing to add to the match that just distracts you from what you need to get done for both wrestlers. Duke's over there making sure they get those nose plugs in there tight. I know last week Sam Wolpert, they put tape around his head. It looked like the old fife and drum core. They taped the nose plugs into his nose so they wouldn't fall out. Duke says, I got something on my leg here. I'm going to clean that up myself. This break has taken quite a while. Johnny Johnson just said something to Duke, and Duke laughed, so. Young Mr. Myers is a very kind-hearted, good-spirited young man. He's, I, he's the best. I have Instagram chat going with him all the time. <laughs> he's, just, he's just a good kid. Michigan State is getting themselves a fine young man for their program. Great student, and uh, he will continue to improve and get better. He'll work as rear end off to become a true Big Ten champion. And I, I talked to his dad and he said he just loves the school. I mean, if he never wrestled a match, he he really enjoys the school. So Duke's going to take the optional starting stance as uh, Mr. Cox had been taken down by Duke. Duke's going to cut him loose, put pressure in the head. Minute six left to go here. Still in the first period, the endless first period. Duke with heavy hands, moving, shaking, takes a shot, didn't penetrate. Cox catches him in a front headlock. Duke's going to try and sucker drag out of this. This is where Duke hit that uh, knee pull for the, uh, the uh, high C off of that front headlock situation. Cox has the, the head of Duke. Duke's going to work his way back up to his feet. Cox trying to try and point back down to the mat. Duke works his way back into the center. We're going to step out of bounds. He'll come back to the center. Duke was within one takedown of scoring a tech fall last week, and Cox did a good job of not getting taken down, and he's doing the same thing here. Low single leg by Duke, and uh, somehow Cox got his ankle back, and Duke works in. Cox faked the headlock. Duke chases him to the out-of-bounds. 23 seconds left to go. Duke tries to un double underhook him up. Cox is trying to work his way out-of-bounds. That should be a stalling of some sort. The officials looking at their feet. Back to center here. Why do they have one point on the board? Oh, because he, he cut him loose, gave yep. him an escape. Yep. He gave him one. As uh, Duke keeps him out on the edge of the mat, time expires. Coach Johnny Johnson clapping on his hands, knows that it's uh, kind of a victory here, being down 2-1 after one period. No kind of about it. <laughs> Duke's choice. Duke says, I'm going to take down. Duke's going to try and get a reversal, take him right to the back and get this thing over with. I think you're going to see a sit out. Sit as uh, Cox drapes him back, rolls him back over his shoulder. Cox comes up, puts pressure down on the head. He's got a ball and chain on that back ankle. Duke clears the ankle. Uh, he's got some hand fighting. Sits out, trying to turn in. Cox trying to chin drop him back. Duke's got a good straight back. Duke reaches up, trying to grab the head, force an action. Cox follows him around behind. Duke's still working out. Hand fighting by Duke. He comes up to his base. 
Gets one foot out, out of bounds they go. No change. They go back down to the center. Duke in a down position with a minute 28 left to go here. This is the championship at 165. As uh, Cox tries to break Duke down to his base, and uh, Duke just stands up, turns in, gets the underhook. Duke out front. Duke needs to come off his knees as he does. Works up to his feet. Now there's a, it says uh, my official didn't know that he, he got an escape there. Cox was pointing at his nose and said that his band-aid or something come off. Let's see if they're going to take some more blood time here. They're going to give, yeah, that should be an escape point. Yeah. He started down, he got away. Cody Cox is a coach that's looking, see if he needs to wipe something here. I don't know if he had a cut on his nose. Is that where the bleeding was come from? It may not have been a bloody nose. It could have a cut on the bridge of his nose. That's what's causing it. When you're all sweaty like that, band-aids will never stick anyways. So Duke gets escape. He's up three to one now. On our feet with a minute ten left to go here. Duke trying to pick up the pace here. Throw by attempted by Cox. Duke's boring in, has him close to the edge of the mat. There's a warning for stalling against the Noro wrestler. Duke works his way in. He's got one arm tied up and an overhook. Duke's got a pretty good fireman's carry from there. Duke works his way in over an under situation. Duke forces him out of bounds. They work their way back into the center. Cox reaches for a leg. Not there. Underhooks by Cox. Duke has double over on him. Trap both arms. 31 seconds left to go as they step out of bounds. Official finally calls him out. They'll come back to center with 27 seconds left to go. Period two. Duke with a 3-1 lead. Duke with a nice single leg attack here. Tried to knee pull, didn't finish. Comes back up. Now he fires in again. This time's in better position. Picks change up that. Off. Changes off to a double. Needs to. As uh, Cox tries to WWF him over the top. He's reaching in, trying to hang on to the leg, and uh, Duke's just going to take that arm and fire him over and take him up on his shoulder. As uh, just about got to take down and did not. No. So Cody Cox is hanging on for dear life here, and as Duke Myers slowed down to a 3-1 score here. There's no question. Cox is wrestling a great match against Duke. Slowed him down now. It's going to be Cox's choice. Where are you going to go? Down. <laughs> he does. Duke walks around to the right side, takes his position. No real move from either first, first move from either wrestler. Duke fires in a couple cross faces, drops down to an ankle. Going to let Cox go here. Three, Three to two. two. Score. Yep. Three, two. Minute 45. Cox tries to hit a heavy hammer on Duke. Tries to drop in. Cox has been warned for stalling. Just hanging on a double underhook. Duke tries to hit a duck under to a fireman's carry. Not there. Cox is hanging on. Tries to stay in bounds. Duke works his way back in. Duke hits over and under situation. Cox is pushing in. Out of bounds they go. Minute 16 left to go here. Cody Cox is just hanging on. Just want to make sure Duke didn't do anything big on him here. Duke chases Cox in there. Cox is running. 
There's a stalling right there. Would make another one. There's a headlock attempted by Cox, and he tries it over and under. And he throws Duke out of bounds, and nothing there. Myers is over there talking to the mat judge about stalling. Duke tries to push into him again because last time Cox ran out of the circle. That's an automatic stall. Minute to go here in this match. 3 twos to score. Cody Cox trying to fight off Duke. Duke's got it over and under here. There's the stalling, and that should be a point. So that makes the score four to two, Duke in the lead. Cox just trying to push his head into Myers and push him out of bounds. Just because you push them out of bounds doesn't mean the other guy's stalling, folks. Cox tries to drop Duke down for a front headlock. Myers works his way in. They're in an over-under situation. Let's see if Cox is going to try and hit a throw here. They faked one on the edge of the mat. Myers working at wrist control. Pushing on each other. 21 seconds left to go. Myers just locks his hands underneath. Now Myers has good head pressure in the middle there. He's blocking off. Duke's stalling on his own right now, but I would too with 10 seconds left to go. He's in good position. Just ride it out. And that's going to do it. Myers dives in on the leg. He's going to hang there. And that's going to do it here. As time expires. Final score, Duke Myers wins 4-2. The closest match those two guys have wrestled all year. And uh, I give Cox credit. He wrestled a very smart match, and he kept the scoring low, and he did a nice job defending against Myers. But Myers is your sectional champion. That makes three years, three, four years in a row, Rex, sectional champion. Four-time sectional champion, Duke Myers. Congratulations, Duke. And we go to 175. It's going to bring up Palacios and Xavier Flores. Pal I think it's Palacios. Eh, whatever. Palacios, Palacios against Joaquin Flores. Xavier shaking hands with one of the officials and uh, getting set to go. He's not seen Flores. Flores was a thrower, wasn't he? Didn't he throw in that semifinal round? I did round? not watch his matches. Here we go. Xavier comes out, and they uh, continue to pummel. Flores trying to pull the head down. Shot by Flores. He's in pretty tough on a single leg. Let's see if Xavier can switch out of this. Xavier's in trouble. Flores has the head and the arm. Xavier locks on a leg, but could get caught in a side cradle here. He's given up the takedown already. Now Xavier trying to come back and out. Flores working a cradle. Xavier going to continue to work in. If he can pull his head out of there, he'll have a reversal, and he does. He's got Flores in trouble now. So it's 2-2. Two to two. Xavier lost the opening takedown, but now Xavier's looking for some back points. Max Carr and uh, Benning are tied at 0-0 after one-minute period. So Pelosios of Belmont working a cross-face cradle of his own here. He's got the, does he have the hands locked? I believe he does. He's going to take it safe back towards him, but the hands are broken apart, so no change. 2-2, two, two, under a minute to go, period number one. Xavier, the bottom man, is quickly called for stalling. Wow. Xavier now working that far arm to try to bundle it up if he can. He's got it underneath the body and he's pulling it under if he get the near leg he'll lift that up as well 
Let's see if Flores has got the, the conditioning to go six hard minutes with Xavier. Xavier continuing to pull that arm through. 23 seconds left in this first period. He's got time. So Xavier stopped that first move. He gave up the takedown, but he did, get, did not get caught in that cradle. Palacios is tied up at two. Seven seconds left. Oh, look out. Here comes Flores coming around the back door. And Flores got a reversal at the buzzer. Xavier gave up the reversal right at the buzzer. Right now it's uh, Max Carr with a 1-0 lead over Benning of Norwell down there for 3-4. Palosios had choice. He deferred. And uh, Flores will take the down position. I don't know if I want to go any Palacios. He's uh, pretty tough on top. Well, I don't know if they know that. First move, first whistle sounds. It's outside leg stand-up by Flores. Palacios now drops down to a single leg. Now covers the hips, maintains control here. Xavier works a couple cross faces, a couple good ones. Xavier continuing as post, uh, Flores working to come out front and square up. Flores has done a better job of getting out from the bottom than anybody we've seen the last couple of weeks wrestling Xavier. Xavier continues to hang on to that near foot. Now Flores, as Xavier changes off to a side cradle on the other side, but F P Flores tries to spin through with it, but Xavier catches him. Xavier's got him on his back. Xavier's got him over, but Flores pops his head out. There's gonna be a near fall, a two-point near fall for Xavier, and Xavier's going back in for more. He's got him cradled up again. Palacios looking to finish this thing here on the edge of the mat. There's a minute to go in this second period. Palacios keeping a lot of pressure on Flores. He's going to score near fall points, and that could finish it right here. No, nope. he popped his head out. He was buried. And he didn't get the call. So another near fall, a three-pointer. There you go. Xavier put a little more pressure toward the head. Flores couldn't squirrel out the back door. The score is 7-4 to four with Xavier continuing to power in a half Nelson. He's got 35 seconds left in this period. Palosios of Belmont in the lead, 7-4. It's been a high-scoring affair, exciting. Joaquin Flores of Jay has wrestled tough here. I think people underestimate Xavier. Ah, well, they shouldn't after today. Two-time conference champion and possibly a sectional champion. Now, uh-oh, the legs go in for Xavier. I say uh-oh, but there's not much time left. Three seconds left. He'll, he'll ride this out. All right, so we go to the final final period with Xavier Palacios of Belmont leading 7-4. to four. Benning of Norwell has a 2-1 lead over Max Carr of AC in there. A minute to go in that third period. Palacios changed his mind. Coach he, just said, no, you don't want to go down. You want to go up. She's going to take top. I think that's a good call. Nothing else. You bail and give him one. Xavier will set up from the top position. Whistle sounds. Flores stops, gets caught up in a cradle, <laughs> gets rolled through, but does not give up any back points. Now here comes the cradle. He still has it locked up. Pelosios unable to hold him for more than one count, but he's going to try it again. Xavier has the hands locked, takes an elbow in the chops. Now there's a couple of counts, so Xavier's going to score a near fall here. It's 
he doesn't have him tight enough to pin him, I don't believe, unless he can oh, <laughs> change the position. Got that inside shoulder down. And your sectional champion at 175 pounds from Belmont High School, Xavier Palosios. I'll tell you what, he's just, he's just a good-looking 10th grader, AJ. Oh, no kidding. Flores takes second. And uh, Benning and Carr down there. And Benning of... Uh, Norwell is your third place winner. And Cruz was defeated by Castaneda. So Castaneda takes fifth. Rex with a win at 65 and a pin win at 75. And AC did not score any points there at 75. Um, <laughs> how are we doing for team score? This is getting tighter well, and tighter. They haven't added it in yet, but it's 239 to 229 and a half. So here we go. This is a good match here between Wink and Curry in the finals at 190. Mendez and Thompson for third and fourth. I'm going to take this Curry-Wink match in the finals here. And uh, Wink with an overhook. Tries to step through and trip Curry. Out of bounds they go. Nice little sucker drag by Curry. Back into the center. Whistle blows. Fake shot by Wink. These two went scoreless in the first period last week. I believe, and then they scramble wrestled for the next two periods. I think it was 4-3 the finals. Fireman's carry by Mendez. He's taken his opponent down and put him to his back. I don't think he's going to score any near fall. Our official there didn't get down there to take a look. That is A.J. Thompson of South Adams, and Wink fakes a shot. Curry blocks that off. Minute 12 left to go in period number one here. Wink with a two-on-one Russian arm tie. Takes Curry down to the mat, and Curry steps, tries inside trip. Cole Mendez just won by fall. Third place finish for Cole with a pin. Bonus points, and that will draw Belmont even closer here to the Adams Central Flying Jets. Wrestling for fifth and sixth, it's Travis Traven, uh, Taven Freeze versus Zach Wilson of Norwell, Freeze of Bluffton. 54 seconds left to go in the Curry-Wink match as they... Uh, Fight for wrist control. 47 seconds left to go. Wink puts the hand of Curry down to the mat. Curry scrambles out of that. These guys both pretty good on their feet. Wrist control by Wink. Wink tries to throw that arm up and duck under it. Curry fights that. Curry fakes a shot. Wink tries that two-on-one Russian. Tries to swing an arm. Now Curry comes out front, front headlock, and Wink just bores into him. They go out of bounds. Nice wizard by Curry. Takes Wink down to the mat. They'll stay neutral with 21 seconds left to go here. This could be the last points that Adam Central sc scores today if Curry can win this match. Because they're definitely not favored in the next two weights. And so that'll be Martin versus Bloom and Cruz versus Worm in the finals. Ten seconds left to go. I don't think anybody's going to fire anything up here in this final five seconds of this first period. And we're going to take a knotted up 0-0 tie into the third period. First period, I'm sorry, second period. They wish it was the third period. Choice goes to Bryce Wink. He says, I'll take the down position. And uh, from listening to the Adam Central fans, Bryce Wink caused havoc for the AC Jets when the Patriots played the football against the Jets this year at running back. Had all kind of, he had a couple hundred yards rushing against him, I think. As uh, Wink tries to sit out, turn in, Curry follows him. Cross face by Curry. Wink comes up to his base. Now Wink's into a leg on Curry. 
Got that single leg picked up, trying to get in between the legs. Curry's trying to get that leg back to, down to the base and just give up one. That should be one. He that does. Oh, I'm, I'm shocked. They got it. <laughs> so Wink's going to take an escape. We're going to be up centered of Matt. Neutral again with a minute 43 left to go here. Curry will have his choice in the third period. So he needs a tiebreaker uh, takedown here in this second period. Traven, Taven Freeze of Bluffton has a 5-3 lead over Wilson of Norwell. Curry fakes a shot. Putting some head pressure on Wink. Curry hits a little throw by. Minute 16 left to go here. This guy's being pretty cautious. Shot by Wink, doesn't control it, and uh, Curry takes a shot. Wink comes up front, tries to control the head. Now Curry with another reshot. Curry tacks him on the edge of the mat. Curry's got a leg, and he's trying to pull him back in. If he can drag him back in, he's going to get the two. He's going to have to drag him back in, and Wink is trying to crawl out of bounds. Wink could kick out of this. Curry drops the leg, and there's the two. Good job by Curry. Curry, that's how Curry got the reversal on him late in the third period the other day at the HCAC tournament. So with the 45 seconds left to go, Curry is taking a 2-1 to lead over Wank. Wank will be in a down position here with 45 to go. Period 2. Wank is set. Curry climbs on the right side. Whistle blows. Curry runs a spiral right up deep underneath the neck of Wank. Breaks him down to his base. Wank is all flattened out on his stomach now. Next match will be the Battle of the Keegans, Martin versus Bloom. One of the head-to-head matchups for AC and Belmont. And Curry riding a leg here. Going to try and hit a Jacobs, just pull Wink over to his back. Got 20 seconds left to go. Some back points here would be huge. As Curry's going to take a 2-1 lead into the third period and have his choice of position. That's going to do it here with uh, seven seconds left. And Curry riding a leg. 2-1 is going to be a score going into three here. Curry looks at Dad. I'll go down. Wink says, I'm going to cut him. We're going to start this period on our feet. He said, yep. Up his feet. Curry says, okay. 3-1 is the score. Two minutes to go to decide the championship here at 190 pounds. Curry versus Wink. Curry was a one-point winner over Wink the last time he wrestled last week. And Curry got his arm caught in a two-on-one rush and arm tie. And now Curry is in a front headlock, comes out front. Quarter Nelson's has Wink broke down. He does. Great combination there. Curry hit a uh, front headlock, faked him. Quarter Nelson went one way and then went back the other way. And Wink his coach is like, what happened? Curry just uh, controlled that head from that collar tie and gets the takedown. Five ones to score. Curry running a wrist roll now. Just going to put that wrist on his hip and take off running. Curry kind of running a pinch leg. Now he just throws one leg in because I can ride him out from the legs here. A little sit-out, turn-in, controlled by both wrestlers as uh, they're working their way back up here. As um, Curry is in a top position with a minute 15 left to go. Wank tries to stand up. Curry catches the arm. Curry breaks him back down to his base. A 
Curtis riding him here with a minute two to go. Wink is flattened out on his belly. Not much movement here. Curry's content to ride him on top here. And uh, Wilson of Norwell was trailing seven, he's trailing eight, nine, and now he puts his opponent on his back. So he's working uh, for a pin here. Curry's still riding uh, Wink here. Wink tries to reach back for the head. Curry drops back to a leg, changes off. Has a leg trapped in a Turk. Now he's just going to try and face left Wink over to his back. Wink is just kind of flattened out there. And your winner from Norwell is going to be Zach Wilson for fifth place at 190. And Curry riding Wink. He's got a leg twisted up. And Wink is not doing much right there. And this thing's going to tick down. And your winner at 190 is going to be TC, Trevor Curry, final score, 5-1 over Wink, second week in a row. Rex, if my math skills are correct, I believe Trevor Curry just secured the victory for Adam Central over Belmont, regardless of what happens in the last two weight classes. <clears throat> well, we'll let the computer figure that out and see how good computer's math is, but Curry with the win over Wink is your sectional champion here at 190. I think it would take an effort by Baker at heavyweight to win that match for third place and Keegan Martin win by fall here. That could make it happen. Martin was one of the new unis on for the Braves. So here we go at 215, Keegan Martin and Keegan Bloom, and we are underway. White uniform with a name on the back in blue, snapped down by Martin as he continues to, oh, nice. Duck under by Bloom. Bloom's got a single leg picked up, and Martin does a smart job and works his way out of bounds. Bloom just one loss in the season. So Keegan Bloom and Keegan Martin. Martin fakes a shot, comes back up. Bloom working for some risk control. Martin's not seen good competition in a couple of weeks, but this is good competition. His Bloom is tough. Martin with an inside control, drops down to a knee pull. For a high crotch, head to the outside. Need to change off to a double or uh, or go the other direction. And that should be a takedown, and it is. <clears throat> Crackdown, I believe they call that, when you've got your head to the outside and you go the opposite way. Just like change of direction, basically, catch a guy off base. So Martin of Belmont scores first, a minute 16 to go, period number one. 2-0 is the score. Let's see if... Martin's going to work on top, or he's going to try to run a head lever on that right arm. He's got a deep waist. He's got the arm control. He picks up on the leg, and now he's taking Bloom over to his back. He's got Bloom counting lights right now. Keegan Martin trying to finish this off, but he doesn't have it tight enough. Bloom comes off his back, and that's a near fall, three-point near fall. And here comes Moore as Martin of Belmont looking to turn him one more time. There's a lot of time left in this period, 45 seconds. The score is 5-0, Martin leading of Belmont. Bloom now back to a base. <laughs> they just updated the score as Belmont on top, 239 and a half to 239. Oh, my, goodness. oh my goodness. <laughs> right now, Bloom and Martin wrestling here. Martin has the lead, and he's going to give Bloom the escape at the 23 seconds to go in this period, first period. Nice duck under by Martin of Belmont. He scores the takedown. Just great skills by the big guy from Belmont. Keegan Martin now leads 7-1. to one. 
I wonder if that's after the 190-pound uh, weight class. I just refreshed, and Adam Central jumps back in the lead, 243 to 239.5. I'm at 39.5 to 43? Yeah. Four and a half points. I think a pin win here by Martin puts Belmont back on top. And we got blood timeout. So Martin's got to either get a tech fall or a pin win for Belmont to retake the lead. And it'll be... And Grady Baker has a chance to score some points against Peyton Long. And, um, you know, Cruz and Worm, that, that's a toss each match each week. So we'll see how that goes at heavyweight. I don't think Worm's beating yet this year. Nope. Here we go. We're going into the second period. We're just going to start neutral. Score seven to one in favor of Belmont's Keegan Martin. Martin with some heavy hands. They continue to pummel. Martin looking for that leg attack. Has a single leg. Now changes off to both legs, a bar cigar, and should have a takedown and does. So now that makes it nine to one. Pretty sure you get four points, Rex, if you win the difference between first and second. And after that, it's bonus points. Two for a pin, one and a half for a tech, and one for a major, half for a major. It's nine to one right now. And now Martin of Belmont gives Keegan Bloom an escape to make it nine to two as they wrestle with a minute and a half to go, period number two. Keegan Martin of Belmont now is attacks a single leg, doesn't, doesn't capture it, comes right back up, and comes right back on the attack. Left-handed collar tie by Martin. Martin drops in, doesn't get the leg. Bloom counters it out nicely, and they come back up neutral, no change. Ethan Michael and Eleanor Ortiz are in a battle down there. It was 3-1, but Ortiz just put Michael to his back. That's for third and fourth. Here comes Martin on the attack, and Bloom backs out of bounds and no change, so Keegan Martin over there takes a look at, I think that was Coons giving him Coons is the hardest working coach in the corner, I'm telling you. You got 50 seconds to go in this second period. A little trip off a front headlock by Martin, and he's got another takedown to make it 11-2. to Duke does that little knee block a lot, too. Martin on, on the ride here, leading 11-2. He gives up the escape to make it 11-3. South Adams' uh, Brian Roll just got a pin down here for fifth place over Garrett. Front headlock by Martin, and he has a trip. Martin has another takedown, 13-3. Martin on top now with 20 seconds to go in the second period, looking for back points. A tech fall win here by Martin could secure the victory if Cruz of Bluffton wins at heavyweight. Ortiz takes third place for Jay County. Final seconds click off, and we'll go to the final two minutes here with Keegan Martin of Belmont leading 13-3. <clears throat> and Martin says we're going to go to our feet. Think maybe they can catch him. Bloom said, uh, I want to take down. Martin said, we're going to go go neutral. So it's 13-4 to four right now. Keegan Martin of Belmont with a major decision. Martin drops it on a leg attack, changes off from one to the other. He's got the takedown, and it's 15-4. to four, And Martin looks to cover him up and maybe score some near-fall points here. 
Martin with a 15-4 lead as they wrestle with a minute and a half to go in the bout. Keegan Martin doesn't wrestle like a 215-pounder, AJ. No, I wrestled like about a 113-pounder. <laughs> Bloom underneath, not doing much right now. Martin trying to go out to the side, get a near leg, and dump him over to his back with a, a cross face, but they go out of bounds, no change. So a minute 20 to go in a match that's not been close. Keegan's only lost the number one ranked defending state champion from Crown Point. Yep, that's uh, no Mr. disgrace there. Mr. Clark. Martin of Belmont sets up on the opposite side. No first move by Bloom. Keegan jumps out to the side, gives up the escape. Now it's 15 to five. It's a 10 point lead. Snap down by Martin. Bloom in a little bit tougher on a single leg, but Martin trying to drive through him now and take him over. Martin with a front headlock. Actually, Martin's got a Russian two-on-one tie on, on the arm. Martin's working hard here with 50 seconds to go. Bloom on a leg attack on the edge. Martin now with a wizard. Be a good spot to call a, a stalemate, and they do. They're potentially dangerous on the knee. Boy, I wish I knew how many points you're going to get for a major win, if it's enough <laughs> or not. <laughs> it's really close. This is fun. Here we go, Martin and Bloom. Martin tries to snap Bloom down, doesn't do it. Bloom hanging in there. 15 to five is the score. Martin drops on a leg attack, on a single, and he's got the takedown at 17-5. A three-point near fall would finish this match, 17-5. I don't think he's got enough time to get enough takedowns to, to tech fall him. So Bloom is camping out on his stomach. He's just trying not to get turned. Martin comes out front, going to try to bulldog him over. 15 seconds left. Warning for stalling on the bottom man. That's a, that's a point. Martin does cut him loose to make it 7, 18 to 6, and they're out of bounds with two seconds left. It's going to be a major win for Keegan Martin of Belmont. That's how it's going to end. Martin dominant there today. Champion. 215 pounds, Keegan Martin of Belmont, and that may have been enough points to catapult Belmont over Adam Central. We'll know in a few minutes. So that means that uh, Grady Baker could be the hero down here with a win over Peyton Long, but that's a tall task, I'm telling you. Yeah. Johnny Cruz versus Zach Worm in the finals here. Zach Worm can clinch this title for Adam Central with a win. But that's another tall task. And these two men have the weakest referee in the gym right now. Not the best situation, as these two are going to go at it like two bears in the woods. As uh, collar ties by both wrestlers pushing and shoving. I will watch the heavyweights over here. Long pushes Baker out of bounds, no change. These two guys still standing looking at each other. Now Long snaps Baker down to the mat. Long's big and quick. And now he's taking Baker down. Baker doesn't get turned, however. 2-0 score. Nothing happening here in the center of the mat. But uh, actually, our buddy Dane just texted me, don't forget about the one-point misconduct deduction from Adam Central. I haven't forgotten about that. And I'm sure that's already been added in there. <laughs> that could be huge if you come back and get beat by a half point. Yeah. Cruz and Worm still pushing each other in the center of the mat, doing the dancing bear. Still working each other out here. 
We'll let, see if they've updated the score, Rex. I was talking to some Adam Central guys out there, and I think we were talking about how thick Juan Cruz's chest is. I mean, he's not just wide, but he's deep. He drops in a nice leg trying to pick up the single leg, and they're way out of bounds. Make the whistle call there, sir. Man, pay attention. Baker is trailing 2-0 as they go into the second period. He'll be on top to start the period. Nothing really happening here with 30 seconds left going to first period of the heavyweight championship bout between Worm and Cruz. Long stands up, has the escape. He leads Baker 3-0. Counter Specht and Powell are wrestling down here, and Specht has a 2-1 lead over Powell from Norwell. 10 seconds left to go in a championship bracket here in the first period. Peyton Long's tall, AJ, for heavyweight. He's big and tall. He is. He, he's four or five inches taller than Grady Baker. No score after two minutes in the championship bout. Scores 3-0. Grady Baker trails in his match for third place. They did a refresh, and they have not updated any points on the team score, so it still stands at 243 to 39 and a half. Five points there should have been enough for Belmont to take, jump up and take the lead. And there's a chance that neither Belmont or Am Central score any points in this round here if Cruz gets a win. Cruz gets the escape there. Now he leads at 1-0. Pushing heavy hands on Worm. Shoves Worm to the edge of the mat. Minute 36 left to go here in the second period. Wrestlers on their feet as Worm will have his choice in the third period. He took neutral last week and couldn't get a takedown and loses by one. And Worm just snaps long down and goes around behind for a takedown. Grady Baker there. I'm sorry, Grady Baker. I said Worm. Yeah. yeah. And Worm just got taken down by Cruz. A couple of good things happening if you're a Belmont fan. So Cruz riding a back ankle on Worm, trying to break him down with a minute six left to go. Whoa! <laughs> somersault by Long, and I believe he's going to get a reversal out of that. That was kind of interesting. That's the biggest Granby of the day, AJ. 5-2, to two, Baker trails in his match for third place. Juan Cruz running a half. Nelson on Worm has him broken down here. 43 seconds left to go in the second period in a championship bracket. 3-0 is the score with Juan Cruz on top. Grady Baker trails 5-2 with five seconds left in the second period. Worm comes up to his base, tries to hit a roll. Cruz counters that. Two minutes to go in that final match down there. Baker's going to start in the bottom position. Ten seconds left to go in this second period here with Cruz right in top. Nothing's going to change there. Baker comes up to a stand, and he's out, 5-3. to three. So Baker tries a front headlock, spinning, going behind, and Baker's got the takedown, 5-5. Five to five. I might just cut him and do it again, AJ. Yeah, yep. they're going to 6-5 to five now. Baker trails by one, lots of time left. Baker trying to work that. Oh, nice leg attack by Long, and he takes Baker down, but they're out of bounds, so no <laughs> takedown. And I don't think you can take him down out there. They're going to have to go out of, he'll have to go out of bounds. Yep, they'll go back up neutral. 
Baker Cruz, trails by one. Cruz start on top in third period, and Worm has just been flattened out to his base with minute 44. Juan Cruz just riding Worm into the sunset here. <laughs> the Belmont boys on the edge of the mat are cheering hard for Grady oh, Baker. Oh, Cruz hits a Worm hits a roll, and he has Cruz on his back. He's getting near fall points. He's going to pick up five here. He's got four at least. Worm hits a fat man's roll. Baker ba with a takedown there. Baker with a takedown, but just got reversed. So Worm riding on top here with a minute 12 left to go. The AC fans going crazy. They're cheering both ways. Worm is, I mean, Baker's gone back on top seven to six. Cruz is uh, in the bottom position. He's got a minute to go to try and score. He's down 5-3. Grady Baker's turned into his back. Grady Baker just pinned him. Grady Baker just got third place with a pin. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness, indeed. We'll go to commercial and have to calculate, see what points <laughs> is, because Worm has just tied it. Worm has just given escape to Cruz, so Cruz is on his feet. 5-4, he trails. This is going to come down to the wire, folks. This gym is going to go nuts. Shot by Juan Cruz. He has the double leg on Worm. Takes Worm right to his back. Worm can't get off his back, and there's a fall. Belmont's going to win this thing. Cruz takes out Worm, and Baker wins over Long. Belmont's going to be your sectional champion, and they're mobbing Grady Baker. <laughs> we, we will let this calculate out here. Let's send it back to the studio for a round of commercials, and we'll be back with our final wrap-up here on WZBD. Make your home more comfortable during this winter weather. A new gas fireplace or existing fireplace remodeled by Hitzer will surely make your fireplace the comfort center of your home. Contact the professionals at Hitzer to talk about gas, wood, and anthracite fireplace options. Want to update the old brick fireplace that you've always had? Stop by Hitzer to see barbed beam mantles, custom wood mantles, or stone veneer finishes. Hitzer, your local fireplace design and patio experts. 269 East Main Street in Bern. Timmy Takedown Tree Service on US 224, three miles east of Decatur, has firewood for sale. $30 a scoop, $75 for a six-foot bed, $85 for an eight-foot bed. Timmy Takedown Tree Service can give you a free estimate on removing storm-damaged trees, grinding stumps, or trimming trees. Call 728-9120 and talk with Jake to set up an appointment. Timmy Takedown Tree Service has been in the area's best and most trusted tree service for 50 years. Stop out or call today. Expert Transmission on US 224 in Decatur and on US 124 in Bluffton is the place to go for not only transmission help, but also full-service general auto and truck repair. Matt, Corey, and Tyler at Expert Transmission are experienced in ASC-certified mechanics who can diagnose and fix your family or work vehicle. Call Steve or Dustin soon to set up an appointment. Expert Transmission has the best warranty in the business. Five years and 100,000 miles on a new transmission and can give you a free estimate. Call today at 724-2434 or like Expert Transmission on Facebook. Do you need repairs done on your farm or grain handling equipment? Maybe you need steps or a railing made, livestock gates, or your wife's favorite chair worked on. Ironclad Metalworks is who you need. They specialize in agribusiness welding and fabricating and have the skills you need to get the job done correctly. From existing equipment repairs to new fabrications, no project is too big or too small. They can do it all. Do you have an idea but can't seem to bring it to life? Stop by and let them help make your ideas a reality. Ironclad Metalworks, located at 620 Burn Street in Burn, or call 525-0471. Bowers Paint Studio on West Monroe Street in Decatur is hands 
down the best auto body repair shop in the Midwest. That's why your friends and neighbors give Bowers Paint Studio a five-star rating on Facebook. Your family ride get dinged in an accident? Take it to Bowers for a free estimate. Need a custom paint job for your collectible car or motorcycle? Bowers Paint Studio is the place to go. Nate works with all the insurance companies and can help you get a loaner. That's Bowers Paint Studio on West Monroe Street, Indicator. Welcome back to Jay County High School as the wind has just been pulled out of the balloon here at this gymnasium as tensions are riding high. Two big heavyweight matches that could swing the difference in this tournament. Juan Cruz comes from behind and takes Wormbo's back and gets the fall for the championship match. Grady Baker in a match where he traded takedowns and reversals with Peyton Long from Southern Wells. Baker gets the fall to end it. Unbelievable final score, if we can believe the computer. Belmont, 248 and a half. Adams Central, 243. I kind of gave up hope for the Braves out there sometime early in the day when Adams Central was winning all those consolation round matches, but the championship round where Belmont won five of the seven, and they won both of the head-to-head -head with Adams Central. You know, another key is the, the forfeit to Gavin Davis. That's, that's like getting a fall win anyways. I mean, that's... I mean, they, they forfeited to Davis twice today, and he wrestles 23 seconds and advances the finals, and, you know, it's just like he pinned his way through. He did, and that could set a sectional record. The <laughs> least amount of time on the mat to win a sectional, 23 seconds. Somebody needs to look that up. Dane, look that one up for us. So, A.J., all this hoopla and everything, and you realize the team coming in from Delta next week is tougher than anybody here today. Probably, yeah, no question about it. They're, they're that good, but uh, there's a lot of good kids. It doesn't matter. It doesn't take away anything from Belmont coming from behind, trailing by 16.5 points going into the finals, and still managing to pull out a victory. Congratulations and, uh, to Coach Myers and all the coaches from Belmont. That was a total team effort, and they just mobbed Grady Baker at the end. Now, th there's a lot of guys that uh, are in that circle that uh, keep track of Jay County wins in the regional versus Delta wins in the regional. And I tell you what, there's some solid kids coming out of Delta, but there's some really solid kids coming out of this Jay County regional. And last year, I think Jay County had a few more wins, but uh, I think it's a whole different ballgame this year with Delta coming in as tough as they are let's take a wrap up here and we'll look at this here from 106 on up at 106 your champion was uh, griffin byram from jay county then he takes out titus loshi your third place winner is miles carf madam central and he takes um he takes third and fifth place goes to prez cortez fourth place don't forget our boy ben oh yeah ben mills at fourth place at 113 your champion was uh, Levi Johns. He remains undefeated on the season with a tech fall. He takes out Kale Beer. Your third place goes to Ethan Curtis by fall. Big points there. And uh, Silas Wink wins by fall for fifth place. At 120 pounds, the championship match was taken by Hunter Douglas from Norwell over uh, Henry Ferrote. Final score, 8-2. Third place goes to Sprung Dakota Sprunger over Bingham of AC Logan over Glassford for fifth place. I was afraid that was the match that was going to do Belmont in, not winning there when I thought they were going to. At 126, Braden Daniels brings one loss in the season and is your sectional champion as he beats to Cody Rowles in the finals 4-0. At third place, it's Jason Pro over Dylan Aug for third and fourth. And uh, Franzi takes fifth over at Nunley with a fall in 53 seconds. Huge points there. Yeah, four, four more points there by... 
by Franzi, winning by fall there, getting that extra two points. At 132 pounds, it was Brayson Shortgen, Shortgen with a 23-8 Tech fall win. And uh, then it is third place goes to Connor Fordick over Kevin Loshi from Belmont, 6-3. And uh, Parker Nash of Bluffton takes fifth place. At 138, it was Tony Wood, your winner, by a 9-0 major decision over Mav Dubal from Adam Central. Third place goes to Jaron Frauger over Wyatt Mann. Fifth place goes to Benning over Elmore of Union City. 144 pounds, your champion was uh, Colton Bolenbacher from South Adams. He is a 7-1 straight decision winner over Sam Wolpert from Belmont. Third place goes to um, Xander Schwartz from Adams Central with a fall over Landers. And fifth place goes to Caden Simpson over Gruss from Norwell. At 150 pounds in the finals, it was Blake Luganbill, and he is a winner over Max Byerly by the final score of 16-0. And uh, for third place, it was Jacob Robinson, the number one seed, over Austin Roth. And then fifth place goes to Luke Draband over Platner for fifth and sixth. At 157 pounds, it was Gavin Davis, your winner by medical forfeit uh, over Isaiah Meyer. And uh, it is uh, Brady, Brody Lewis over Jarrett Smith for third and fourth. And uh, McJury from Norwell takes fifth over Einson of Jay County with a fall. 165 pounds, slowed down matches. Duke Myers was a 4-2 straight decision winner over Cody Cox. And your third place winner was Matt Heiser of Adams Central over Somerset of South Adams with a fall in 214. Uh, Chamley of uh, Blackford, it was your fifth place winner over Kramer of Bluffton. 175 pounds, it was your two time sectional champion, Xavier Palacios, is a winner in fall in 434. More huge points right there. Your third place, and he took out uh, Joaquin Flores of Jay County. Eli ben- Elijah Benning of Norwell takes out Max Carr, 5 to 1 for f- third place. Fifth place goes to Castaneda of Bluffton over. Cruz of Union City. 190 pounds. Your winner was Trevor Curry as he dominates Mr. Uh, Bryce Wink 5-1 to one the second week in a row. Your third place goes to Cole Mendez by a fall in just 33 seconds as your uh, fifth place goes to uh, Zach Wilson of Norwell over Tra- Taven Freeze of Bluffton. I thought Trevor Curry may have clinched the win for Adam Central in that, on that match, but it wasn't to be. At 215 pounds, your winner was Keegan Martin with a major decision, 18-8 over Keegan Bloom of Adams Central. Third place goes to Alan Ortiz in a fall over Michaels of Norwell. Uh, Ryan Roll from South Adams takes fifth with a fall over Lucas Garrett of Bluffton. 215 pounds, uh, 285 pounds. It is Juan Cruz, your winner by fall in 533 over Zach Worm. Third place was Grady Baker with a fall in 434 over Peyton Long. And fifth place goes to Carson Powell of Norwell over Connor Specht of Jay County. Final score, 6-2. to two. Back to the team score here. Our final team score on the day was Belmont, your winner, by the final score of 248.5. Adams Central, 243. Jay County, 195 195.5. South Adams 143, Norwell 142, Bluffton 128 and a half, Union City 
Southern Wells and Blackford ran out the bottom three. You think Belmont's going to give the most valuable wrestler to Grady Baker today? Well, he won the, he won the game ball on the way home, I can guarantee you. Oh, that's just terrific stuff. Belmont was seven in the finals and five champions, and they, they managed to do it with quality. Cox of Norwell really slowed Duke Myers down, but not enough to where Duke couldn't get the win. And after that, Belmont rolled with a, a walkover win at 57, and uh, a, a before that, a walkover win. Palacios a pin at 75, and uh, a major out of Keegan Martin. So great stuff. I mean, this this when it goes down to the wire like this, Rex, it, th this makes it really fun. So from Jay County High School, this has been the. IHSAA Wrestling at Sectional. Tune in right here next week. Same format. Next week, first round will be on WZBD Radio YouTube channel for the first round. We'll switch over to 92.7 FM. And uh, there's a really tough uh, Delta team coming in next week. So congratulations, you win today. But it's a whole new ballgame next week. That's what wrestling's all about. you got to be ready, Rex. I'd like to thank uh, everybody who ran aboard for us this morning, starting out to... Um, uh, with Steve Gagel in the morning and finishing off with Kenya Habegger. And with that, tune in next week and tune in tomorrow night at 7 p.m. for the Hager Hershey Zelt High School Wrestling Weekly right here on WZBD.